Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Race. Matthew Good. Kicking off this Monday. Pulp of Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. April 11th, 6.02 p.m. Pacific, and we are pumped to uh, be back and to have you on board. And I'm feeling uh, probably 15% better than I was last week, 15% in honor of uh, the great Tim Ferry. Uh, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, the best bars and sprockets out there. X-Brand Goggles, Hot Games, Gear Alloy, Works Connection, Michelin Star Cross 5, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, KTMPartsExpress.com, Roost Graphics, Ride Engineering, Nitro Circus, all on board with us tonight. And uh, so also uh, coming on studio, in, in uh, on the show, sorry, Dean Wilson, Red Bull KTM's Dean Wilson, he will be on. Adam Cincerillo. He has not done a lot of media interviews, so we are pumped to have Adam on. He's uh, maybe out of his depression. He is uh, not listening to Blink anymore and feeling better about himself. Team Green supervisor Ryan Holiday will also be on uh, to talk a little bit of amateur motocross. Austin Forkner, of course, one of his guys making his debut at Hangtown. Uh, Jason Thomas will be on. Uh, with me in studio, a couple of great guys. Uh, you rarely see one without the other. It seems like they travel quite a bit. They work for the same company conglomerate and uh they're also uh friends of the show and friends of mine we've been, been all known each other for a long time first up he is the pro taper brand manager former uh mechanic for pro circuit and uh, loretta lynn's champion paul parabinos what's up paul hey steve what's pa- up thanks this is your second time in right it is yeah number two. thank you for coming in congratulations with everything at pro taper uh the micro bar we, of course we talk about that on our nfab fantasy show you are the official bar and grip on the kjsc tour and this is a great idea you, i understand the sales are great and uh, so congrats on everything thank you i appreciate all of course that. the geico honda guys run pro taper they do. and uh, rockstar husky yep run pro taper so uh yeah thanks for coming in um you have one more national title than i do as a mechanic, but you do not have a summer cross title. No, we've talked about this many times. I don't. <laughs> I'm looking and at the trophy will, now. And I'm you jealous. never will, bro, so suck it. <laughs> <clears throat> Defending summer cross champion. <laughs> also in the studio, uh, former 125 uh, Canadian motocross champion, now the answer brand manager, uh, friend of Nick Way, Randy Valade. What's up, Valade? What's happening, Steve? How are you? I'm great. Um, we just did a podcast maybe two months ago on RacerX Online. Yeah, Can we talk about your career a little bit? The one that you put that really sweet picture up of me? <laughs> I have no I have no <laughs> I have no uh no authority over that. What, what was that? Where was that from? I don't know where they found right. that picture. After, I look like pretty DNF sweet, Southwick or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. But uh yeah, thanks for both of you guys for coming in. It's gonna be interesting uh to hear JT come on and his absolute hatred for you, both of you, because uh of course you guys work for Tucker Rocky, uh a mortal enemy of fly racing and Western Power Sports. So, JT taking things very seriously. We'll probably be upset at some point. I got no problem with JT. He's I, cool. w- I will make sure to rub it in at something at some point <laughs> Perfect. to get him angry. Um, Randy, uh, first off, thank you. We did the Project 88 YZ250 test a couple weeks ago out at Milestone. And uh, out of the kindness of your heart, you 
got me some retro answer gear for Mickey Diamond, uh, number six in 1988. It was uh, just kind of like the stuff that he that he raced with. And thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. Honestly, Mickey was more stoked on the gear than the bike. <laughs> I, I hate to say that; it, it pains me to say that. But all he kept saying was. How about this gear? Yeah. How about no, this it gear? It, it turned out well, man. We uh, we had the jerseys from a retro set we did a few years ago, and then uh, I had an all-white pant that we made some custom answer logos, diamond logos, all of it. So it yeah. turned out really well. And I was really hoping, you know, the studio here, I was hoping like crazy to get a signed jersey from Mick saying, you know, hey, thanks, Mathis, for the – had fun, like Mickey Diamond. You know, I got a photo of him right here wearing the stuff, and <laughs> – and then Pingree's got some auction for some guy that's got a disease. And Pingree's like, hey, Diamond, I'm going to need both of your sets of gear. Like, you're gonna have to... Yeah, but I sent you a bunch of jerseys. Yeah, he took both of them. He, oh. You sent two. Oh, and I got more at the office. I'll send Diamond took one, yeah. and Ping took the pants and the jersey. And I'm like, what about me? Anyways. <laughs> well, was, I'll get you a set for up in here. He was stoked. He was right. stoked. So thank you for that, of course. And uh, uh, we're going to – great show tonight. Like I said, Dean Wilson, Adamson, Cirillo, Ryan Holiday, who's a good friend of yours, Paul, I understand. Uh, you've known Ryan for a long time. First, he worked for the AMA, and then now he's Team Green Supervisor. I'm going to go on a rant about amateur motocross with him. Yeah. I, he might be on the same page as you a little bit. <laughs> I, I don't but, know. We'll uh, see. Yeah, he's a good friend of mine, and he's an extremely smart guy, too. Um, Quiet so, down. Um, yeah, no, it should be great. Um, also, producing the show over there, holding uh, holding things down, taking your calls. I saw an outline of a possible new Pulp MX app that I'm excited about. <laughs> Travis, what's up? What's happening? How are you? I'm good. How are you? How is your Ryan Dungey chase for the championship <laughs> points looking? He's still winning. <laughs> he has to lose it, in order it to. It might come as a surprise, but yeah, right. he's still in the lead. Um, there was a Friday night team managers meeting with Feld and some managers. I want to talk to you guys a little bit about that. I, I, you know, it's funny they don't want it to leak out a lot, but yet there was. They all were talking. All the yeah. I'm like, hey, how's that meeting? They're like, well, we're not supposed to say. But let me tell you all about it. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about that, um, and also too, of course, Indy, Indianapolis Supercross. Um, were you there? Oh, sir. You were there. Okay. Um, I, I saw him, but I didn't see you. He was with Weimer. I was. Yeah. Shocking. You're not far from wherever Weimer is. Working on my guy. Working on your guy. <laughs> um, don't forget, you can get the show on the TuneIn app. You can listen live on the TuneIn app. You can get it on uh, the Pulp MX app. You can get it on iTunes under the, under the Pulp MX show. There's a Steve Mathis podcast show as well. Fly Racing Moto 60 show on Thursdays. Um, you can also listen to that at noon. And, um, yeah, if you're going to make an Amazon purchase, Go to pulpamex.com. There's an Amazon banner on there. Click on the Amazon banner. Then get your lube, get your sex swing, whatever you need. And then uh, I get a small uh, chunk of that, and we keep the show going. And we're able to uh, get guys like Paul and Randy up here. Although this is actually costing Pulp nothing, right? Uh, no, the, we haven't. Did I? Did we'll, we talk about that? We'll renegotiate that. Okay, the yeah. yeah. I, Commercial break negotiation. More than, anything, more, more than anything, you guys are probably super pumped just to stick it to JT. <laughs> no. <laughs> stick it to JT. You're spicing we like it JT. right now. I think no, maybe, I, maybe it's JT, but I don't have a problem with him. No, we JT all, was in my wedding. Dude, you and JT go <laughs> way back. You and JT go, I don't even know. And, of course, we talked about this maybe the last time you were in here. You're a factory national winning, title winning mechanic, and I taught you how to wash a bike. Yeah. In very days. You're right. You're right. You won't let me forget it. I, I, I'm just saying. Um, Listen to me. All right. So, hey, first up, uh, Nitro Circus. Have you guys been to Nitro Circus? Have either one of you been to Nitro? I've been to one. I uh, went, to, uh, I went to one at Staples Center. Right? It's pretty interesting. I think it's good for, um, you know, like new fans. Like, like I'm not into freestyle. Me so, either. after a while, I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah. Most freestyle things, I'm like, sweet. Saw it 10 minutes ago. The Nitro thing is like, 
I dig all the uh, you know the the wheelbarrows and all the different the, the non motorcycle stuff, the rafts and the <laughs> yeah. and the, uh, the the tricycles. Uh, Nitro Circus twenty five cities uh, coming back. NitroCircus.com. Pastrana, Josh Sheehan, Adam Jones, Bill Cole, Cam Sinclair, and more throwing down the biggest tricks in FMX, including ridiculous ridiculous double backflip. Uh, check them out. NitroCircus.com. It's a it's coming back. Uh, they already did the tour last year. They took a little break. Now they're coming back to all of some smaller cities. And uh, please check them out. NitroCircus.com. We'll probably give away some tickets for Nitro coming down the line. Speaking of giving things away, we are going to give away a Fly Race and F2 Carbon Weston Pike replica helmet. I don't know how we're going to do that. How do you want to do that, Travis? Is this yet another thing that I have to come up with? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Come up with a way to give this helmet away. Okay. Are Either we a li- trivia question. Are, are we allowed to give away answer and pro taper stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We gave away a set of micro bars, which you stuck me with the shipping for. I did. Well, mm-hmm. you stuck me with the international shipping for the grips. Oh, I did. That's right. <laughs> we gave away some grips. And, dude, he Zimbabwe, sends me this, sends me this address. I'm like, this is across the goddamn globe. <laughs> um, and then last time you were here, you brought a micro set of bars. And uh, that ain't cheap to ship, bro. Oh, sorry. It's this long. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we could do that. Absolutely. Fly Racing, of course, uh, you know, the best gear out there. And uh, they're, uh, they're big sponsors of our show. But I think they'll allow it. I think they'll allow it. Because, we'll talk to JT about it. Well, this gets back to what we were going to talk about probably later on the show. Paul, you're a little upset right now. About? Uh, from Photoshopping that is going on. Oh, yeah. And, I don't know if we should talk about that. Well, but, but I, I, I think we should in the sense I, I hate that. Well, I haven't taken the proper um, Here's the thing. steps to fly, rectify it yet. Fly Racing so. pays us a lot of money every year to be right. the presenting sponsors of the show. Right. And we appreciate it. We give a, sh- a lot of fly stuff away. We pump up fly stuff. I would never not allow Randy on the show, Randy Vallade, who I've known forever, and is the answer brand manager. I would not allow him. I would never say, hey, you can't come on the show. Like, not going to happen. Our industry is too small to do that. N- not going to happen. Because, you know what? Next year, maybe flies out, and I need answer to come on or whatever. Not going to be that way. And I hate that in our industry, that we're like that. We're like that a lot, and it bugs the shit out of me. I try like, not to be. We're all in this together. We're yeah. all trying yeah. to do a job. We're all at the races. It's serious stuff, but yet we all have existing relationships. And any three of us could be fired tomorrow. And I could be at Transworld again, and you could be at JT, and you could be at Vortex. Yeah, you never Whatever. Know. Randy's like, I don't know, bro. (laughs) I'm just saying, I don't like it. So anyways, um, we'll talk a little bit about that later on. But hey, first up, Indy Supercross. uh, First up, Randy, um, if that track hadn't been soft and ruddy, we might have been for another boring Santa Clara race. But as it was, it was, as it was, Randy, were you more impressed with Roxon and Dungey beating Jason Anderson by 29 seconds? Or were you more disgusted that they won by 29 seconds because you're a racer uh, i mean yeah i mean the track was obviously as it, as the race went on it got more and more difficult um there wasn't a whole lot of track work between the the 250 and 450 race um i mean but to be honest with you i feel like at dungy and rocks and i bet it'll hold another level all year almost yeah well santa so, clara was that way yeah. there we go yeah. so i mean it's it's hard to say i mean have you ever seen top level riders look more like squids yeah <laughs> I mean, that's okay though. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. But how gnarly must must that have been for what those guys had to do? I I know. I'm sure it was very dangerous. But you look back at like the years, even when I raced Supercross, and I'll admit I wasn't very good. But like I went out there and raced, you know, every weekend, and the tracks were like that. They were rutted. They didn't do nearly as much track prep as it used to be. Atlanta, Indy, St. Louis, um, Pontiac. Yeah, we're talking dragon foot pegs off the face of a triple. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. not fun. No. no. But 
I mean, it's it was cool to actually see something like that again, where it was a little yeah. more difficult than it has been, where it's a freeway. And I was fine with it because, yeah. and we saw that at Indy. Remember, three four years ago, Tomac won. I think it yeah. was worse than than it was this weekend. Yeah. I'm f- I'm totally fine with that. Like, let these guys make mistakes. Yeah. Let them go a little crazy. Yeah, I mean, um, but man, being a racer though, and we talk about you know, Randy, you race tons of supercrosses. Before the finish, like you're like, I'm coming up this dragon, and I'm gonna try to clear. I'm just like, oh, that's got to be such a <laughs> shitty feeling. Like, you're like, I hope I'm in the right rut. Yeah, and I feel like, I mean, yes. I mean, back in the day, you'd look at some of the, the tracks, like even Paul can you know, admit to this. It's the the jump on, jump offs. I had no lips on the end. It was wide yeah. open into a triple with ruts. It's like, eh, yeah. we're going to make it or not? I guess we're going for it anyways, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah. it was cool to see something like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the track did get rutted out, but. Um, I was surprised, Paul, that Roxon seemed to. Now, Roxon didn't win the race. He had a uh, Travis he had the average, faster average lap time, right? Roxon yes. did, which yeah. is very rare. It's That's very crazy. Rare. It happened once last year too. Atlanta okay. won. I think it was like Reed or somebody. Yeah. But the second place guy actually had a faster average lap time. Yeah. That's it happens crazy. like maybe once a year. Right. Yeah, so so yeah. Roxon had the better average lap time. It seemed like Roxon could reel him in whenever. Like, okay, if you if you count the opening laps when Roxon was like sixth or seventh, reeled him in there. Uh, got right up next to him, make, made a mistake, reeled him back in. Yep. Uh, then passed him uh, for a split second. Yeah. Then made a mistake, and then reeled him back in again. Like it seemed like Kenny could do that whenever he wanted. Was there? Did you notice anything when you watched it? Like why he was doing that? Not, not really. Like I, I don't remember. I remember seeing any like crazy good line he had. He was just a bit more intense everywhere. I think, and but it was cool that he was reeling him in on demand. Essentially, did it three or four times, like you said. And, and then, and then things didn't get dirty, but like, I liked the aggression. Yeah, I that thought was, it. I thought it wasn't very aggressive at all. Oh, really? I didn't think so. Jeez. Like, not I, from. I don't know. Definitely not from Dungey. I mean, Roxon was no from Roxon to Dunge. Like, I thought that was. I didn't think it was aggressive. Was I mean, he was. You're racing. Dude, nobody. For, no, I'm, I'm like it. But yeah, nobody does that to Dunge that much. I mean, he came in. <laughs> Roxon had a really good line after the finish line. You go over the little hump jump they had there and oh. he was squaring up the next turn and hitting that double before the mechanics area out of the ruts out yeah. of the ruts oh in a yeah, he line. Was, yeah he would gain on dungy there every lap um i thought literally when he passed dungy that the race was over i thought that was he had it and then he bobbled obviously before the finish line and we, couldn't jump it we talked about that on our podcast if he jumps that finish line it might be over he wins the race I, might I, probably, I feel like he wins right probably I mean, yeah yeah um yeah, it was it was an exciting race. It's probably the most exciting race all year. It was um, good. I loved I agree. it. I, I loved agree. It. Chad told me after Santa Clara. Wait, Santa Clara did Chad tell? When did I don't know? Chad said that they thought that he thought that Dungey and Roxon had been pushing the highest level they'd been. Was that after Santa Clara? Yeah, because that was, that was when Roxon and Dungey was, again. Was Chad on the show or when did he? No, think? no, that was like uh, post race thing. It must have been. Yeah, oh. it, it was a yeah, yeah when you interviewed him. It was. Yep. Um. So he thought that Santa Clara those two had been better than they were all year and. They might have been even better in uh, this in Indy. Yeah. I mean, they won by how long? Well, that's what 20, I see. 29 seconds? 29, well, yeah. Like, not to, like, put you guys on the spot, but, like, what was more – you didn't answer the question, so. Oh. What was more impressive? Like, those two – I'll ask you, Paul, because Randy. <laughs> neither one was answer gear, but Randy's still biased. Um, <laughs> which which one was more impressive? The fact they won or the other guys couldn't keep keep them in sight? Like, Tomac was third. They were still going when Tomac was was third. Like they were like later. They they were pulling away from a little bit. I mean, he wasn't too far. Twenty nine seconds. Well, then he crashed. Right. Anderson crashed. No, Tomac, Tomac crashed. crashed. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. there was that gap, but uh, it was. I mean, that was very impressive what those two guys did. But uh, I mean, neither one of like Anderson came from a little ways back, so you can't really 
judge. He was about eighth or ninth, huh? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah. it's hard to say. Yeah, he got third, but he's 29 seconds back. Well, he he was back there a ways. So I just it's unbelievable that Anderson and Trey past winner, Chad Chad was pretty back there too. Yeah, all, uh, I the, just the, all three of those guys were back yeah, there at the beginning. Yeah. But I mean, Kenny had someone to chase too, and and he had yeah. someone very good to chase, and he has a lot of desire to beat him. I think I, mean, I don't know. It's every every race is situational, and everyone has their own different, mm-hmm. I guess, motivations in different scenarios, and maybe that's why they were so far ahead in Santa Clara, and they're so far ahead, and both those guys got out first, and they're chasing each other. I mean, honestly, it reminds me of when Ferry and I were in Supercross. I bet it does. Like a lot of that, to right? Me. All the time, you'd be chasing down McGrath and. That's what I see when, yeah. I, when I'm at these yeah, races. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Paul Parabinos from Pro Taper. Randy Valade from Answer on the uh, Pulpomex Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming up later, the BTOsports.com tweet at Travis. Send your tweets to at Pulpomex Show. And uh, there's still a little bit of time before he picks the questions. We have the uh, Gear Alloy Cold Call. We're going to call a guy that we all have in common. You grew up with him. I worked for him. And you just know him really well. Nick Way. Yeah. Like did you that. have something? Did you ever work for Nick? Did you ever no. do no. Thank God you All didn't. I do now is sponsor him. Well, Every, actually, not, everybody. Even, not anymore even. Why? Uh, Tedder is rental. Oh, he is? Yeah. Oh. I didn't even know that. Um, it's a good thing you didn't work for Nick Way because all of us that did, we're going to die five years sooner. All of us. I've heard. It's like a fact of life. There's life expectancies, and then if you work for Nick Way, <laughs> you get down, right down a little bit. Uh, so I think we'll call Nick Way on the Gear Ally Cold Call. GearAlloy.com. You need some wheels for your trucks. Help you out. Oh. Uh, X-Brand Goggle Tariffs. X-Brand Goggles. The choice of champions everywhere. Brock Tickle came back with X-Brands this weekend. 14th. Double points First fantasy. First race back, bro. Yep. Can you just cut him some slack? No, no. That's good. Oh, nice. okay. Double All points right. fantasy. All right. Um, what's wrong with... What's race wrong with tech suspension. Well, I thought you were, bagging on, I thought you were getting ready to bag on X-Brand. Oh, no. Why would we brag on X-Brand? Because everyone bags on X-Brand on the show when I bring it up. Oh. I mean, I try not to bag on other... Brands. Yeah. X-Brand, choice of champions everywhere. I don't know about that one. Okay, well, see? <laughs> see? They do also... They also make fun of that. Also, um, race tech suspension emails and uh, NFAB, question of the day in the NFAB JGR check-in. I checked in with Dean Baker. Uh, good old Dean Baker from the NFAB, uh, from the NFAB JGR team. Florida boy. Florida? Yeah. I, I first met Dean Baker when I was like four or five years old. I thought he was Ohio. No. Okay. Born and raised in South Florida. All right. Um, so, yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, Dean Wilson is coming up here. Uh, you wrenched for Dean Wilson for years yep. at the uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit team. Then there was a little while where you guys were fighting. You didn't like each other when <laughs> yeah. you had to work for Baggett. But then you made up now. Yeah. Um, speaking of Dean Wilson, also, too, he's an answer guy. He's an answer and guy. I thought about you a little while ago, Randy, because you came out with these great ads of Will Hahn, Bogle, Dino, Tickle. Tickle. And then no, none of them are racing for a little while. I would, Which, I wouldn't say none of them. Wh- who was one of okay. them? Has at least been on the track. Has it always, has it always <laughs> been one? Yes. Okay. It's always been one. No, I just it was a rough start for yeah, for, for, it, for. I agree, hundred percent. It was you, a rough start. You uh, you sponsored the Star Racing Team last year. Uh, this year you went in the 450 direction and you had a, a nice lineup to start the season. You're like ah, all good guys, good uh, personalities, uh, all fast, all factory dudes. Yep. And then, like the sport, what happens in this sport, which we see all the time, people get hurt. Yeah, people get hurt. Yeah. So, uh, but now they're back for the most part, except for Wilbur and Dean. And Dean. No fault of the gear. Gear's for their fine. Gear's fine. <laughs> Gear's fine. He says. Gear's fine. Yeah. There's serious shit going on with those guys. We may be, we may get Pookie up here at some point to talk about her Britney Spears concert. I hope so. Experience that Kenny Watson hooked her up with. Pookie, yeah. come up here. Uh, 
<laughs> Britney's, good drop. Britney's dad came by. Britney Spears' dad came by to to say hi to him. Isn't and that Jamie Lynn Spears? Or is that the that's daughter? Sister. That's a sister. Oh. The dad is... I What's don't the dad's know. name? I, I thought know. his name's Jamie Lynn, too. No. no that's right. the daughter's, bro. I don't know. He always comes to uh, yeah, like MX Sports Race and MX like Sports he, Races he and, and cooks. He goes Lynn's. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah. so we'll maybe try to get her up here in a little bit. And um, uh, Oh, by the way, too, um, if either of you guys need a tire, Michelin Star Cross 5. It's brand new out. And uh, whatever you thought of Michelin tires before, forget all that because the Michelin Star <laughs> Cross 5 is fantastic. Hey, I use Michelin tires on Blackfoot in Canada. I did you too. You did? That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I did too for the two races. Um, uh, Michelin Starcross 5, excellent performance over a wider range of conditions and terrain. Unlike competitor brands, the expanded offering are 21 sizes. Uh, ensure fitments for all off-road motocross and vintage bikes. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Uh, Starcross 5, four versions, hard, medium, soft, or sound. Endorsed by Chris Kiefer. Which, by the way, Kiefer told me to tell you both of you guys hi tonight. Oh, I like Kiefer. I like Kiefer. He's cool, yeah. Again, I work for Racer X. I wouldn't have Kiefer in if I was a dick like some people in the motocross industry. Right. I'd be like, fuck you, Kiefer. You can't come on the show. Can't I'm not we like all that. get along? You can Photoshop his logo off or something. Right, exactly. I'm not right. going to do that. Yep. Michelin introduces a new off-road and motorcycle tire. Uh, Michelin Starcross 5 pushes the boundaries of off-road performance. Michelin Starcross 5. Michelin Starcross 5. MichelinMotorcycles.com. Um, hey, what do you guys know? What do you know? Why do you point Britney at? Spears' dad's name. Jamie. It's Jamie. See? Well, Fuck you did off. say Jamie Lynn. And her mom's name is Lynn. Oh, maybe I'm morphing them? No, the sister's name is Jamie Lynn. Oh, I know. Yes. name is Jamie Lynn. I yes. put it on the Google, and it says Jamie. I feel like I... Dad is Jamie. Mom is Lynn. I looked it up, too. Yeah, you like See? that? Yeah. Boom. Okay, I, I apologize. Did, I did it quickly, so I didn't get yelled at for you yeah, on my no, phone, Yeah, no, yeah, please. Is your phone on silent? Uh, yeah, it's off. RJV, your phone yeah. on silent? I know you have a wife and a child. It she just called, and I didn't even answer it. Fantastic. <laughs> Good to hear. Fantastic. 702-586-7857. Pulp, uh, give us a call anytime. Uh, Randy Valade, the Paul Parabinos in studio. Uh, first up, on the night, Evan. What's going on, Evan? How are you? Hey, what's up, Steve? Nothing. What's happening? Not much, man. Hey, Randy, another Michigan boy here, too. Nice. Oh, boy. Here we go. Here we go. Nice. <laughs> I like the Michigan hey, boys. The oh, man. The Mafia's got to stick together, right? That's right. That's right. Hey, I got a question. Um, what's up with riders when they are on the podium? Uh, even if they get a podium, you know, a lot of them are saying uh, you know, they, they blame their bad ride on, on being sick or being ill. Uh, you know, these riders and the athletes, you know, being in the shape that they're in, I'm, I'm assuming they're pretty healthy. You know, so their immune system's got to be up. Why? Why are they always, you know, falling back on? Oh, I was sick, or you know, ego. Yeah, t- tell it, t- expand. What, oh, you, what do you think? Yeah. Ego. I don't know. That's my. I mean, sometimes riders just can't say, "Hey, I got beat." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel yeah. like if you're sick and you're still on the podium, that you are probably fine. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Th- there, there is well, a lot I, of guys yeah. who say, "I was sick all week. I didn't ride." Now, having said that, Jeremy Martin. I heard from somebody who really knows him well. He did not ride since the Easter break. He's been sick, for reals. But he was still good. He still yeah, could have had a no, shot no, no, winning No, no, no. I don't think yeah. you blame him for, for tripling, cartwheeling into the tabletop. But I'm saying, in that case, he was sick. But yeah. there are guys all the time that you hear. I feel like when you're at that level, if you don't ride for a week, you're still fine. Right? I mean, you've ridden the prior 5,900 weeks that you've been racing <laughs> your whole entire life, right? Dude, I mean, come Larry, on. At Triple X days, Big Bird, Larry Ward. Yeah. I doubt he rode three or four times all summer nationals. Once he got going, once he did his preseason, I don't think. I think he was hunting. And he was doing like his mechanic he, was pumped. 
top five or six every weekend yeah. on a Super DF. Maybe they want like, to get burned out. Right. Everybody's different. Everybody. Yeah. Some guys have to get their freaking three days in, and they'll, uh, they're a nervous wreck on the weekend if they don't. They're like, oh, I didn't get my – and other guys are like, oh, I didn't get the ride this week, I'm, but I'm fine. Jeff Ward swears, told us a story, why again and I, he rode 90-something straight days. I've heard He a would ride in story. the morning before the flight. He would ride on Sunday when he got back. 90 straight days he rode for. He I said it that. became so bad, such an obsession, he would just get on the bike and like – you know, only ride for 20 minutes or something, but he had to ride. Yeah. So, um, Light days, but lots of them, right? So, Evan, you have a point. Yeah, you're right. Um, it, it does happen yeah, with these I guys. Mean, the, the only reason why I brought it up, I was actually listening to uh, one of your first podcasts with Pastrana today, and he was talking about, you know, how he was throwing up during practices and still going out and winning motos and everything, you know. Mm-hmm. From, what I, from what I recall, you know, I, I don't really ever remember him saying anything about stuff like that on the podium, but it seems like it's happening more and more. You know, with some of these newer riders coming up through the 250s and stuff. So, yeah, no, absolutely, no, it's a good point, and both of these guys have noticed it. I've noticed it too. So, yeah, not much you can. Cool. And as a guy in the sport writing about it, you can't really call BS from my point of view. Like, you're like, what am I going to do? I don't right. know what to do. It could yeah. be really sick. Well, like, I yeah. wasn't sure yeah. if it was like a sponsorship thing too. You know, maybe they're, you know, maybe it was like a bike problem or something. They just don't yeah. want to put their sponsors or you know their ride on blast. Um, you know? That happens sometimes. That I would think. Plenty, sure. Yeah, yeah that yeah. would happen. So, all right, thanks, Evan. Cool. Thanks, Thank man. Guy, hey, guy emailed me today and said, uh, why don't you talk about how these energy drinks are pulling a big farce on everybody? Those, <laughs> those energy drinks are full of water on the podium. Why don't you ever talk about that? I'm like, I feel like this is common knowledge. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we all know they're not drinking Red Bull or Monster on the podium. You can't. Yeah. yeah. Pretty I mean, sure Ryan Dungey's not cracking a Red Bull after he wins. Yeah. Don't yeah. we? I mean, come on. Isn't this common knowledge? This guy was very pumped at his Walter Cronkite-like abilities at discovering this. And I'm like, I mean, we talked about it. I'm just like, oh, okay. Uh, Dave, what is going on? How's, what's happening? All right. I got two questions. Okay. okay. Doesn't Ryan Morris test for KTM? Yes. Okay. Now, saying that, why hasn't Suzuki hired somebody like Burner, Metcalf, somebody that's been riding for Suzuki's for a year, and do their testing for them? Uh, they have no money. They, they have, probably have no money to pay somebody. I, I honestly don't know for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, because rocks, you know, rocks and the Stewart, and you know, they all, you know, they're just finally getting, you know, rocks are right. finally happy with some of the stuff, and this is at the end of the season. I mean, they should have somebody like, you know, two months ago starting for the outdoor setup, sir. Honestly, you know? Dave, Red Dog was hired to test for Stu back in the Yamaha days. He could not ride Stu's setup. Well, I know. Yeah, Stu's different than everybody else. His forks are made of concrete, and yes, his, right. his back, his rear end is softer than a, a loaf of bread. Right, yeah, but to get the basic stuff, you know, like, you know, it's just, it's crazy. Resources. Um, yeah, no. I mean, KTM uh, sells more motorcycles. Yeah. They can have more staff. It's, I mean, KTM is taking over the world, Paul, and you were at the Vulcan Squad. I want to talk to you about the GP. You were just there. And I went there. to the factory after that. Yeah, okay. So, again, so KTM has the money. They have the budget. They are wide open. All balls in, balls deep, however you want to say it. They are balls deep in the sport. They are just balls yeah. deep. In the sport, yeah, but You're right, but, but, but <laughs> Jesus, just, just, they're just yeah. banging the that's sport how, as motocross. Yeah, that's how KTM got there now. But before they were they garbage were resources. I mean, they, you know, but, not in. The, I'm not talking about the '90s, but before, you know, just bang, banging, Dave, banging at the sport. Yeah, yeah. All right, man, yeah, all right, Dave. Thanks, bud. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. Um, you hang up on him. Yeah. We got to go. Dean Wilson's coming up. Nash, uh, real quickly, you want to talk to Paul about Loretta Lens? Gentlemen, gentlemen, great, great studio, full Steve. Thanks as always. 
Uh, Parabinus had a, a question. There was a qualifier near us here in okay. New Jersey, and when I heard you're on the show tonight, you know, I remember you being on the show a couple of times, and you really talked about how you prepared. And for an everyday guy with an everyday job, even though you're in the heart of uh, Southern California, yeah, what was it like for you as a, as a guy who, who's holding down a job? How, put it into terms for us here. Um, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Putting in a job, he can go to Comp Edge and call it testing, Nash. Okay. Ask Randy. Is, 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 Randy. Randy. Hey, you're going to take that from that guy. Come yeah. on. Hold on. Hold hey, on. Randy. I have somebody to vouch for. Hey. Randy seems upset here. Yeah, I am upset because I had to actually change my program a little bit just so that Paul could make it to the rail ends and do his own program. Like, <laughs> we really enjoy to go to lunch places that aren't so-called healthy. Well, those days were, those days were over. Oh, I heard so, from, from mutual friends and no one took Loretta's more seriously than Paul. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, if you're going to do something, you got to do it right. Hey, I agree, man. And, and, and I mean, Dude. look, Hey, he won. He's a champion. Number one. I mean, I, I, Legit. My, they didn't have their rifles on, you know, for the sportsman class, but I mean, we can get through that. Oh boy. Here we go. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, it doesn't oh, say sportsman on the number one plate. Bitch. Well, it should. It should have a picture um, of a rifle. On he it. thinks I should have carried a rifle and shot a target every lap. Yeah, like the they do in the Olympics. When they, hey, like when they do it, like <laughs> sportsman, bro. Uh, Cross country skiing, they stop and shoot targets. That's how the thirty plus sportsman should have been. <laughs> well, well, Steve, you rode sportsman class in the GNCC. Similar? No. No, I rode the industry class, fifth place at the Ironman. No, you're killing it. You're killing yeah. it. Thanks, Nash. Any, anyway, Nash, my advice to you is um, what I did is I would work out every night when I went home just for an, an hour, and then I would ride on the on weekends. Tucker Rocky's and money. I'd have one day to okay. ride on the weekends, and I'd just make it a long, hard now, day. But I didn't ride during the week. Randy had to go to some races representing Pro Taper when he didn't really? want to, right? What? No. no Where I do you get I, this from? I thought I remember about, seeing you. I heard, you were, I heard yeah, Weimer. I got to cover for Paul. I, we no, I covered, I covered eight new products that year. Okay. Yeah, I covered for Paul at one event, but that was only because he was somewhere else. I had nothing oh, to do okay. with Ireland's training. Right. What, about, no, he, what about, I heard, was Weimer heavily involved? I heard Weimer had a big hand. He did. He had a huge hand. Oh, race. God, here we go. He did. He had a huge Love hand. Barsha yeah. had a huge hand in Weimer's race this weekend. Oh, boy. <laughs> How bad does it have to be for Barsha to apologize to you, which is what Barsha did? He did? Yeah. yeah. Stop it. Jake said that Barsha came up to him after the race. I haven't talked to Jake if, about this. If if Bam Bam apologizes, it had to have been so dirty. I watched the video of it. And, it was pretty dirty. Yeah, yeah, it was dirty. And Weimer, yeah. what a class act as always. You know, you interview him. He he's class, keeps it classy. You, can you do a podcast with Jake? You need to do that. I think I've done one, haven't I? I don't know. We're fighting right now. Weimer and I aren't good. We're fighting. Oh, boy. Well, you got to get back in there for negotiations. Well, if he, right hey, he fucked up. He, he needs to get off his wallet, Nash. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why he didn't want to do it for free. That's what I don't understand. He's national number 12. He's a 2000. I was giving him such good publicity. I think he, West I, champion. I feel like he just should have let that ride out. That sticker deal. To me, to me, when you, if I was a pro rider, which I'm far from, and not close, it's like a Pulp MX sponsorship is a gift that keeps on giving. It's, Thank you. It, it's, Thank you. It's endless. Thank the opportunities. You know, quality interviews, insightful. He also you know, has to. He also has to hear from Steve's um, riding tips every every night. Which Steve Steve, Steve came into the RCH semi this weekend and offered his points. To what Jake. did I say? He said, "Hey Jake, stay out of the ruts." Boom! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Boom! Uh, Thank you. Help us. All right, hey guys, have, have a great show. Thanks for everything, fellas. Cheers. Thanks, Cheers. Nash. See you, man. Appreciate See you, Nash. it. Uh, Celebrating 20 years of intelligent race design, Vortex Racing, leading manufacturer of MX race components. Babbitt's 
Uh, Kawasaki uses Vortex bars and sprockets. Yosh uses Vortex sprockets. Chad Reed uses Vortex sprockets. 29% stronger, their, uh, their handlebar. It's a fantastic company. And uh, great bars and sprockets, Paul. Just fantastic quality components uh, that's used by some of the best race teams out there. Yeah. You got it. And what, <laughs> Why are you just staring at him the whole time you say that? He likes to I make it awkward. It, right? I love it. Vortex is welcoming our first guest of the night here. He's Red Bull KTM's Dean Wilson. Dino, what's up, man? Oh, not too much. Actually, just put on a scary movie. What'd oh, you put on? Uh, Dead Silence, it's called, on Netflix. So <laughs> we just had some dinner, and now we're just chilling. Are you still using my Netflix account, or do you have your own now? Not, uh, well, I'm definitely not paying for a Netflix account. It was actually a few years back, some fan gave me his Netflix account, and I've honestly used it for like the past five years. <laughs> a fan gave you their Netflix account. I can't afford this twelve ninety nine a month. <laughs> the ladies and gentlemen, oh, this shit. is how the rich stay richer. Seriously. It's oh, how the rich stay richer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, Dino, uh, yeah, thank you for coming on the show. We want to touch base with you. Obviously, uh, Paul Parabinos, your old national winning uh, mechanic, uh, Randy Vallade from Answer, and myself, you know, you wrote for Canada once at his nation, so we all have a specific tie to you. Um, look, you, you uh, tore your ACL in Supercross, then you got an infection, you had to go back to Belgium, which, by the way, you were in Brussels, what'd you say, a week before that uh, bomb went off? Yeah, exactly. A week before. Dude, gnarly. Got lucky for sure. Yeah. Oh, it is crazy. But anyways, how's it going? Like, how's the depression level on a scale of 1 to 10? How is the depression level right now? No, depression level's gone now. Like, I'm going going upwards, you know. Like, at first the depression was really bad because, you know, it's pretty... You know, I put in a lot of effort and work this Mm offseason. I feel like I was going to have a good season and... Obviously, to blow my knee out for the second year uh, on such a great team and being a contract year, mm-hmm. it was pretty upsetting to me. And, and um, yeah, I was not going to lie. It was actually a bit depressing. But, yeah. But now, like, I'm, I'm, I'm working hard on therapy and I'm cycling and I'm doing everything I can. And I'm just really enjoying that because uh, the first, like, five, six weeks was measurable with that staph infection and right. I couldn't do anything. So anyways, yeah, I mean, we're all good now. I just want to keep working hard and that's what keeps me happy. So, Dude, the, the staph infection thing, like I've never had it. I've read about athletes who have it. That seems scarier than the surgery itself, right? Like, is it just, well, how bad does it hurt or what does it do? Does it get all like gangrene and stuff or what is it like? Well, my knee kept swelling and swelling and it caused me so much pain. I couldn't sleep at night. And um, it was just, it was tough because I had to keep getting my knee drained. And then I started getting blood tests done to see if I, you know, if, if mm-hmm. there were signs of, of infection and, I got my knee drained five times overall, and obviously that's not right. So no, no. it was just a nightmare. And and uh, the scary thing about it is that if it got bad enough, they'd have to take the graft off my ACL, which is the very the most important part, because what a staph infection does is like it eats the inside. It's almost like oh, flesh eating disease. Dude. So, anyways. I got lucky. We got it cleaned up. It sucked. I had to fly all the way back to Belgium just to do that. And then I sat in the hospital for six days and didn't do anything. Just sat with the IV in my arm, 
with the an- antibiotics. So, Jeez. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, after going up through all that, like, I'm just happy where I'm at now, and I'm, things are going really good. So, have either one of you guys had staff? Yeah. Have you guys ever had it? No. No, oh, God. It just seems like, like worse, like I said, worse than a surgery. Like, just yeah. the pain is supposed to be unreal. Um, do you hope to make it back by some outdoors? Yeah, that's definitely the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm i not going to rush back, obviously. I mean, I, I would just, obviously, I'll just come back when I, I feel right. 100% and ready. That's do, all I can really do. Do we, you know, just like just like mechanics or brand managers or producers of the show, doctors have bad days. Do we blame the doctor for the first fix at all? Was there any issues with it? Um, no, I don't know. I, okay. I, I think there was, I think there was definitely a few weaknesses on my knee. Okay. Uh, going into like, I, I definitely would say that my knee compared to my bad knee compared to my good knee, it wasn't stronger by any means. So, okay. Yeah, I mean, whether, it's one of those things that happens, man. You see it, like, just like everybody, doctors aren't perfect, you know? Yeah, you never know. I don't know. I don't want to say anything, but... Right. Yeah, it just sucks because, obviously, last year, you know, it's like, I'm on such a great team. Mm-hmm. And, um... You got answer gear on? I mean... Yeah, I got my answer gear on, and things are good, and then I blew my knee out after the third round of Supercross. January 24th. The next year, I'm like, okay, this is going to be it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. Want a heat raise? Want a heat raise? And then, guess what? Guess what the date was? I blew my knee out. I don't, I'm scared to ask. What was it? January 24th, same day. <sighs> really? It was really the same day? I got surgery uh, last year, January 28th. This year, I got it January 29th. Wow. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I feel for you, man. Anyways, it's, it's, it, it's one of those things that's just... Seems like since you won the national title, it's been one thing after another. Um, yeah, whether and whether Parabino's ditching you at Jeff Ward Racing or whatever, yeah, it's it's Here these we things. Go. Wow, what I mean, you know, all these another heartbreak. Um, <sighs> hey, how was what was Paul like as a mechanic? Was he <clears throat> like we <laughs> talked about his Loretta Lynn title before we got you on the phone, and I heard from some mutual friends. We all probably know who they are, Stan Struman. That <laughs> that that no one took Loretta's more seriously than Parabinos. Was he that way as a mechanic? Was he intense? Uh, I wouldn't say he was, like, intense as a mechanic. Uh, but, no, he definitely took Loretta's serious. We <laughs> we actually did most together. It was quite fun because I'd give him, like, a 45-second star, <laughs> and then I'd catch him. And I, I would, like, catch him pretty good, like, you know, mm-hmm. at the beginning. But then by the end, I was really catching him. So that's when I <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, but it was fun. But as a mechanic, Paul was definitely one of the best mechanics I ever had because he didn't he have me, just but... went above and beyond. Like he didn't just work on my bike; he would cut up my jerseys. We mm-hmm. just had such a good routine, and and he and he knows like shouldn't not, your gear like, guy he knows cut your a jersey? Lot about writing is the thing, you know, like with lines and stuff. And uh-huh. He can also read your mood, like whether to say the right or wrong things, and. Okay. Yeah. Well, you didn't have me I'm as a wrench. I'm glad he's married, or I would have married him. So. so. <laughs> well, that's what made. That's got, what I hey, got this wiener between my legs. That's the problem. Dino. That's what made that knife in the back so bad when he went to bag it, because of all the things that you know, and just, just, just the, 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 Why do you come here? The knife, I don't know. right? Leave. Like going to bag it, like. God. Oh man. 
Remember, no you, uh, you guys no were comment. you guys were enemies for a little bit. You were frenemies. The the love. Yeah, we, we were we were no, we weren't even frenemies. We we're straight enemies for like a year, but we got. We oh, got was it that long? It. Okay, I hated to see that. I like both of you guys. That, that's I hated yeah, it too. We had to have a little Starbucks meeting and chat at. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um. So you hope to make it back by the end of the year. That's good. Yeah, definitely for sure. Hey, have you? I mean, obviously your contract's up. You're going to be looking for a ride. What are the chances that you go to the GPs? Is that something that you've even thought no, of? Or I, okay, I've maybe he stays people. where he's at, Steve. I know. I'm maybe. I'm just I've saying. I've had people treat me like, I've like on Facebook and stuff. Like this guy's like big rumor. Dean Wilson going to the GPs. I haven't spoke to one team from the GPs, so I don't know where all this comes from. But as for next year, I mean, it just. It, it kind of sucks to be where I'm at. I've never been in this position where mm-hmm. I've never – don't even know what I'm doing. But, uh, I mean, all it really takes is, you know, I, people look at me as a injury-prone writer, and I'm not disagreeing with that. I've been injured the past, right. you know, few years, and whatever that is what it is. But it's just going to take somebody just to believe in me and, yeah, that's it really. I mean, uh, I, there's not much else I can say because – I know how people are going to look at me now, but I just kind of need a chance to show myself. You know, you look at the way I look at it, it was like I was riding really well this off season, and then mm-hmm. uh, you know, first couple of races, you know, first race was okay, top like a solid top ten. I came from behind, and then second race, I won my heat race, and then I kind of sucked in the main. But you know, it's just about having races under your belt. Because if you look mm-hmm. at Marvin Muskin at the beginning of the season and then look out on Medway 3, he was just knocking at podium. Yeah. And that's where I would have liked to be. But then you got to, yeah. you know, I, I just having races under your belt, you know, it's like, like I, I don't want to, like, step on anyone's toes or anything, but when you watch James Stewart, like, I feel like he just needs races under his belt and then he'll get better and better, whether he gets a 10 and then a Eight. You know what I'm saying? It's right. Yeah. No, I, I get it. Um, and I've missed so many races, and but honestly, I, don't know. I, I, I can do, do my best. If I'm you, I go into Roger's office. I go into Mike Webb's office. I go into McCarty's office, and I just bring in the DVD of the heat race win, and I put it in, and I just sit back and maybe light a smoke. Just sit back with your arms and go like, or smoke, like suck on that heat race win, bro. Suck on that heat race win, and then you walk out. Because, uh, look, heat race win or not, like, that's legit to me. When you can do that, that tells me something, that shows me something. Um, so that's what I would do. That's, that's my, if you want an agent, I'll be your agent. I'll bring that DVD in. I'll put it in. I'll be like, uh, check this out. Okay. We can work with I'll speed. The GP thing, though, I think it comes from you had said one time a while ago, you would like to do the GPs before it's all said and done. So I think that's where it's coming from a little bit from some people. You know, I, yeah, but it, it was the same as last year. I mean, I had, I had a two-year contract with KTM, and then people were saying you go to GPs. They're like, "Oh, he's going to GPs." I'm like, "I'm with KTM next year." But yeah, it's like, not that I don't want it. I mean, I I would love to do the GPs at some point, but mm-hmm. it's not right now. When I really wanted to do the GPs was I really wanted to try and when I was on lights was try and win a lights championship and then try and win. Uh, the same year, like a world champion. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be cool to be a world champion. Uh, all right. Hey, let, 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 let's get to some phone calls here. Uh, Ryan, you've been on hold for a while. Uh, what's your question for Dean Wilson? Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. 
Dean, I noticed that you've been paying attention to the MXGP series as well as Supercross this year, and my question is, the racing when compared to each other, which has been more exciting? Uh, that's a good question. Um, this weekend in Argentina, when I watched it, it was actually kind of exciting. There were some good battles going on, but I just feel like when I watch the GPs, like I get midway through and I just get kind of bored. Like everyone's kind of spaced out, and like 450 class isn't as bad, but 250 class I don't even really watch it just because Herlings is gone by 30 seconds, and then I don't know. There's not like crazy amounts of battles. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and the 450 class is actually really good right now in the GPs. But watching Supercross, I, I'm definitely, I don't know if it's because it's shorter or what, but I'm just more uh, in tune watching Supercross right now. All right. There you go, Dean. Thank or Ryan, thanks for calling. Thank you, guys. Have a uh, appreciate it. Gibbs, no what's problem. up, man? How are you? Hey, how's it going? Good work. Yeah, that, that, those staph infections, though, they can be uh... – they could be darnly. My buddy had a uh, buddy had one from an ACL MCL. Battled it for like two years after. Jeez, did you did you get it from a polar bear? No, 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 <laughs> okay. no, no polar bear. All right, just uh, asking because Gibbs was up, Gibbs is up in the Arctic Circle. Drinking. I could I could sense that from the accent. Yeah, he's in the Arctic Circle. So, uh, Gibbs, what's your question? What's your question for Dean Wilson? Oh, I, I was curious. Where in Canada did you live, Dean? I used to live in Airdrie, which was uh, just outside Calgary. I don't know if you. Know where Airdrie is. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, pretty much just Calgary. All right, Gibbs, thanks for calling. No way. Yeah, yeah cheers. Yeah. Real, cool, cool. Real interesting call, Gibbs. Keep it up. <laughs> uh, oh, that was mean. All right, let's that was, go. That was mean. Uh, Hal, what's going on? You got a question for Dean Wilson, Hal? Yeah, hey, dudes. Uh, great show tonight, man. Thank you. Uh, Dean, definitely uh, one of my favorite writers, man. Uh, Me too. Me too. Old guy, man. Grew, grew up in uh, in the '70s and '80s motocross. Met my wife at the track way back when. And I got to tell you, man, the, the the way I pick my favorite riders are just by their professionalism. You know, the way they carry themselves, the way they promote our sport. Wow. Uh, it's fucking awesome. And uh, and to see these kids come over from Europe, Roxon, Muskin, and uh, and Dean. What do you guys feel about the American motocross scene, and how do you feel about the fans? Because, you know, for my seat, man, it's so good to see you guys come over and do so well. And uh, keep, keep keep ripping, dude. Get, heal up. Can't wait to see you back on the track, and uh, I wish you the best, brother. All right. Thanks, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. What do you think about American uh, fans, Dino, coming over when you first came? I mean, obviously you were in Canada for a while, but um, what do you think about American fans when you first got on the scene? I think they're all really good. I mean, they're all good to me. I mean, obviously, you're always going to get, you know, a few people that aren't that cool, but that's just part of it, you know. That's nothing compared to if we're basketball players or whatever. Those guys get a lot of, you know, a lot yeah. of flack. But there's always this one guy. I'll always remember it because the guy was really angry. Every time I did an interview with Racer X, and he would comment underneath all capital letters, and it was it was probably for like five years in a row. Anytime I was on Racer X, and he'd say, "You and Kristoff, and it's all capital letters. Poor, you like go P O O R. Poor. So, you guys are Euro trash, and need to go back to your country. <laughs> that was wow. me, Dean. It, it was part. That, that was me. That was to, that was to pay yeah, you wait, back Paul, for the for the joke you played on me on Vital. 
Yeah, I was just going to say that. That <laughs> was like before I really knew you. That was a good one. Yeah. What happened? We just got, I don't know if, I don't know when it was. It was probably, I just started working for Dean. Mm-hmm. And um, somebody made a shit comment about Ryan Morris getting landed on Anaheim. Okay. And I Dodger Stadium. You mean? I, I this is the problem I have with social media. I try to stay off it, but if it they if someone that doesn't know anything about anything or, or whatever insults one of my personal friends, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I have to defend them. So I def- like got after this guy. And it was like pop the clutch or something. This is this idiot's name? It's fucking Dean. He's like stirring. <laughs> he's he created an account and he's he's talking shit at me on purpose about this incident. And I found out two days later, it's fucking him. Oh, that's a good one, though. I yeah. like it. It was good. I had him fired up. Oh, I, was, I was pissed. I like it. It's good. Uh, Vortex Racing, you bringing you a Dean Wilson, Red Bull, KTM's Dean Wilson, Vortex Racing. Uh, email Jake at Vortex Racing for a killer discount. Uh, mentioned the Pulp MX 2016 show. Great sprockets and bars. Fantastic company. Vortex Racing, you bringing you Dean Wilson uh, on the Pulp MX show tonight. Uh, so, Dino, um, uh, what... The, are you going to go to any more races? Do you have to go to sign or anything else? Or what, what do you kind of do to keep busy besides rehab? Um, I mean, I've honestly not been very good at any of that just because after the surgery and then with the staff infection and everything, I couldn't even do anything. So now that I'm good and healthy and I'm on my feet and things are going really sweet, I'm going to come to New York. Um, so that will be, that'll be good. I'm looking forward to that. You're going to wear your Timberlands? That. Do you, should I? Yeah, I think that'd be sweet. <laughs> I'll, I'll walk up in style. I'll wear the holes in the jeans next. <laughs> Dino always does dress pretty, like pretty spiffy. He's like he's like a cross with between Euro Euro uh, classy guy and um, you know American classy JT ish. He's from Great Britain. Set, uh, Steve. Yeah. I said with the holes in the jeans. Yeah, the holes in the jeans and and like you, like I don't know I don't know how JT style compares to yours, but I feel like you guys could maybe have a style off a little bit. JT air shocks and true religions. Oh no! Yeah, you know Dino had JT's haircut before JT. <laughs> yeah, Dino brought that haircut. Yeah, isn't that the isn't that the uh, the supercross haircut? The supercross haircut. Yeah, <laughs> the Macklemore. No, no, it's the Supercross haircut. It's Supercross haircut. haircut. Well, Dino it's brought it over first. Star, hey, it's the Supercross star kit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. <laughs> you, you brought it over first, Dino. You really did, I think. I've got to say, I feel like I, I was one of the first, and I got kind of some flack for it, and people were laughing, and then, you know, two years later, they all had it. But I think Dean was yeah. also the innovator of the, um, uh, the getting in the garbage can at the National. No, 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 I'm not no. That. no. Garbage, garbage can Porcel? was garbage can was McGrath, bro. Honda days. What? Yes. Oh, yes. All right. I'll be garbage quiet. can was McGrath, uh, Yogi, those dudes back right, in the never day. Mind. Yep. So, uh, but I, I, Purcell is the innovator of uh, the French Quarter. The French Quarter. Yeah. Behind the truck. With yeah. His, with his man. It friend. was in the lounge for a while. <laughs> he, he well, he would take over the lounge and wouldn't turn on the AC, like it warm. And we'd go in there. We're like, dude, it's so hot in here. But he loved it. That's where he'd and hang he, out. What was his French buddy's name? Uh, I don't remember. Steve, you weren't very impressed with the uh, bike on, on the track, huh? What did he say? In, pra- in practice? Or, yeah, when he crashed and he walked off the track. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I did not like that. I did not. You weren't happy with that. No, way. you do not leave your bike on the track. If you're fine, and he was walking off, so he was fine. He walked literally two miles from one end of the stadium <laughs> to the other. Bring your bike with you. Do you. Are you with me, Paul? But he was, like, wrecking his bike. He was, like, wrecking his clothes off. 
Yeah. <laughs> I had him in fantasy, so I was pretty upset about that whole thing. I gotta give but him then cre- he came back, so I mean, I, I gotta I'm give, not mad at him. I got to give him credit. Three laps before he set the fast lap, he cartwheeled that was hard. Gnarly. Yeah, that was nice. And then knowing Purcell, I have to admit, I'm like, well, he's done. Something's up. He'll be done. And Still I, got the super and lap. And he in. came back three laps later and set the fastest qualifying time. But then yeah. in the heat, he left his bike there. You never leave your bike there. Ryan Dungey always pushes his bike back, and Ryan Dungey's a supercross champion of the world. I'm just saying. Of the world. Of the world. Of the world. You know, you know uh, Steve, when I'm really just looking for some info, I, I actually stalk your Twitter page. Like, I, I type in Paul Pimmett just to look <laughs> yeah, at I don't, I don't follow. Not hitting the follow button, but uh-huh. we're going to do a little stalk. You, you, do you follow anybody? You never used to follow anybody. Is, I follow just some, like, some, like, uh, just funny pages. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just to make me laugh. I think Kobe Bryant was his first follow. Because for a long time, Bino followed no one. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, nobody. Nobody, which I like. You know who else does that now? Huh? Hurlings. Oh. Well, never. Lump yourself in with Hurlings. It's a strong category there. (laughs) He's a great guy. Fantastic, dude. You could could still be in the 250 class. (laughs) Steve doesn't like Hurlings. I just, I just, I've heard, have you heard some of the off-track things Hurlings has done and said? Yeah. To people. Standoffish. You know, right? Like, you're just like, come on, bro. Yeah. Anyways, I, hear you. I haven't heard it. Can you explain? Dino, I'll, I'll text you. When you're, in your, when you're in GPs next year, Dino, you can talk to him. You can, Jeez, you can, you can hang Jeez, out with him. Keep it real. Keep it real with the fans and let us know what you're talking about. Um, well, there was well, he was dating Tonus' sister, wasn't he? Oh, what does she look that like? Was that story where Tonus' dad was trying to rip the door off the morum. <laughs> I like this story, too. Yeah, yeah he was, because uh, what, at Hurling's, uh, did you start swearing at her or something? I don't know. I don't wow. know. Don't know why. Where do you get this stuff? <clears throat> Who knows this stuff? Everybody yeah. knows this stuff. It's common knowledge. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah, but that was when he was younger. I think he's. Oh yeah. He's so hey, that's because we got work to do, Paul. We don't. We don't. No, no, no. I'm. I'm media. going testing at Comp Edge during the week. Oh, that's yeah. right. I forgot. <laughs> well, yeah, good, you don't do hey, anything. Either. Good luck to Hurlings and MX2 this year. Good luck to them. We're all pulling for them. Way to rack up those GP wins. We're all hundredth win this weekend. Yeah, we're very excited for them. It's great. Great job, <laughs> Jeffrey. He's Salty. Those yep. Oh yeah, no, no. The uh, b- there was a rule about being winning two years and having to leave, but they got rid of that for KTM. Then there was a rule where it was twenty three and they changed it to twenty four. They got rid of that for KTM and hurling. So it's almost over, over yeah. Steve. He'll be MX one next year. Wait, he says MX2 he's not. Twenty four now. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, but he's only what twenty one. Is he? Yeah, twenty one. Yeah, he's only twenty one. I'm not as angry about Hurlings as I was in the past because he, after all, he's missed the last two years with serious injuries. Right. So I'm not as angry. As, I wouldn't say you know. he missed them. Well, he, he got hurt. Oh well, yeah, he pulled he his was, fingertip off. He was off. there, and then yeah, he had some bad luck. I think some of the reasons he gets hurt is because he thinks he can do anything on that bike. That's possible. I really think that talking to some guys See, over there. Who's some of your enemies these days? Uh, really, nobody knew. Dino. I don't think. I, I, Josh Hansen has no. Oh no, Hanny and I are bros. <laughs> no way, dude. I just talked to him in the text last week. Uh, I talked to him after oh, Santa. He, uh, huh? he was really. He talked some really funny stuff about you when oh, we were all on PC. Yeah, no, he hated me. He yeah, wanted, was he, funny. He told me I made his grandpa cry, and um, yeah, he wow. hated me. But then you know what? Dude, I, I heard this really funny story. Uh, of Hanny from Santa Clara Press Day. Did you guys hear? Yeah, yeah, I wrote, yeah. yeah, I wrote about it. He hit a cyclist in the <laughs> Press Day. Yeah, that's what I heard. And then, like, they're like, Dude. 
the like ambulance showed up and the fire truck. The, yeah, because anytime there's any sort of incident, the stadium people call the police and the ambulance immediately. Did Huey get hurt? His mechanic? Everyone was hurt. Everyone was sprawled out, God. I guess. And I said to Haney, I'm like, only you, bro. It never happens to Brayton. Justin Brayton never hits a cyclist. It wasn't Hanny's fault. By all, everyone had said it wasn't his fault. The security guard was telling him to go, like he was just riding across the track, and he hits a cyclist. So <laughs> that's par for the course um, with him. Oh, you know who blocked me on uh, Instagram? Uh, Dino was. Uh, I have no idea why, but uh, Jason Anderson. Guess he doesn't like me. I don't know what I did, but um, I went to go check out that quad in Toronto, and I'm like, what's yeah, this? Maybe you threw a day gown. No, no, I probably did. I mean, maybe the maybe the tenth time he cleaned out a guy with a tib and fib fracture, I maybe have said something. <laughs> Shit. I mean, that's taking it a little. I, okay, I may be exaggerating a bit, but anyways, so I went to go look for his quad, and I'm like, "What's his Instagram?" And everyone's telling me what it is in the you hotel room. You just said you like aggressive racing. No, but don't you think he did some dumb moves, Anderson? Do you I not think he's done some dumb moves? He has. I can't. I don't. I, I don't. Know. He has. Weimer. Uh, Last year, Weimer in Indianapolis. I don't remember. Just clean Jake out for like Baggett, the Baggett thing. I Him and Baggett were getting into it, and then and then Anderson goes, "I don't know why he's so mad at me." And meanwhile, the video showed him just t-boning the shit out of Baggett, and I wrote yeah. about it. I'm like, maybe he wants to win more. Yeah, that's it. He just wants to win. Anyways, so I'm looking, for, I'm looking for, I'm looking for his Instagram. Everybody's giving me his Instagram handle, and it's not popping up. And all of a sudden, weird. I'm like, "What's going on?" And they're like, "Oh." You're blocked. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> that's all right. Oh. Block people on the daily, anyway. No, honestly, I'm okay with like whatever, Anderson. I've been. This is my 20th year. I've seen a lot of Andersons come and go. If you don't like me, maybe you will down the road. I don't. Doesn't really matter to me, and I'm sure it doesn't matter to him, right? Like, who cares? Who cares? So good. Uh, Hanny one time hated me. Now he likes me. So, um, I, I think Hanny should race some more. I told him. I'm like, if you're making mains, why don't you just keep going? It's like two grand a weekend, you know. Um, like just he's like, ah, I don't know. Like, yeah, but okay. how much Nick do you spend to go there? Like every main, hasn't he? He he missed a one. Other than that, he's made every one. Yeah. No way. So, um, anyway, so yeah, whatever. Uh, I think Anderson's the latest guy that doesn't like me, as far as I know. Oh, Josh Grant hates me. Not sure why. No. Maybe I'm a. I don't know. I don't know what I, what I did to Grant. Somewhere along the line, I must have done something. I'm not claiming innocent. I'm not saying, like, I don't know. I just don't remember. Yeah. Uh, oh, what else? Um, Are you in Florida, Dino? Yeah, he's in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Florida. Hey, how's mom and dad? How are they? They're good. They're in uh, California. That's the worst thing about you being hurt is your mom and dad aren't around. <laughs> your dad said he wants right. to go riding soon. Are there? Well, dad made the, no, dad made the comeback. He, he <laughs> But I was out here, and he... And he gets killed and breaks ribs at Dave City. Yeah. <laughs> at Dave City. Joking. Dino was at home and he got a call and he said, Hey, your dad's knocked out. You got to come pick him up. <laughs> Stop it. I had to go pick, yeah, no, I swear. And I had to go pick him up. <laughs> You're like, Jesus, and then, Dad. So he made the comeback, though. He's back at uh, Paula. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm like, I got to go make sure you don't get in any fights. Dean's mom and dad are on the yeah. level of, uh, of T Way and Mama B. For sure. They're on that level. Would you agree? Good people. I, I would agree. Yeah. I mean, you're pretty tight with Terry and Beth, yeah. but no, I love those two. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're on that. They're on that level. Yeah. Of moto parents, you know. So. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, but can we talk about moto parents? Like, there's a lot of moto parents that like still come to the races day in and day out. Like, bro, they got I feel team, like it, they got I feel team like it's shirts. Time to go, dude. They got team like, shirts and headsets. Yeah. 
right? Team yeah. shirts and headsets, bro. How, how is like, that in the budget going to everyone? Paul and I were talking about this the other day, like, and I'm not going to throw out any specific names or anything like that, but we're like, man, these parents still come every single weekend to all these Dude, races. And their like, kids 23, 24, yeah, 25? I, mean, I guess it's cool. Maybe I mean, we don't still... have kids that are that age yet, so we don't know. But No, I mean, I guess I go to juniors baseball games, but I mean, that's a little different. <laughs> I don't think I would as a dad. I'd want to haul my ass around with this stupid kid for 20 years. Wouldn't I want to just stay home? Wouldn't I yeah, want to? That's, the, that's like the reward, right? You right. Yeah. You just stay at home on your boat and watch yeah. on the on yeah. TV. Stay at home, yeah. stay at home and, and, and drink some beers and go fishing and, and cheer Junior on from TV. Like, and I don't after know. the race, say, hey, you did shitty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> be like Jake's dad. Be like yeah. Weimer's dad who's never happy. You suck. <laughs> right, right. Well, Jake. I remember when I was like in my rookie year, I was like, I traveled with my parents to all the races and stuff. But I was at that stage, I was 18 and like, uh, I was like kind of trying to have some fun after the races, you know. So <laughs> yeah. I always told my mom like it was like I remember the first time I told her she like I was like, hey mom, um, um, uh, yeah, for Saturday night after the race at the the hotel by the airport, uh, can you just book two rooms? And then she's like, uh, why? I'm like, uh, just book two rooms, please. <laughs> and then. And then she, just booked I think she rooms. figured it out, and then ever since then, it was all good. I, I took Dean to a couple parties after races. I wonder if Mitch knows that. Oh, that's, I have, that's <laughs> a bad deal. I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> uh, well, Dino, thanks for thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, thanks for checking in, um, and, and good luck with the rehab and everything. I'll hopefully see you back at the races uh, this year. It'd be really cool to see you make some outdoors. And uh, if you need some help with an agent, I'll just drop that DVD in and um, yeah, it'll it'll work out. So, and if not, we'll see you That's in Vulcan Squad next year. Oh boy! Wow, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. Thanks, guitar. Dino. Guitar. Yeah, guitar. 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 Uh, thanks, Dino. Later, Appreciate dude. it. No problem. All right, dude. See ya. Bye. Bye. Dean Wilson, everybody. Red Bull KTM's Dean Wilson. So, um, is he still going with that Sarah chick or no? I was gonna make a joke about her. Is he? Yeah. I was just going to say I would never want to leave if I had that girlfriend. She's pretty hot, right? Yeah, she's nice to look at. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, like <laughs> yeah. for, for rehab purposes, I'd, just, I'd be like, oh, she's I cool, her. too. I like Is her. She? I don't know yeah, her no, at all. Like she's her. awesome. Yeah, I don't know her at all. All right, first commercial break. Ryan Holiday will come up, Team Green Supervisor. Paul Parabinos from Pro Taper. Randy Valade from Answer. We're going to cold call uh, Gear Alloy, cold call Nick Way. At some point. Travis is here working on the app furiously as we speak. And uh, we'll be right back after this commercial break. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, we see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. 
I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at Fly Racing USA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloy is the choice of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor... Enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Race Tech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. 
Michelin tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what? No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiffness that you have when you come into corners. And What's cool about this tire is even from the previous version of the MH3, it gives more. So when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. It's more comfort, so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the the CCT. So you're telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day, maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension in tires. Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit, but also, too, when you come into corners, you don't want it to roll on you. So they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites, but yet straight line, you have comfort. Hey, as a former factory mechanic, Kiefer, I know all about mounting tires, um, so no problem for me to mount anything. Right. Well, maybe not a moose. Uh, you found mounting these new Michelins uh, pretty easy, actually. Yeah, I'm a great test rider, but my mechanic skills are novice at best, so mounting the tire wasn't too bad. They sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing, and I was out there busting in the garage, and normally you got to put some tires in the sun, let them soften up a little bit, but this... Um, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage. So uh, it was a lot better for me, you know, putting these on. Four versions of this tire. They cover all the uses, key for reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting, traction, handling. They do it all. Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out at the local dealer people. These guys know tires and they know what they're doing. Bolt-on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber-mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike's handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with 8 pinch bolts instead of 4 and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Vent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock, too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Michalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. 
Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty and go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. 
Roost MX. Hey, 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 hey. W Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoke and nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the PULPMX show. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machined from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machine silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. 
Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimura Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PulpMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. sports.com and fly racing ktm parts express the number one online source for genuine ktm parts our warehouse stocked with a huge inventory of genuine ktm parts as well as a full selection of ktm power parts and power wear accessories 35 years of experience kit pulp mx 16 saves you 15 percent ktmpartsexpress.com the world is being taken over by KTMs, so if you have a KTM or a Husky, go to KTMPartsExpress.com. I want to congratulate. Um, I want to congratulate this guy on Twitter named Josh Brewer. Seriously, Papa Mex, last week you chicken shitted out on asking JS7 about being overweight. <laughs> you didn't bring it up once. Why? Hey, James! What's going on, man? How are you doing? Hey, you're looking a little chubby. I mean, what exactly am I supposed to say? He's out of shape. We've seen it. But I don't know exactly how I'm supposed to bring that up. When I invite a guest on my show, like when I invite you on the show, I don't bring you on to just, you know, bag on you. And some of us have weight issues. You know? Paul Parabinos and Randy Vallee have no comment. No comment? Nothing? No, none. Okay. 
We're going to play future headlines later on the show, and I have a JS7 question in there. Okay. So you two are going to have to play. So Josh Brewer, suck it. You're lucky you don't get blocked. You're lucky I don't block you right now. Yeah, I said, Travis. God. Too busy working on a new app. Good work on that, by the way. I like what you did with some of that. People are freaking out about our app. and He hasn't even started it, but I keep telling him people that we started it. He's just you scraping know? data, getting ready for it. Yeah, he's scraping, bro. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Dean Wilson's been on. Uh, Ryan Holiday coming up. Team Green. Um, Motocross manager. Team, Team Green supervisor, he told me. Oh, that's fine. his title? Um, yeah. Randy, just a lot of shrugging from Valet sure. tonight. Sure. A lot of shrugging. I don't, I don't Put know your Holiday. Microphone. I don't, oh. I don't know Holiday's title. I'm sorry. I know. I'm just saying. It's just funny. Um, hot cams. Hot cams want to get you the extra power you need by offering all listeners a discount. 30% off Hot Cams 2016. Hotcamsinc.com. A lot of privateers, a lot of factory teams use camshafts. Paul, you would know this. To move the power around on a four-stroke, make it more powerful, make it smoother, move the power from the bottom to the top, vice versa. You can do that with camshafts. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts. Hot cams unleashes power within. Go to hotcamsinc.com, not hotcams.com. Hotcams.com is probably not camshafts. What do you think that is? I don't know. Can we can we do it? Hotcamsinc.com for, I for feel camshafts. Like it's some type of like porn site. No, hotcams, right? Yes, can I do uh, it? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, oh, so Hotcams is pleased and proud to bring you our next guest on the show. Uh, he's a former AMA worker, now working for Team Green for a number of years, and has got his finger on the pulse of amateur racing. Got excited for Austin Forkner's debut coming up on the show. Ryan Holiday, what's up, Ryan? How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you guys? Thanks for coming on, bro. No worries. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, ever, Ryan. Have we ever had you on? What's I don't up, know if guys? we have. Have we ever had you on no. a Pulp Show? Oh, nope, this, never. This is the 250th show, and I can't believe we've never had you on. Popping his Pulp Show, Jerry. Hey, I haven't been here in 250 shows that's either. That's a big deal, yeah. I think we've had you on the phone. Uh, no, no, I don't. No, think, I, think I, I did a podcast. I don't think I, I've yeah, never yeah, done a. I've never yeah. done a. It's good that you know Pulp the difference. Show. Most people don't know the difference. They're just like, yeah, I did your show, and you're like, actually, no, you did a podcast. It's different. Right. Um, anyways, uh, know your radio terms. Holiday, if you, <laughs> if there the was a, Steve. if there was a fire holiday at the Team Green headquarters and you could only rescue Paul or Randy, who would you go in and rescue? Oh, bro, that's Paul for sure. <laughs> Better be. Yeah, I'd have to go with Paul because I know Randy doesn't like me and my wife doesn't like Randy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, this wow. goes back to our fantasy football season. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Uh, were there some yeah. problems? Uh, hey, no, no. Dude, so here's the deal. No, like, I, yeah, we started this fantasy football thing, and I've never met Ryan's wife my entire life. Right? Okay. She comes in at me hot, dude. <laughs> and like, I couldn't believe it. And my wife's like, do you know this girl? I'm like, no, I don't no. know her at all. But she takes it very seriously? Oh, she, yeah, she came well, in hot. I mean, I, I'm not mad. Editor. I mean, it was funny, but it, how about, it, it was a good time. Holiday, how about the fact that JT told me that three years ago, Parabinos didn't even know what a Super Bowl was, and now he's Johnny F- Fantasy Football. <laughs> right? That is a true statement. He was a little loose on his football abilities, but he's pretty serious about it. Anything he gets into, he, yeah. he's all in. He, he's in the win. He's in the win. I know. He was texting exactly. me. like He's texting me, you know, Brandon Marshall or Wes Welker, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> I don't know, Paul. He's very, he's very serious. Trying though. to use all the he's very emotional about it. Very emotional. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, so Ryan's wife is the same way. Ryan's wife is 
hardcore, Randy? Uh, she's funny. Uh, yeah, I mean, I still yeah. don't believe I've met her to this day, but yeah. She... Oh, just trash talking on email or whatever. Uh, it yeah, text. it was text. on a group text. It was yeah, text. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, she singled out Randy, and just anything Randy said, she had a smart <laughs> aleck. Uh, like, we uh, were walking. We were walking back from a baseball game. Had a couple beers, so she was a little fired up. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, she gets flooded with these texts, and she hates group text. She's like, who are these people? And she's like, who's Randy? I already don't like him. I'm going to get after him. Like, from that point, I don't like this Randy character Dude, one I'm like bit. the nicest guy you can meet. Like, I don't yeah. understand why. Yeah, you kind of are. I, right? I know. But I've met Ryan's wife. She's really nice, too. So, yeah. Uh, I can't know. wait to meet her. You met her. <laughs> you met her somewhere. Yeah. Um, uh, San Diego. Yeah. Oh. In the pits. Oh, yeah, that was quick, though. We need oh. to have a real sit down and talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. this sex change. <laughs> Clearly, yeah, you yeah. really do. No, you got to hash it out. Uh, yeah. Ryan, welcome to the show. Uh, appreciate you coming on. You're the Teen Green Supervisor, which means you're a pretty important dude in the industry. You've got a, a lot of overlooking of amateur riders and budgets, and, uh, you know, obviously the Teen Green program speaks for itself. Um, it's, you know, it's what really started everything. It really started everything. And, um, that's good and bad, by the way. Um, nowadays, but uh, what's your what's your what's your job entail a little bit, and what what keeps you busy? Basically, like you said, I I handle pretty much every aspect of the Team Green program, top to bottom. Uh, Bruce Sternstrom is in there now. He's he's our director of racing. So day to day, I report to Bruce, mm-hmm. but uh, he's he's pretty heavily involved on the pro side and getting other forms of racing going and being involved there. So he. Uh, Pretty much lets me have free reign on the Team Green program at this point. Mm-hmm. Like I said, top to bottom from the budgets and where we're spending our money and what races we're going to and the riders that we hire and handling the sponsorship contracts. Anything to do with the program is, is pretty much within my uh, now, realm of responsibility. I've never worked for Sternstrom, but I was, I've been around him for when he was first around for, team, for Cowie. Now he's back. I love talking to Sternstrom every single weekend. He's hilarious. He gets it. He's, uh, you know, he's he gets the sport. I think the world of the guy. I don't know him as well as maybe you three guys do, but I think he'd be a great guy to work for. Yeah, it's been good for me. When I first got into Team Green, he was actually there. Okay. And he was my boss's boss. So okay. He, at the time, was, the uh, I believe, either the director or VP of marketing. I don't know his exact title. Then, but I didn't really have a, a close mm-hmm. working relationship with him at that time. And then I want to say maybe a year later, he left and went to Monster and did his deal there and then is now back at Kawasaki. So now I have a, a much more personal relationship with him. And, yeah, it, it's been really good. And like you said, he's, he has his finger on the pulse of the sport, the industry, all forms of racing, and, and he truly cares about it. Mm-hmm. And he wants to see all sides of, of Kawasaki racing succeed. And, um no, it's been a, a definitely good experience to to work with him and learn from him. And yeah. you know, he's got stories for oh. days. <laughs> right? Um, he fired <laughs> Emig. He's the good. one who fired Emig. That's a great story. <laughs> oh, totally. So, I mean, every time I go into his office, even this morning, I went in to talk to him about something, and uh-huh. I learned about Eddie Hicks and <laughs> you know, all these guys racing at the Houston Astrodome in 1981. Yeah. So, or or uh, there's always uh, something to learn. Jet ski races all day long. Yep. Jet, jet ski stories. Always a jet ski story. And uh, yep. the yeah. One of the world's best bobblehead collectors. Did you guys know that? I did not know that. I did know that. Yeah, yep. he's he is apparently a world famous bobblehead collection. Seriously? Yep. yep. For reals. I like, did not know. In the world of bobbleheads, Sternstrom is like your Jesus. Like you're just like, oh, <laughs> you're blown away by it. Anyways, um, how do you decide, Ryan? Then and you and Bruce, like, there's more and more of these amateur th- races all the time. 
Uh, we just got the Ricky Carmichael Amateur Supercross thing that's grown tr incredibly in three years. You have... Um, Junior Moto X. Junior Moto X is coming up. Our, our buddy Eric's running that in, in Oklahoma. You have, of course, the traditional races, Loretta's and, and uh, Mammoth. And, and well, Minio's. Minio's is, uh, Minio's is uh, older. Uh, World Mini is kind of done, right? Yeah, that's But done. anyways, Ryan, how do you yeah, decide How do you decide where your guys are going and what you're supporting? I mean, I imagine proposals come across your desk every single day. Yeah, as far as the races go, I mean, for our program, we have – two sides of it really we're we're a little bit different than most of the other manufacturers so you have the team green support side which is the trackside support and attending you know grassroots races all the way up to the major national events with trackside support and customer support so we have that aspect of it which is quite a bit different than what i'll call the the racing team side of it mm -hmm. and you know i've got to decide where we're going to send the, the trucks on the road to yeah. attend events for the customer support and then obviously for the racing side where we want our top guys to go race. So now it's it's been whittled down pretty good as far as okay. knowing what the major events are. In fact, just a couple of years ago, we kind of got a group of promoters together and organized and we now have what's referred to as the majors. And it's like you mentioned, it's Loretta Lynn's and Mammoth, Minio's, uh, Daytona, and then the, the Freestone event in Texas. So those mm -hmm. are your five AMA major events. So those are the ones for sure that our guys are contracted to attend as long as okay. they're healthy and yep. everything going good. And then we'll throw in some other events, obviously monster cup, the kids that get invited to participate in that event. You've got junior moto X coming up that uh, we're backing and we believe in that's going to be something special. So, you know, events pop up here and there and regionally, obviously you want your kids to go race like Austin Forkner would go to the Baja brawl up in Michigan, or we'd bring okay. them out to, k-rock to go to english town so you want to get them out on the regional level too and really you want to see them race locally because that's truthfully where they're making their their biggest impact on people is when you know a little kid sees styles robertson roll up to a, a local race like wow that's the kid that you know i saw at loretta lynn's or whatever okay so those oh. are all kind of things that go into it dude i can't even imagine like too and some of the stuff that you have to deal with behind the scenes parents and mini riders and races and and everything else um it's it's a lot yeah yeah um how do we feel about this junior moto x in oklahoma that perinard's putting on uh the weekend may 16th or something or i i mean i yeah, think it's gonna be so, do we go like ahead it? ryan yeah i think so okay pro tapers yeah the weekend, you're backing it, right? weekend between uh vegas and hangtown national so yeah cool opportunity it's weekend off from the pros so it lets the industry be more involved and not have as many commitments so mm -hmm. that aspect of it the timing is perfect it's a great location centrally located in the u.s so mm -hmm. it makes it quite a bit accessible to people and as you guys know anything that eric touches pretty much right turns into be a success and i worked with him when i was at ama and, and mm -hmm. helped those guys get uh, the mini moto up and running a little bit and get ama behind that and get that event growing and then they got into enduro cross and Obviously, all of his overseas experience with the races he right. does in Europe and all over the world now. So, you know, those guys do an awesome job. And uh, and Bruce, going back to him, he had a great relationship with, with Lance and Eric and his crew mm -hmm. 
from the past, and, and he was really the one that came to me and said, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna get behind this, and we're gonna go all in." Okay, yeah, I think it'll be cool. Eric, like we talked about, yeah, everything he's done, he's about the only promoter I've ever known that doesn't have any like everybody loves him. He deals with all the guys overseas; they all love him. He does exactly what he says he's gonna do. Pays you on time. Um, yeah. Anything he runs, runs well. You he, know? He's the type of person you wish everybody in the industry would be like. Yeah. He's, uh, you, <laughs> exactly. can tr- you can trust him. I know, right? He yeah. does what he says, and that's the biggest thing that's yeah. such that's tough in our industry. But like uh-huh. like Ryan said, ed- everything he does works out. So, yeah. yeah, answers behind it. Pro Taper's behind it. And obviously, yeah. Steve Mathis is also behind it. I think I might be going. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. see you there. Um, hey, Ryan, uh, Austin Forkner, uh, graduating uh, Hangtown, Team Green Kid, the next... Well, the latest Team Green, like, fast superstar kid. We saw him at the Monster Cup. This kid's for real, huh? Yeah, that's that's the goal. Um, <laughs> you know, Austin was a kid that came to our program, I want to say, in 2011 mm-hmm. is when we signed him. Uh, relatively unknown kid. And he, he caught my eye at a couple of races uh, that we went to that year. And mm-hmm. he was a... But I think the first thing I noticed about him, he was a fantastic starter. Okay. And then he wasn't, didn't really have anything flashy about his style or speed, but he was so steady. And he went to Loretta Lynn's that year and, and won two titles. I think he only won maybe one or two motos, but he was just the most solid and consistent kid out there. And, you know, he wasn't a, a highly touted name or standout guy at the time. And we're like, all right, this is a kid that we want to, bring into the program and bring him through and and he just he progressed so mm-hmm. much over the years the five or six years that we have him as an amateur and and i think the the coolest thing about him has been that his parents were always willing to to learn and listen to us and, and take our advice to heart and if we said hey we think this is a good idea or a mm-hmm. bad idea they would they would really follow it and i think that's probably one of the most important things that you can have in a family that you work with as amateur kids is that, you know, we don't know it all and we Mm -hmm. don't claim to know it all, but we've got a pretty good track record and we've got some pretty smart people that we work with that have a lot of experience. So if they can trust our judgment and listen to the things that we want them to do and and follow that path, then Mm -hmm. it's a a pretty successful roadmap. And where's he from? He Missouri. He's from Missouri. Yeah. Richards, Missouri. Okay. Hey, hey, Ryan, is he the first guy that you handpicked? Because obviously when you get into your job, there's a lot of kids that are contracted, and, and I know that you're really proud of the kids that you've hand-selected. Is he the first one that you've picked that's going to now graduate as a professional that was solely up, you know, your kind of talent, you know? Um, yeah, I guess from, from an early point. Or was it Cincerillo? one of the first kids that I signed. No, I mean Adam was a part of the program before you were when there. I got there. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, this, so this, this is your first guy that you spotted that had nothing to do with Team Green that is going to be turning pro. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, we had Mitchell Harrison the last couple of years of his amateur career. Uh, obviously, you know he moved on uh, and is with Star Yamaha now. And you know, there's been other kids that I've signed that have turned pro at this point. Right, like say, Austin is is truly the first one that we really groomed. Uh, brought through the program and groomed the way we were, were wanting to do it. And, and he just, oh. man, he caught fire at one point and he's knock on wood on an incredible upswing with his riding and everything right now. So where do you, uh, that, uh, he stays that way. Where do you think Paul, what's Forkner's speed this year? Uh, oh, class. I'm five to 10. Hey, this, one is, to five? Yeah. this is exactly what I was just going to ask Ryan, not to put him on the spot, but where do you put Austin at Hangtown? 
Honestly, and I, it's obviously that's a very tough question for you. I get it. Uh, I'll tell you the exact thing that I told him. Uh, I told him him. I told him this last year at Minio's, and then I told him when we left Texas as his last amateur race. I said, "You're probably going to get great starts. Might even get a whole shot and lead some laps. Mm-hmm. Probably going to run up front. You're definitely going to get tired, and you can <laughs> hopefully get two top tens. Yeah, two yeah. top tens. If you, That's fair. If you can walk out of there with two top ten motos, you should be pumped and just yeah. build from there. It, it is so but, cr- crazy. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Ryan. Go ahead. I just. I've I've had a problem of doubting that kid over my my time with him, and mm-hmm. every time I've ever had a doubt, he has completely proved me wrong. So to say that he wouldn't run up front and and really contend mm-hmm. wouldn't surprise me either. I yeah. think he, again, he's on he's on a real upswing right now, and and the way he rode at his last amateur race in Texas really put a stamp on kind of where he sits and and where his speed is at. So I know he's super confident. But uh, I don't think he's really putting much pressure on himself. I think he's just excited about the, the opportunity to get out there and have fun. And he just has fun with it. Like, he, he's a showman. And you wouldn't get that from him by his personality. But inside, he, he kind of likes to put on a show and uh, get people talking. So it'll be fun he, to watch. He's pretty, he's pretty special because I remember uh, I was at um, Elsinore Supercross track. I don't know when it was. A few months ago, but Austin was there. Mm-hmm. And I was hanging out with the PC guys, just saying hi. And, and Austin, it was Austin's first day riding that, that track. And he picked up things and did things on the track that none of the other, like, gnarly guys that were. Oh, really? That, oh, yeah. He did it. He learned it and did it all by himself. Yeah. And that's pretty sp- a special talent, I think, to have if you can pick up things like that on a track that's mm-hmm. and, a, and a discipline that's very foreign to you. Like, he's just he just struck me as being an extremely quick learner. And again if if you know what ryan's saying about him mm-hmm. is his family and he's you know grounded and always willing to listen and, and puts trust in the people that are around him you know he chose pro surrogate he chose mitch payton if he listens to those people i think he's going to do very well you know who else is new to the team green program uh evan ferry right holiday no that's right yeah is he? He's, yeah he still rides uh, he, uh another brand 65 65 but then but, on the uh, he's got an 80 yeah on 85 oh. yep we we helped timmy and evan out a little bit to, oh, to get you want to talk about so. a, you want to talk about a kid going to the top <laughs> Right there, put everything you got into that kid. Actually, I was talking. I like to, him. I was talking to Red Dog this weekend, and he goes, "I just don't want to be that serious right now." He's yeah. like, "I could pull him out of school, you know, and everything else. I don't want to be that serious." That's a great. I, that's I, a great idea to pull him out of school, he, dude. They all are. They um, they're sarcastic. Are. Is oh, I know. All hell, right? No, there. but <laughs> I didn't know if you knew, but they are. They all are. I get, I get it. I talked it. to Timmy this weekend too, and he said that he Evans goes to school all day, and he they practice, you know once a week i think at night maybe and they race on the weekends yeah. and, and timmy's a big believer in kids don't race enough now and, and that's true like yeah like no one races absolutely. anymore yeah, yeah it, that's absolutely why gantz talked about this a few times in some of our podcasts because he's more in tune with it they all ride these facilities yep. they live there they homeschool they ride five majors a year that's it yeah. and that's it and they run and, and everything butler red is is four laps five laps yeah exactly Do you know it's, what i mean Again, it's protecting egos, I think. But Ryan, so Ryan, when you when you start to sign these new kids, and I deal with it a little bit on my end on the apparel side of things, but I'm sure obviously you have parents say, "Hey, like, should I take my kid out of school? Should we get him into one of these training facilities, whatever it may be?" What are what are your thoughts on it? Um, I'll give you my thoughts after yours, but I mean, just kind of getting trying to see what you think about it all. It's you know, it's really hard. I mean, I was I wasn't anything of, of a high level race or anything. I just did Loretta's all the years coming through my amateur days and you know my parents were 100 percent got to go to school that wasn't ever an option you're going to go to college all those things which mm-hmm. i'm forever forever grateful that they did that 
but it's it's so hard. I obviously will always encourage them to stay in school as long as possible. But the problem that is coming up now is that schools are so hard on missing days that even to just try to qualify for Loretta Lynn's anymore, and, you know, you got to miss a couple of days to go to an area qualifier and then a couple of days to maybe go to your regional qualifier, right. they'll kick you out of school. Right. Really? They'll kick you out? Yeah. It'll just, well, wow. if you miss, say, 10 days. I know yeah, kids yeah, yeah. that have had schools where they say, if you miss 10 days of school, that's it. You're done. And Jeez. if you think about the races that they want to go to in the school year, let's say Monster Cup, that's in October. Well, fly out on Thursday. You're there Friday. There's two days of school. Then you want to go to Freestone or the RCX, RC uh, Supercross race. Maybe it doesn't fall in line with spring break. That might be two days of school. You're going to go to an area qualifier that you got to miss Friday for. You know, it adds up really quick, mm-hmm. and you're not doing the training facility thing. You're just trying to go to a couple races. And boom, you're at 10 days and, and you're out of school. So that's definitely a hard part. And, you know, it's, we have quite a few kids. It's funny, in our program, we have quite a few kids whose parents are either work in a school district or were school teachers. Like mm-hmm. Austin's mom was a, a school teacher. So um, I have faith that they do the schoolwork, and that is important to me. And we have another kid, Jordan Bailey, that all the way up until, uh, I want to say, monster cup this year he went to public school he's 16 years old and he got a second place at loretta lynn's in the school boy class behind forkner and public school kid he got out of school for the summer mm-hmm. put his head down starts riding and training and boom you know there goes his results and, and bogle was the kid that rode for us that went to public school graduated early and you could see it in his results which i always thought was the cool thing he would struggle yep. at the races that were during the school year mm-hmm. and then when summer let out and we went to Ponca city. We went to Loretta Lynn's. The kid was on fire and it was like, yeah, he got to ride. He got to train and do his work. Huh. I, uh, I'm not a fan. I, I went on this rant a couple shows ago with Eric Johnson. I don't know what, I don't know how you stop this. I don't know how you monitor it, but I am not pumped with what's going on in the amateur scene these days, Ryan. It's not your fault. It's not team green's fault, but somewhere along the line, everyone's going, you know, Geico started with 15 and 16 year olds, then some grabbed 14. Now they're grabbing 13. Uh, there's uh, the, the rider DeFrancisco kid. He's got a an, uh, an agent. Um, they're 10 or 11 years old. They're not schooling. That We talked about that. Their teams are getting younger and younger because they're, they, they want to lock these kids up sooner. Gear companies are paying these kids too much money. T- manufacturers are giving these kids too much money. And I, I hate this part of our sport right now because a guy like Chisholm or a guy like uh, – uh, Cade Clayson, Nick Schmidt, they're, they're actually made it. If you want to talk about making it in the sport, making a 450 main event is pretty damn good. And they're literally on the poverty line. And an 11, 12, 13, 14-year-old kid is probably making double the money of Nick Schmidt, maybe more. Uh, maybe yeah, more. Maybe because, more, double yeah. of a net income of Nick Schmidt. Yeah. And But, it's again, it's not Team Green's fault. It's not any – it's sort of competition. It's the cream rises to the top, but – I don't like it, Holiday, and, I, and, and damn it, I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. You know, I, I listened to that podcast that you did with EJ because I, I really like EJ. I have a lot of respect for him, and I think he's a, a super smart guy, and he's got a lot of good thoughts and ideas just about mm-hmm. racing as a whole, whether it be two wheels or four wheels. I, I, I enjoy talking to him, and, and like I said, I listened to that, and you guys got into that, and, and I feel the same way. It's so hard because – as you mentioned, the, the competition mm-hmm. aspect of it, and everybody wants to get the edge, and 
these deals getting long and the money, it, it, it's crazy. And right? like you said, again, I, I don't feel that we, we, we started this trend. You know, sure, you can look back and, and we did a, a no, lengthy deal with, yeah. with AC, but I think in, in our defense on that one, I think we had a pretty good strong case to to safeguard him for our, our brand, you know, right. like signing a franchise player for us. And, mm-hmm. and as everyone knows, he's had his, his struggles and, and we're still behind him and we're going to keep getting behind the kid because we believe in him and we know what he's capable of. So, um, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to dump that investment by any means, but to your point, it, it's getting very difficult. And I like, because I think by, by dipping down that early and making these guarantees and everything, it's, upping the ante of going back to those things you mentioned earlier about pulling out of school and yeah. training facilities and the agents and you got to have this. It, it creates this frenzy of paranoia almost <laughs> right. among the parents of, am I doing all the right things? And, you know, I've had parents ask me recently here, you know, their kids 12, 13, 14 years old, they're saying, are, are these next two years the most important two years of my kid's career? And I'm just, gee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I tell them it absolutely it should not be you know the way i look at it the or at least the way i handle it when they're young you know we help them out with some bikes and parts and and Mm -hmm. we try to guide them as best as we can and and not get too deeply involved and and go to them and say hey look we're here to help with anything if you want help on you know whether it be certain sponsors that you want to talk to or people to get involved with we're here for help you don't need to go get an agent if you want to know what a good gear company is to ride for you know, Ryan will say, call Randy. Like, fly racing. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> fly racing. Call Randy yes. or call Thor, one fly. of our sponsors. Fly. And say, you know, these fly. are people that you want to be associated with. And as it ramps up and gets longer in their amateur career, then we get more involved with, you know, up in the ante on the equipment support and mm-hmm. testing and making sure that the equipment is good and making sure that they have practice stuff that they need to get the job done. And, you know, to the point where you become an Austin and everything is taken care of for you and it, that progression is good because I think it keeps them striving for something. And, mm-hmm. and I've seen way too many times where these kids get this, this guarantee. And then it's all of a sudden, up, oh, I've made it. And then the work stops. And then yeah, the team right. ends up getting a kid at the professional level. That's not, not, not prepared. And the team's like, well, now I'm stuck with this kid for the next two, three, whatever yeah. years it may be as a professional. And then, they can't get rid of them fast enough. And then they're just looking for the next guy and they're going to go do the same exact thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I think you're going to see this trend build now to where teams are going to end up with, I hate to say it, some duds and they're going to rethink their, their, business model essentially i hope so i mean i you i i don't hope so because then that means kids failed but honestly like your goal is to be a professional motocrosser in the premier class that's chisholm that's nick schmidt we right, and including right. me in this we shit on these guys or, or whatever because they're not top 10 and randy certainly knows how gnarly it is to make a main event in our sport it's incredible and we pass these oh, nick schmidt can't podium garbage Kyle Chisholm can't make it garbage onto Zach Bell onto Chris Aldridge. You're like, but they're not even where those guys are. Like they're, right. they're nothing in the grand scheme of things. Like getting fifths and sixths in a regional series is I'm sorry. It's nothing. It means nothing. There's no purse money. It doesn't mean anything. Um, and we just celebrate these dudes more and more. And there's more rides in the 250 class. They're making more money. We've lost sight of the Chisholms and Schmitz that are actually really in the main events. I don't know. Well, I, yeah. The thing that I've, I've thought of or looked at a lot recently, and I've started doing this little 
research project on my own kind of, I'll call it like motocross Moneyball, <laughs> and going back in time and looking at all the, these results and numbers and what these kids do. And, and if you really look at the guys that are succeeding right now, whether it be the 250 or 450 class, mm-hmm. kids that are winning races or getting podiums, like I said, either class, yeah. supercross or outdoors, if you took the model that is currently in place with amateur racing and you rewound it back 10, 15 years ago or whatever, mm-hmm. none of these guys that are currently out there, they, you know, Aaron Plessinger just won a Supercross this last weekend. He didn't win a moto at Loretta Lynn's until he was in the 250B class and it was muddy. Right. And, you know, yeah. we know his ability and skill in the mud. He went six for six at a muddy Loretta Lynn's, not to take anything away from him. Yeah, yeah. Kids incredibly talented. And then, boom, got a star racing ride and, and progressed from there. That's awesome. That's, you know, at that point, at that level is when I think us as teams should really be looking and trying to make decisions like, all right, this kid's on a big bike. Does he have fitness? What's his size like? What's his maturity like? These things, and then we can make a decision. Yeah. When you have a 12-year-old, you have no idea. You don't know if he's no. going to grow. You don't know when he's going to hit puberty. You don't know what he's going to act like after puberty. You don't know how he's going to adapt to a big bike. None of those things. You don't know anything about fitness. They have kid energy when they're 12. They can all go do 35 minutes at yeah. lens when they're 12. It's uh, so All these things, yeah. it's like I said, those guys that are winning, Dungey, we would have missed him. You would have missed Plessinger. You would have missed Jeremy Martin. All it's these funny. Kids. Yeah, you're right. You sure, know? there sure, are yeah. some superstars. Yeah. You know, Trey Kennard was an outstanding amateur mm-hmm. and is a great professional and has won championships. But who was Trey got, getting beat by? Stroop and Izzy. Izzy. Stroop, Izzy. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, there's these kids that, you know, I can look at the amateur race now and look at a kid that's maybe getting seventh place in the 12-13 class on the 85 and that kid could be the next Supercross champion, but because, you know, we don't see it right now, he's getting overlooked. And even, like, like Millsaps and Alessi, they've made it. They've made a ton of money, but have they really become what we thought they would? No. no. James, good, yes. Good careers, but not, yeah. you know. James, yes. Carmichael, yes. But very rarely. It, 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 it's tough. It's I don't understand. It's tough. How do you pick them? You, and, you don't. And then, like, you don't know. like I said, I don't blame Team Green. I don't blame Geico Star. <clears throat> All these guys are just they're trying to get the next superstar. I get it. But there's no one monitoring this. There's no one deciding on contracts and what these guys should make. And I'm not for a big brother. But, God, it's out of hand. I hear these stories. Um, I hear uh, some gear companies are paying over 100 grand. Yeah, kids. it's funny. Cause, Is uh, that true, Randy? I don't know. Well, hundred grand for for on the answer on the answer side of things, I'll be completely honest with you. I don't pay any amateur kids. None of them. Some people do. Oh, I I know. Okay, all right. I lose a lot of riders because of these other apparel brands that feel like they need to pay these amateur kids. But at the end of the day, you think about it. Like you sponsor this amateur kid. Let's say he's ten years old, and he you sponsor him for five or six years, and then he's he's made it. Let's say he makes it. Yeah, and he goes to a team, right? They're not. So, okay, yeah. so he goes Can't to wear PC, he wears Fox, he goes to Geico, he wears yeah. Alias, he goes Star, he wears Thor, whatever it may be. You're done. You just invested you, a ton of money into a rider that... You've $20,000, $30,000 worth of gear. And at, on, at, top of on top of bonuses, or bonuses. Now, nowadays they're paying He's, these kids. He sold you no gear, basically. Uh, yeah. Maybe down the road, he's, maybe a few families have been like, let's buy gear because... Johnny Rocket wears it, but basically yeah. he's not yeah. selling gear for you. It, it, it's crazy, yeah. And I mean, even even back in the day, I think even Paul can attest to this. Like, I mean, I grew up in you know in the '80 class in the '90s, and I raced. My competition was Nick Way, Ernesto Fonseca, and Ricky Carmichael. Like, I mean, I had a big competition, but like, I was a pretty good dude. Like, I mean, yeah. I was 
top five, top three. You know, I, I won the B class one year in a moto at Loretta Lens in the B class against, you know, Fonseca and those guys. And it's, I was lucky to get six, seven sets of gear. Like <laughs> yeah. that was the deal. You and know what they, I mean? And I, like so nowadays it's, it's so different I've on what these is. And, and, and I get these parents that ask me like, Oh, should I put my kid in homeschool? And, and I gotta be brutally honest with them. And I said, if you look at it at the end of the day, like who's, who's really made it? In this sport, like, is your kid gonna make it? <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, I, I, like a one, friend, a one friend or two of mine, kid makes it a year. Like, maybe yeah. that's. And I'm talking when I say make it, I seen like make a living. I'm like, not talking making uh, ten grand a like year. Jake a, Weimer, a friend of Jake Weimer's gonna need a job in eventually his, in his yeah, life. Yeah, he will and, need to work. And a friend of mine had the best analogy for amateur, the amateur pool of athletes that transition to pro. The the people that make it out of amateur racing are if you took a cake and you cut the cake. Blame pie. The people, okay, a blame pie. Yeah. The people that are stuck to the knife are the ones that make it. Okay, <laughs> yeah. not not a slice of the pie. The people that are stuck, stuck to the knife. To the knife yeah. That's how. That's what it. That's yeah. what it's like. It, it's honest. Yeah, they got to keep fighting for it. They got to keep working for it. Yeah. And and that goes back to my earlier point. Yeah. Too many times you see the kid gets the deal and then they go flat and. If yeah. you go flat, you're going to show up flat, and yeah. that's the end of it. And then, right how, and, 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 from. and then how about these kids that ride these uh, – now we're ranting and raving, but these kids that ride at facilities, <laughs> yeah. you see the skills they have on a motorcycle? They can scrub the shit out of anything. They can jump anything. You're like, oh, my God, his skills are so good. Put them on a track with other dudes that yeah. are narrow, yeah. and they lose their minds. They, they crash. They eat shit. Chris Aldrich. Things like that. They, you're, you're watching these kids. You're watching, hey, that's my guy. Zach Bell. Zach Bell. Whatever. You watch these kids. You can see they've had no adversity in their racing career yeah. right. where they're yeah. in the middle of a pack. Yeah. They don't really know what to do because they've ridden four lap amateur races on facilities at their whole track, their whole lives. Like, yeah, I think those places they there's there's good opportunities to go ride out there and have a place to train, and there's also ones that just my belief is they give you this false sense of confidence because, yeah. like you said, you're going out there and you can scrub every jump on the track, you can hit the whoops, oh, yeah. supercross track, and you know you feel like a hero, and you have this confidence in this one place. Yeah. You know, if, yep. if I rode the same track every single day for my entire <laughs> life, I better kill it at that track. Yeah, yeah. But then when I show up somewhere else, I'm going to be like, oh, my God, these jumps aren't the same as my local track. Yeah. You can see these and guys don't have racecraft. you got to have that variety. No, no they, they do yeah. not have racecraft. And, I mean, let's, no, not dis- let's, let's not discount the, you know, we're, we're talking about all the awful parts of it, I guess. But at the same time, you know, Randy has a job in this industry because he followed the sport. I do. Ryan does. But we also went to college. I think our, our, our main point I is... I have four titles. Exactly. But our, our main you. point, I think what we're saying or the messages we're trying you're to tell all parents show. are like, hey, don't put <laughs> don't put all the eggs in that basket. Like, Dude. your kid still needs to have social skills. You need to be... When I see um, when I see an ad know, in like, a magazine with an amateur kid, I just want to poop on it. I want to poop on it, <laughs> put it in a box, and send it back to the company. <laughs> But that's the thing. Like they've invested so much money into these kids, they have to run these ads. I've heard some and parents, nobody nobody heard, knows who they are. Probably I know what you're going to say. Yes, parents have requested print ads. Yes, thank you. Yes. Yes. I've heard parents have We've said. Dealt, yes. Randy and I have dealt uh, with parents that say, "Hey, we really want print ads, or we want to be in your catalog." And I would kick them in yeah. the balls and walk away. Honestly, I'm just like, good God! Like I get, yeah. if you have if you have a youth product, like if you have youth gear, yeah, yeah. or in Paul's instance, he has a youth driven product with his handlebar. And you have a kid that you sponsor, sure, by all means, I think you should include I agree. the kid that's promoting right. the brand. But sure. the, 
there's other times where it's just not necessary. I, I just I, I I hate that we turn this into a bashing thing of amateur thing, but right. it, but it does bug me right it's now. A I'm like we're, process and we're not in a we good sport. Yeah, no, and, and maybe you know we've talked about this, Steve. We talked about it downstairs. Maybe it's the way our sport is now. How we it's kind of broken is what's facilitating this. How there is so much, you know, the 250 series is. You yeah, know, all those no. people are making so much money, and and it's a regional series. And you I, know. again, I hate to bring it back to Chisholm and Nick Schmidt, but we yeah. should celebrate those dudes. Yeah, they've you know twenty five the, years old, twenty six years old. They're making main events every weekend. They're racing with the best riders in the world. The average fan, or maybe sees, maybe let those guys come back in the two fifty class. You know, it's well, yeah. something There's change the rules or yeah, different yeah. ways that you can allow more opportunities. I think you know, like the two fifty thing. Yeah, the the. The idea of it way back when was to make it regionalized and mm-hmm. feeder Help series and learn all those them, things yeah. and, right. you know, ease them into it. And, you know, people say now if you, if you want to argue about including them in the full 17 races of the season is, you know, the privateers can't make it and things like that. But at the same time, there's nothing that changes for them. I don't No privateer team or rider is showing up really with the goal of chasing a championship. In my opinion, exactly. They're, they're, they're wanting to go out there and race for their sponsors. And, and if you're a West coast primarily team, you can still go and attend all the West coast rounds. And then you can go to some other ones. If yeah. you've got the dough to do it, that's awesome. And if you're an East coast team, you can go do that too. And if you want to show up at, whatever Texas round is a West coast race, or if you want to go to Vegas for the shootout, bring it on, you can get out and do some more races. So yeah. mm-hmm. in one way it's restricted for those privateer guys on how many races they can do. So if you're trying to sell a sponsor on something, Oh, I only get to go do eight races, but what if you had the opportunity to go do 17 of them? Maybe you're going to get more money from that sponsor. And I've heard the argument also, well, it cuts back on jobs for the race teams too. Like, I know I've heard that, that. Mitch, yep. Mitch Payton has said, yep. Is you know well if we're going to be one one series, I'm not going to have five guys most likely, which makes sense. Maybe I'm only going to run three guys, so that's less rides, less mechanic jobs or whatever mm-hmm. else. So it is a catch twenty two, but I think it. Um, yeah, but you know, to your point earlier about a, the, the the top five guys, then kind of getting maybe overhyped or mm-hmm. kind of that are on the brink there. Uh, I don't know. Well, let's just blame Holiday. Let's blame Ryan Holiday for everything. We could do that. Yeah, we could do that. Hot hey, Hol- Holiday, can we blame hey, you about? Blame uh, me for hey, I blamed you about docking me in the plus twenty five class in two thousand seven at Loretta. And, and <laughs> I, be- I believe I can blame Holiday for cutting off my Team Green four fifty deal that I had with Dave Gowan before when Gowan was there. Holiday, Holiday came in and took. Holiday came over, took over, and my Team Green deal went bye bye. I can I can only blame Holiday for years of of being a great friend and supporting his buddy. Uh, I think he's we, a great guy. Here we go, Parabinos. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, I talked Paul into retirement. He did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on, Ryan. I really appreciate your time. Uh, Team Green supervisor, uh, smart guy, a lot of ideas. Um, um, thank you for uh, for coming on tonight. Uh, appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you at the races for sure. Yeah. No worries. Anytime. We'll see you soon. All right. Thanks, Ryan. Later, dude. All right, see you, Ryan. Later. All right, see you. Ryan Holiday, everybody. Uh, Hot Cams Unleash the Pyro Within is brought to you by HotCamsInc.com. Check out, type out the discount code HotCams2016, 30% off. Um, I'm actually surprised he agreed as much as he did with my rants. I told I, you he would. You did. But I told you he would. He wasn't politically correct. I like that. No, he's, he a, actually was, he's a good dude. He's, um, I think people get the wrong impression of Holiday because he's... Uh, I don't really know him that well, so yeah. He's just... He cut my team green. He's he cut ex- my extremely off, so just, uh, dry-humored. Is that the correct term for Ryan? Uh, and, yeah. And I guess hard to... I think he's... 
you know, you have to get to know yeah. him before he comes out of his show. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm, 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 I'm glad he listened. I mean, He's I educated. I, I, that, was, that wasn't meant to be any type of amateur bashing. Yes, it was. There. I, yes, it was. Well, whatever you want to call it, dude. But I mean, it, it's, I mean, amateur racing is obviously important to our sport, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's, it's huge. a huge part of it. I mean, very important. Paul and I yeah. both run, you know, our, our amateur sponsorship programs very big to our both of our brands, and it's great to have these kids. But I mean, it's 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 just sad with the the parents that are like, "Oh, my kid's gonna make it, and I'm taking them out of school," and then they yeah. don't make it. Then what? We just we hope the parents have a plan. B. Uh, that, that's all you can hope for. They don't though. That, you're right. You're See, right. You're don't. right. But they that's don't. the point of They're this conversation. Idiots. Right. All right. Let's get to, let's get to our next guest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who is it? Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? What happened? Did you just call you just call parents idiot? What did he say? Um, your phone is he, off. He, he did, JT. He did. Your he did. Is, your phone is breaking up. What the fuck are you doing? Um, <laughs> is it any better? Can you hear me? I I didn't mean all parents are idiots. Just some. When I see okay. when I see print ads of amateurs, that makes me full of rage. It really does. I'm just like God. Why? Because we don't need that. Am I? Am I? Then I did a print ad when we had, did the microbar. Microbar is different. That okay? That's that's okay. a that's a, a kid specific. Yes. It's product. when you're promoting something youth or whatever you may be that you're promoting. Then yes, it works. But fly you, fly racing original stretch fabric race for fly racing third generation light hydrogen line. Randy continues to lead the way <laughs> in lightweight minimalist <laughs> racewear design. Input from fly team riders like Brayton and Short and Pike and Canard. The designers there, they created non-restrictive minimalist racewear that eliminates all the non-central features and replaces them with high-end breathable fabric, Randy. Uh, the result is the lightest, Randy, most flexible and breathable gear on the market. Size 34 pant weighs in only 24 ounces. Flyracing.com, Randy. Randy. Good job, Randy. <laughs> this has been going on all night, JT, by the way, in case you're wondering. so uh, I'm going to try to stay as calm as I can. <laughs> but you, you mad at me, JT? <laughs> Not at all. Oh, okay. I, I, I was sticking up for you earlier. Like, I, I, I like JT. has been stirring yeah, it, JT. Like, JT. He's been stirring it, Me dude. stir it? Me stir it? No. He, he thinks because you guys work at competing brands that you have to arm wrestle every time you see each other. No, and that, that's why he, he texted me, like, last week or 10 days ago or something. He's like, oh, you're going to be so mad at me. I'm like... All right. He's like, oh, RJV and Paul are in the studio. I'm like, oh, that's sweet. You know, you thought I was going to have like some big reaction to it. I was like, you know, oh, no, that's awesome. You know who's mad right now is uh, Parabinos is mad because uh, the Pro Taper brand is getting photoshopped out of ads, and he's upset about that. And I agree <laughs> with that. I agree. Yeah. Well, it ain't it ain't Western. They it are no, they are classy it, it individuals is, is that not, are at Western. Western, and is, that's why I run ads of Pro Taper athletes that are wearing fly, like because they're classy. Well, I have respect for them, but there's another brand that i've lost respect for over the last uh why do we always got to be like that why is i just think it's think shady that's a, that's a bit silly i, I think, think it's shady it is yeah. it is i mean i, I J- mean i'm spending money on teams and and they're photoshopping my logo off stuff for their jt like, that's not right jt was a little upset because fox was leaving out the fly name of the fly 150 jump at hangtown i get that like they were showing their guys no jump. you're not mad mad is not the okay right mad word. is not the right word but yeah. I get Fox not saying in their Instagram, hey, look at Roxon on the Fly 150 jump. I get that. You're not going to call it that. Yeah, right. You're going to call the 150 and, and jump. I was not mad. I was okay. giving Beaker a hard time. You were giving Beaker a hard time. Yeah. But Photoshopping is a little out there, bro, when, when Pro Taper lays out hard-earned cash for that spot. I'll send you the photo, JT, of what of what we're talking about, and I think. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to see it for sure. Yeah. I, I just don't see, I don't see how that matters. Like, you really think that you were going to, you know, uh, inhibit their sales by photoshopping that out. Like, really, you think that 
we're, we're, we're going to really get things accomplished if we Photoshop this out, which takes a lot of time, by the way. Yeah. Uh, we're yeah. all... Well, the way, they, the way they did it didn't take that much time. Let's be honest. Uh, um, but did you see the Fly Racing Retro Gear uh, this weekend, Randy? I did. Uh, Fly came up with, they weren't in business when the, the gear was supposed to be retro, but they came up with, what would we do if we were in business? And I liked it, JT. I thought it was neat. Pike said it grew on him. I was surprised that Pike didn't hate it right away, but he said uh, he, has, he ended up liking it. Yeah, I mean, for us, it was just, you know, we never really got to play in those that those games because right. we weren't around. We weren't around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we, we realized that, and we realized we didn't have, we can't just, flip the catalogs back to, you know, 1992 and pull something out of there. So, oh, yeah, I like um, that. Yeah, we, but we wanted to participate, and this was, you know, the best we could kind of come up with to, to be a part of the game. And, it, and it's all in fun, right? You, you know, we're not even selling that gear. I was so going to say, are you selling it or no? No, 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 no plans no, to sell it. No, it's just something yeah, yeah. to do for fun. Yeah, I right. mean, we're not even trying to make any money off the gear. We're just trying to, you know, have a good time and, yeah. and be a part of the I, festivities. I feel like these retro races, like, okay, I was talking to a team manager about it, and they were telling me, like, it's been done, Feld, and yeah. you're, not pub- you're not publicizing it enough. Yeah. We got a, mix, a mishmash of, I, did O'Neill make retro gear? <laughs> was that just... They still do. Okay. Their current stuff is like, retro. I saw some guys <laughs> on retro bikes with, with new gear, vice versa. If we're going to do it, and we, in quotations meaning the sport, let's go all in. Or yeah. let's not do it, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel like the military race is pretty cool that they did in San Diego. I mean, that's it has a purpose too. We're donating gear; they're raising yeah. money for charity. Oh, like breast cancer, the pink stuff. That yeah. was cool too. Yeah, that yeah. was cool too. Uh, the retro stuff. I mean, I guess it is what it is. Uh, you know, we had come out with that new line in January that was kind of a throwback for our 40th anniversary. That it, it at the yeah. end of the day it worked out perfect for us. You put the we in. Yeah. Right. You put the Wii in. So <laughs> he hates yeah. when I bring that up. Yeah, I mean I don't, but honestly, it, it's a lo- it's along the lines of new Coke. Dropping the Wii is along the lines of new Coke. Okay. Anyways, back to what I was talking about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's kind of cool what they do. I mean, I, I think there was what I know. JT, your brand participated. We did um, Fox through Rocks and some old school stuff. Um, it's cool. I mean, I think that I think it, it kind of it throws a little bit of a uh, different twist to the race. The fans can kind of get a little more involved in it, but I I, I, just, I don't know. Let's all do it and do it right or yeah. not do it. No, yeah. I agree. So that's I agree. All. I think we should have superhero night. I came up with this idea hanging out with Brock superhero and Jake. night. Yeah, superhero night. You know, well, like we all dress up as like the Avengers or something. No, I mean, got, one guy is like one guy is like Turbo Man. One guy's like uh, fucking. Uh, That's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Something to get new fans, not just the. Please tweet old... that. Please tweet that Paul Parabinos. Attach him on Twitter and say he wants to be a. I superhero. mean, that would be sweet. JT, can you fire up the Iron Man gear the, for fly racing? Yeah, the PC I team could be Iron the Man. Ninja Turtles. Michelangelo, Donatello, be great. That's incredibly dumb. Oh, are we trying see? to get six-year-olds and seven-year-olds involved right now? Something. Okay. We need new fans. Feld's, yeah. Feld's great with experimenting with new venues and retro and, and other I'm nights, sure but they need to experiment with some other things. I'm sure Feld the, has the some... The sport is like a stale bag of chips And they right have now. Avengers on Ice and Disney on Ice. Put some guys in those costumes. Right. We can we can go visit Feld in, uh, in, in Florida and take yeah. some of their outfits. Okay. Great idea, Paul. I thought it was. <laughs> All right, maybe I was intoxicated when um, I came up with the idea. <laughs> JT, uh, uh, let's do the NFAB question of the day uh, real fast, because I, I, this is something that I, I, I want to ask you. The NFAB question of the day. N-Fab.com, proud sponsors of the JGR team with Barsha. What happened to Barsha? He parked Weimer this weekend. Oh, he did. Who's riding his bike right now? Justin Barsha. Is it yeah, Coy? Lorraine. 
What rain? What rain? What rain? <laughs> Dude, it's not good. It's not uh, good. That's why I like JP's um, quick. Yeah, he's good. He is okay. quick. He's quick. Uh, Barsha, Phil Nicoletti, Weston Pike, N-Fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. Jeep, truck, or SUV parts? Bumpers, light mounting solutions, steps, Randy? Got a truck? I got a truck. Get some N-Fab steps. I'd love to get some. Um, I'm going to buy them. N-Fab.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the question of the day. It was submitted by a Eddie Ray. All right. So are you ready, JT? Uh, I think I feel like I'm close. Okay. But go ahead. I'll figure it out. If it was up to you That's what she to said. kick one rider out of the 250 class, could, would you kick Hurlings? Out of the 250 class or Davalos out of the 250 class? If you could pick one guy out of the class, who would it be? I would choose neither. I think they're both Here doing we go. their thing. Yeah. Waffle, waffle. Where's the <laughs> waffle, well, waffle. I'm not, I'm, not as, I'm, not, I'm not hating them and just waffle, you know, waffle, taking waffle, every waffle, jab waffle. I can at them like you are. So I don't – I personally don't have a problem with either one of them, so I'm good with it. Do your thing. Say, um, say hurling so, because Here's the thing. Davalos were Here's fly. what I would do, Okay. Davalos has never been a winner. He's won three times in 76 races. On That's going to be a sound drop right there, by On the way. factory That's equipment, on factory bikes. He's had great bikes for most of his career. Maybe the Star Yamaha is back in the day. Not so good. Didn't he I, win a Star Yamaha? No. No, he won the first bike with Mitch. First race with Mitch. Oh. He's, fin- he's averaged, he's averaged uh, four outdoors a year in his career, so he's not good for 12 rounds. He's... Won three races in 72. He's made probably millions of dollars. He can stay in the class. If you're going to pay him a lot of money and give him good bikes, then you're the moron. That's, that's on Bobby Hewitt. That's on Peyton. That's on his next team that pays him a bunch of money. Hurlings, however, is far and away ready to move up. Six years he's been in this, in this 250 class. Uh, the rules govern if anybody gets close to him, they get out. They have to move out of the class. They change the rules to win two races. Hurlings needs to get the fuck out of MX2. That is what I would do. That's he also it. should get off your lawn. Yeah. Passionate. Get off I'm, my lawn. I'm yelling at clouds, dude. I'm the old Monster man. Old man. <laughs> I'm the old man yelling at clouds in the sky. Um, what, do you, what do you say, uh, Paul? Um, Hurlings or Davalos? Hurlings. You had to tell one guy to beat it. Hurlings. Randy? Oof. I, uh, I don't know. I guess Hurlings. <laughs> wow, so much passion from Valade. <laughs> well, I, it's not that. I mean, I don't know. Like, I look at Davalos. Like, he, he hasn't hit the rule yet that he has to move out, right? Okay. If you're a team well, neither that... Has, neither has Hurlings. Well, yeah, but they well, made a rule they've change. changed that. But I understand that. And and I don't... I, I know Martin a little bit. I don't Hurlings at all. But it's... The way I look at it is like if you're if you're a team like you were saying uh, Peyton and Hewitt and all these guys like if if you could hire him and know that he's going to win some races for you why wouldn't you he runs he's won three out of seventy two well I, I mean, don't like those odds uh, all right he's available oh, next year who who, okay, who are you going to get but you know what I'm saying like if get? you were a team that and you're like okay I need a guy that can win how many people can I win? I wouldn't pick Davalos. How many three people out can of win? 72. How many people can win? He won one this year. Three that, out of seventy two. I'm with you, JT. Like I mean that's the thing. It's like. He, <laughs> The guy can win at any night. Obviously, we all know this, right? Obviously, 72 times, yeah. he's only won three. So, <laughs> he can't win. Oh, Pookie's giving me the look. I mean, he does go. He does go Pookie's giving me the look. He does go down a little bit. I understand that, but I, I don't know. I like Marty. 
Apparently, no, you don't. No, uh, obviously not. Right? I've heard he's a nice guy. I've I've gotten the chance to work with him, and honestly, he's a joy to have on. Yeah, a race he's team. a great dude, and he's awesome God, because God bless him. He's the guy can go so goddamn fucking fast at the test track that he is the perfect gauge to have against any of your guys. If any of your guys in the race on the team can keep up with Marty at the test track, you will be on pace to win the race that weekend. Uh, and he's dude. He's 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 respectful. He's thankful. He's dude. He's punctual. He's fucking awesome to deal with great. i have nothing bad to say about him great <laughs> just he's just not going to win you a championship or races he should have won for mitch i disagree i think he could have won this year but he couldn't get a god huh? into your stupid country they're the end the anvil always seems to fall on marty just just coincidence it's falling on canada this 11 time 11 years in the class and it happens <laughs> just always fall on poor marty i doubt he has anything to do with it it's just bad luck for 11 straight years sorry marty <laughs> Anyway, sorry. That's the NFAB question of the day, n-fab.com. Hey, but you look at it. We ain't done this question yet. Hey, you look at it like. <laughs> okay. I want to move on to Indian Gannon Audet. Uh, well, one, sec- one, one second. But you look at Hurlings. Like, if you're KTM, why would you not keep him in that class? Like, he wins every time. It's great for your brand. They've right. had a few extra years to develop the rest of their activity no, talent. It, yeah, Caroli was it, dominating in the big class, it, and he's been dominating. Like, it, why, why not keep if him? If you're activity? KTM, sure. If you're Hurlings, get the fuck out. I want to leave. Okay. I'm way better than all these guys. I win Curly, by 30 he seconds. Want to, though. Clearly, he doesn't want to. I'm pretty sure Tim Geiser won the title Honestly, last year, didn't he? If I go to a GP this year, <laughs> I mean, year, I'm just saying. If I go to a GP this year, and he, he has some sort I of hope, GP, I hope record, Hurlings punches you. I'm good. Bring it. <laughs> bring it. I will fight him. Him and his empty GP wins. They don't mean anything. None of these records mean anything, Hurlings. Let's arrange a meeting at Charlotte or Glen Helen. Not, I will not, not be a Charlotte. You realize they. You realize they only don't mean anything to you, right? Well, I'm going to spread my power of Pulp MX radio show and make sure that... Uh, He's setting records that will never be beaten. Yeah, because yeah, no one's going to be in that class for 12 years. But that's besides the point. But that's Honestly, what, He's a unique talent that he was able to win at 15, should, 16 should, years old. He should, light that, <laughs> right? he should light those plaques on fire. Oh, wow. Uh, I think we're taking a Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, let's go into Indianapolis, JT. Um, they give better trophies and plaques, by the way, at the GPs. <laughs> Do you think? You think? They give up... You get second or third in a 450 Supercross, you get a plaque. Yeah. One year at Hangtown, they gave uh, plastic dishes. They called them gold panning dishes, but they're plastic. Well, whatever. Yeah. Okay. But they, they've, they've hey, upped it since uh, then. Their trophies are badass now. JT, someone asked yeah. why that they used to hate JS7 dancing after wins, and now uh-huh. they like Mookie dancing after wins, and then Mookie and Plessinger both danced after they won this weekend. How do you feel about the JS7 dancing versus the Mookie and Plessinger dancing? Uh, I don't think I would dance if I won, but, you know, keep their own. You've never danced in Germany? No. Well, I did after the race at the, you know, uh, at the bar party or whatever. (laughs) Remember Dortmund, that low ceiling that they had there in the the basement, in the club where where someone had a chainsaw going on in that club one time? Yeah, there was definitely, uh, I think people were definitely murdered in that room at one point in history. We had to carry JSR out, carry him out. He's unable to stand. One night. Yes, sir. Oh, anyways. Um, hey, what about Gannon Audet? Now, there's a, a goddamn true American hero, Gannon Audet. Yeah, sure is. Gets a shot from on a PC bike and comes through with a third JT. We both talked about him on our NFAB Fantasy uh, Motocross show, and we were both like, yes. Yeah. I mean, he got sixth at um, Detroit, I, and we were yep. like, that's about where he should be, like PC bike or not. Did you guys pick him in fantasy this week? Not to get third. 
I, I'm just kudos to him for taking advantage of an opportunity because yeah, that goes by the waste. Maybe it's because he's a little bit older and he's been around for a bit. There's far too many young kids that are pissing away opportunities, and he he's he's seizing the opportunity, which is awesome to watch. Um, do you wrote awesome. He definitely got help though. You know, like he. Oh, Marty, yeah, he yeah, helped. He, he helped, helped himself helped. with a whole shot. Imagine though. Marty falling apart late in the race. <laughs> Shocking! I can't believe it. Amazing. Well, J Mart too. J Mart too. Yep. Yeah. He was catching Marty, though. To be fair, uh, Audette was. Do you think, Paul? You know Mitch better than anybody than us. If he continues to do well, Gannon, not even podiums, but continues to put in good results, and there's something an open spot on outdoors, would they keep him? Mitch is not. I, I, I don't think he'll clip him. If if Gannon puts oh, together a few uh, more podiums, RJV disagrees. If Gannon puts together a few more podiums and like is continuing to progress, I don't think mitch would say hey he's, he's a loyal dude, for dude he is he he's is. a loyal guy i don't think he would say how, how has canada that's been outdoors not good but <laughs> well i mean i'm not i'm not being rude he, he I, I don't know Gannon about, Gannon. no yeah. i understand it, i was just and, answering and, uh, on behalf yeah. of mitch i'm with you i'm with you i think i know mitch well enough too where mitch would be like yeah. kid i'm gonna help you out and if we can't help you out on the team we we're could gonna, bring you back we're gonna on build your have an injury we're gonna build your engines yeah you know yeah I mean, they have new talent coming up in outdoors. All I'm saying, Forkner's coming in. You have Savachi. You have some really good guys already on the team. What about Tonus though? Is he hurt, hurt, or is he out for a while? Maybe he rides Tonus's bike. I think Tonus uh, will probably never. Tonus will maybe never come back to another race. I think Mitch would tell Tonus, "Hey, take a hike. This kid's." I heard he's not happy with Tonus behind the scenes. Have you heard that? Sounds about right. Uh, kind of like Tonus going off to Switzerland, not returning phone calls, not answering what's going on. I could see it with his injury. So, if I'm Tonus and Aldridge, am I already contacting teams for next year? I feel like you got to be. <laughs> I, well, you're you're I, trying to contact them. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, J, JT, what do you think? Do you do you think Mitch keeps Audetta on for outdoors? I think uh, it, there's a possibility he's going to really have to continue this level, though. Like yeah. he's going to have to show a lot of promise because I think it's going to be tough. With they're just going to be really full for outdoors, yeah. but. You know, I think if he does well, um, and, you know, maybe he doesn't keep him, but if, you know, the, the sport is just kind of like that guy to get hurt. So I think mm-hmm. he would bring him back in a heartbeat, you know, if he didn't keep him. True. I don't know how much you guys pay attention to Gannon on that. I, he wore X-Brand goggles for a couple of years, so I built his goggles and helped him out. Know that. Um, nice kid. Not a lot there interview-wise, like very, you know, very sort of bland. Nice guy, though. I watch him. He's in shape. He whatever he does, he trains. Uh, he moves forward into motos, into supercrosses. Um, he's steady. Like he's a. I think he's a professional. Like you know what I mean. As far as like you know, he holds it together. Like he doesn't do dumb things. Like I, I could see him taking advantage of this thing and running with it. Can you believe that like Bowers doesn't have a podium and Gannon Audet does? Bowers couldn't have felt stoked after Indy. I think he was gone right after the race. I was there. After he was no sign of him, he he. I was walking into the pits after the 450 main, and I saw him leaving. Yeah, but he just got a bad start, right? From what I could see, I, I mean, he didn't really her, move forward much. But I mean, he's getting better. But yeah, that probably didn't feel sweet for him that the new guy shows up and puts it on right. the box. Um, so how do you think that uh, Lemoyne's wife felt about this race? <laughs> Lemoyne's wife. Lemoyne's the eighty seventh reason why chick should stay off twitter is lemoyne's wife tweeted that 
that Mitch, it's a joke that Mitch gives a shout, uh, a shot to, what did she say? We, uh, JT, what was it? Just she some, said something and was like, she was making fun of his results. Like he had yeah. gotten a few top tens or something in his career. Or something. Yeah. And he's getting a shot. Look, Audet? Audet? Yeah. Oh. Audet, yeah. Apparently Lemoyne off the couch was supposed to come in and outperform Audet. Anyways, just another reason why your wife slash girlfriend should not be allowed to tweet or talk about your racing. It's probably uncalled for. It's not like Audet did anything wrong. <laughs> no, like, no, no. What do, you, what do you want him to do? You know? Um, so you're going to take a shot at Audet. I don't know. I just I didn't really like it. Cannon's like but, the nicest dude ever, too, bro. Seriously, he's like the nicest guy ever. So, uh, JT, the points, Malcolm 102. Plessinger, 92. Marty, 77. Jeremy Martin, 74. JT, does oh. <laughs> does Jeremy Martin... Oh, so now you're running the show? Are you running the show now? Sorry, I have okay. a question. All right. Does Jeremy Martin stay in the 250 class? No. Next year? No. All right, I disagree. Okay. <laughs> Great radio, guys. So I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I agree with JT. I, I, he goes to 450. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think he's got some pretty good offers out there to move up, so I think he takes those. Takes one of them. Yeah. We'll see how he, um, how he does. Four fifty supercross. Okay, I so didn't say, I didn't say how that it was going to go great. I just said I think he moves up. I just gave you the points, uh, JT. Does do Marty and Jmart like? I mean, obviously, look clearly they have a shot at this thing. So don't be like they got a shot. Don't be like that. <clears throat> Realistically, does either one of them still have a shot? Uh, I'll be honest. I like Mookie's chances. Yeah. Um, I, you know, he's I up think, by 10 uh, on Plessinger. Yep. Yeah. I think Plessinger's the, the dark horse because he's really good in, in conditions like last weekend mm-hmm. and more likely than not, we're going to have adverse conditions in Boston and in New York. So two out of the last four are probably going to be, you know, something that Plessinger is very good at. Mm-hmm. But I think he's the, He's the big worry. You know, Mookie can get up there and dance with him all he wants, but that's who I would be worried about if I was No pun intended. <laughs> they, they were dancing buddies. Yeah, they dancing buddies after the race. Um, we thought, we thought uh, JS7 last week, speaking of Mookie, Stewart, we thought JS7 was really going to be on the right track, JT. Um, we thought he would burn us in fantasy. Um, he was turning the corner. He was looking great. And then his crash in Indy, and then he didn't race. We're back to square one. Yeah, it's not good. Did he? Did he hurt it when he crashed into that? You know, triple into the turn. Oh, like when he jumped year. off the track a little bit. Yeah. Is that? Do we get any clarification on what actually happened? I never heard. I don't know. All I know is Randy didn't pick James and Brayton at Santa Clara. So when I didn't see James in opening ceremonies, I was like, "Hey, Randy, where's where's your fantasy guy?" And oh, he, RJV. he changed it. He changed him. So he didn't get burnt by Bubba this weekend. Oh, he, you can do that. I'm a good fantasy player. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, no. Unbelievable. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, That's what I do. Hey, do you guys think there'll ever come a day, in, in, Randy and JT, the gear, gear guys, gear wars, will there ever come a day where – Say Cooper Webb, who's you know out to get gear next year. He's the hottest young guy out there. Will there ever come a day where Cooper Webb signs for answer jerseys and fly pants? Never. <laughs> no. Are you drinking? You guys drinking a lot? No. He, dude, no. He's, 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 yell, he's been yelling for coffee don't, don't, from Pookie all night, but I feel like think, he put something in there. Don't Bailey's. You, don't you feel like that will be a groundbreaking move by somebody? It to would be like, never happen. We just want to wear your pants. How much? 
We just want to wear your things I've ever heard. I agree. Stop it. Stop what do you it. mean? It stop is. it. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's one of the dumbest <laughs> ideas that you've actually seriously proposed ever. Paul? That was worse than my superhero night idea. <laughs> no. Way worse. No, it was not. It was. Uh, actually, it was, yes. It was. <laughs> yes, it was. Fuck Lord you. Lord, Steve. Okay, I'm just wondering. I'm throwing that out there. Maybe maybe the dungeon set up on the Wheaties box. If he gets a shit ton of money from Levi's, Fox will say, all right, you can wear Levi's pants, but we're putting in a Fox jersey. <laughs> Someone in the chat room said, Jesus, fuck Steve, focus. <laughs> um, See? Hey, props to them. Uh, I like that okay, guy. Okay, you assholes are going to laugh at me. What's Dunge doing on this box of Wheaties? He's got jeans and a Fox jersey. I don't have an No ex- one said that was a good idea. I don't have any explanation <laughs> for that. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. I don't know. You should ask Lindsay Dungey about it because she thinks it's no big deal. Hey, Travis, did you figure out how we're going to give away this fly helmet, fly Weston Pike helmet, F2 carbon? No. Did you figure out how we're going to give away a signed uh, Dean Wilson jersey? Yes. Okay. How are we doing that? Uh, his first heat race, what was his... Um, first heat race went... What, what in he, Supercross? Wherever? Yes. Oh. What was his uh, finishing time behind the leader? Whoa. 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 Jesus, he came out. <laughs> came out hot. Yeah. Finishing time behind the leader in his first heat race. In his first heat race. First ten, heat race. One, ten seconds. In 250 Supercross in 2008 or whenever. Yeah, no, it would be 2010. Don't tell him. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, sorry. don't contest, tell people. Oh, contest, he just blew it. Perpino, contest sorry. at pulpamexshow.com. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. The first answer gets a signed Dean Wilson uh, ANSR jersey. Um, the heat race time behind the leader of the first heat race. Dean so we're Wilson just making ever... people go look shit up. Yeah, we, uh, sure. I guess yeah. that's what that's what happens when you let me decide how people are going to win things. Can, I, <laughs> hey, can we change it and make something different? Sure. Let's do the Western Pike thing. JT's on. Yeah, let JT do Randy it. And and we'll, think do, we'll think of something and we'll do that later. All right. If you want to win a Weston Pike F2 carbon uh, pike right, replica helmet, a fantastic helmet, by the way, from the folks at Fly Racing, flyracing.com. They make much more than gear, Randy. They make bike stands. and I know what they make. Bu- oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you they, seem, they, you they, seem hey, a little uh, irritated dude, right they now. Do, they do a good job. I'm not bagging anything they do. I'm not saying. There's, they do well, a, you're looking at me like I'm an idiot or something. They do a good <laughs> job there. They do a good job. Um we're just going to pick a random uh, emailer. So, contest at pulpmexshow.com. We'll draw next week. Uh, thanks to the folks at Fly Racing for that. We're giving away a, a great helmet. So, uh, contest at pulpmexshow.com. We'll come up with the Dean Wilson trivia question here shortly, right? What's the fly question? Just we're doing a rat. We'll pick a random number. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's really easy. Um, all right, JT. Uh, what else uh, from Indy struck you as uh, standing out? What do you? What's your? What's your thoughts on the maybe the best race of the year? Uh, you know, it was kind of a. Uh, I feel like it's the first time in a long time that I that I remember the track being what I used to race on. Thank maybe you. Maybe not the end of my yes. career, but thank you. Ten years ago, twelve years ago, that's how the tracks were half a year. Yeah, we brought like, that up like all that. the time. Yeah, yeah. So it was uh, just watching those guys. I couldn't believe how bad those guys have gotten at those conditions <laughs> because they never ride it. They don't ride that stuff anymore. I mean, uh, those guys crashing everywhere. I did think you, Weston crashed every time he was on the track did, all night, did, all day and all night. Did you see Villeman's call him today? He said the same thing. He was like, these guys, what are they doing? No, I, I, just, I was watching, like, he said the same thing. He's just like, we used to race on this stuff all the time. And, yeah, there was so many. Uh, Kennard said somebody in front of him went from the far left – 
off the track on the right. One lap. That happened. A lapper. <laughs> he said he went completely 90 degrees off the track. Like, he's just like, how are you I doing? mean, I remember riding Atlanta where you would take off in a rut and land in a rut. Yeah. The entire goddamn track. Yeah. I mean, and I was like, oh, I'm not cut out for the Supercross. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I, feel like, I feel like a little bit is, is um, you guys are all being like, you know, I used to walk uphill to school both ways. Yeah, you know? I but, feel like we are too. Like I wanna... hate to talk like but, that. I actually, but... I actually walked in the snow to school. <laughs> so did I. Yeah, well, you're Canada, Michigan, yeah. Fair but enough. but uh, but I think there's truth to what JT was saying. Those they they didn't used to use lime, or they didn't know about lime, or it, I don't it, know. It's too was... much too much track prep nowadays compared to back in the day. I mean, I'm with JT. I mean, some of the tracks, obviously on the East Coast, it was it was a rutted mess. I mean, weekend and week out. There was also Friday practice. There was a Friday practice where the track was, yes, you know, yeah, hammered, hammered. There was. I tell tell Trey all the time. I tell Trey all the time. I saw uh, Friday practice in Atlanta in '96. I was still, you know, I was a junior in high school. Uh, I saw Jeremy McGrath on Friday rolling all three jumps of the triple. Everyone was doing it, but you know that was McGrath's domination year, and even he could double the triple. Uh-huh. Either roll double or double in. He couldn't do either one. He had to roll all three because yeah. it was so rutted. You're but, right. Uh, but, but does that but does that make it? And I'm with JT. But does that does it does that turn fans away because they don't see the no, guys? No, yeah, I don't, now. I don't think it's a good thing. I just think it's that was the first time that in a yeah. long time I'd really looked mm-hmm. at a track and be like, holy cow, we're yeah. a long way from where we used to. <laughs> you know, somebody in the chat room has a good 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 post, uh, um, and this goes to the motocross the nations. America's lost what four years in a row. Um, because those tracks, and if you talk to the to the riders after, they're like, "Man, this track was so brutal. So gnarly, it worked. Yeah. It worked me so bad because they don't touch it. Um, the GPS, they leave it, and we're grooming and watering. You use the same rear tire. You use the same front tire combination at every national. Yeah. You 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 have the same dirt. You have the same prep, sawdust and water and everything else. And and it goes to the Supercross track prep as well. And these routing facilities, the practices at their houses with the man friends grooming their tracks and watering their tracks. Yeah, maybe we become a bit pussified. Yeah, but that, that's kind of. I think they've done that more to make the racing better, though, right? No I mean, dust, it, no everything for yeah, spectators. Well, you mean? Or, no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking. Obviously, a rider can go a lot faster. That let's just say that's not a dungy or a rocks and a guy that if he's not really good at ruts or that rough, he can still keep up with those guys because the track's smooth. It's not dusty. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they do that just to make the tracks a little bit more competitive. The racing stays better, but. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I like when it's gnarly like, and, and rutted. And JT, we were talking about Anderson losing by twenty nine seconds, and look, he got third, so that's awesome. Great job by him. He came from the back. But I was asking Paul and uh, and Randy here earlier, like, does that is it is it are we to celebrate Dungey and Roxon for being so good, or the fact that the third place guy was thirty seconds back on a forty five second lap time track? Like Jesus. They left us well, I think, Sixth. I, I yeah. think Sixth. you're seeing, I think you're seeing both of those two push the limit of what they have. And when they're both on their game, like we've seen them, you can see how much better they are because it's back-to-back weeks now between Santa Clara and Indy. Mm-hmm. Those guys were together, and neither of them could separate from the other. But they were just gone from everyone else. So I just think you're seeing, and it usually pans out that way. Um, as the season wears on, these guys start, you know, that three or four months of racing in a row beat you up, you know, beats you down mm-hmm. and it's really hard to maintain that level. And you're kind of seeing the cream of the crop right now, as far as those two kind of separating themselves. Uh, and I expect to see that down the stretch. I think those guys are going to be 
in contention for the race win, and they'll probably split split wins the rest of the way. So, JT, do you think that they're both, because they're both getting better and peaking, do you think our outdoor series is going to be more competitive and better? Because, I mean, I, I kind of thought it's going to be a dungy show outside but we talked about this last week jt seems to think and i do too that tomac will be on dungy's level outdoors dungy and rock yeah, I, uh, yeah. I think tomac will be in the fight absolutely i, I you know I, the interesting thing for me will be that i want to see if roxon uh here we go is, i don't know what i was gonna say no i want to see if he's in a better place equipment wise than he was last year oh okay because I, I think that he was really struggling uh with his bike to match the KTM last year. I just didn't feel like he really had much of a chance, honestly. You know, his he starts ha- were way off. He has he to, right? Watch him and he didn't. Yeah. He, I mean, he finished the outdoor season last year very, very competitive. He won races and won motos. Yep. Right, I think. At the so. end of the year, yeah. yeah. At the end of the year. Yeah, yeah he got so, better. Right. Yeah. Right. So that'll be interesting to I see. Hope. I think they will be better. But, um, you know, I think those two will be really, really good. And then I want to, you know, Tomac will be back in the fight. I think Barsha will be much better than we, you know, obviously he turned it up completely and turned the ship around last year outdoors. So I'll mm-hmm. be interested to see if he can kind of flip the switch, as Steve and I like to say. Uh, but I think it'll be more competitive than we see right now because from what I've seen the last two weeks, those are the only two guys that can win a race, you know, as we sit right now after, you know, 12 or 13 weeks of racing. I think Kennard comes into the mix in outdoors too, honestly. Canard, Roxon, Tomac, Dungy, and uh, Anderson. The best five outdoors, right? Um, Am I missing somebody? Stu? No. Stu? JT? Stu? No. I don't think Stu's in good enough shape. I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um. <clears throat> You guys are going to discount guy went 24 and 0. All right, cool. Cool, right on. I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> you, I'm got, joking. Hey, you got him in the top five? I mean, good God. Uh, I, I, are you going to call us out? I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm a Stu fan. Uh, I'm a Stu fan. Yeah, I'm, I'm having I, a hard time. I'm with you. He's gnarly. But, I, I mean, just from what we've seen this year in Supercross, it, it's hard to say if he can be in there. Can he be in there? I, I think he can. What if Stu shows but, up with – Fly jersey and seven pants. <sighs> yeah, he'd be doing it. That'd be great. <laughs> so yeah, that would be a weird move considering he owns his own gear company. But hey, yeah. I mean, whatever. Uh, I'd be happy to send him some stuff. We got, we got a question <laughs> online too, Sinjin. What's up, Sinjin? Oh man, Jimmy, <laughs> what is happening? This is like, if you remember what you asked me, our predictions were for East Coast this year. I mean, I just look like the biggest fucking moron. Did you say he was going to win East Coast Engine? I don't remember. I, I mean, that East wouldn't Coast be far Coast. off. I said, I said, I think I predicted him like seventh in points. Jerk off by the end. Um, yeah. And what is ha- like? I feel like happening? I talked to Georgia last week, and she showed me X-rays of Jimmy Sternum, and I was like, "Why is he? He's out for a while, right?" And I just assumed he was when I talked to her about his injuries. And I don't know if he was being made to race for sponsor money. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, t- I, mean, I saw the pictures. I mean, obviously we didn't see X-rays, but I mean that thing looked swollen like none other. He didn't make the night show, in case people are wondering. Jimmy Albertson race didn't make the night show. Sinjin, his biggest fan. Um, 
I feel like he had to race for Superstore or something, right? I, I get all their team press releases because I'm a team sponsor, and okay. um, I know the whole entire team is riddled with injury, and they just let Mark well, Worth a, go, but wait, I, I thought Jimmy was healthy. They're a, they're a Tucker team. Yeah, they, you guys are. No, 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 no. Superstore. No, 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 That's why Seven sponsors them. You're right. <laughs> wow, that's a different deal, but you guys know what's going on with that oh, team. JT, listen to these guys. Listen how coy they're playing. Listen to how... How are we playing Koi? How are they a Tucker team? Yeah. Yeah. But oh. let's go even before the sternum. I mean, it hasn't been... A, like, well, I have I have high expectations for Jimmy, and even before the sternum, it wasn't going... Sinja, I love Jimmy. You know that. What have I always don't, been saying? Don't, 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 don't you say it. What have I been saying? What have I always said since I learned he was going to 250 class? It wasn't a good idea. Thank you. It's not a good idea. He, I it, mean, it's like... JT went like to 250 like, class 2 in 09. It was terrible. JT was you're racing. Gonna start, you're going to start that now? Well, I'm just saying it's hard for these guys who He's are... He's very four, confrontational tonight, 450 JT. Vets. They're 450 vets. They've been in the class for a long time. It's hard when you don't have the equipment that the top guys do and you have the mentality of being in the 450s for a long time. Okay, it's, so here's my last two questions for you. Uh... A, where do you see him next year? Do you see uh, like do you see him on a 250 again? No, I hope not. Him? God, I hope I not. I see him as team manager next year. No, don't what? <laughs> oh, was I not supposed he, to say he, that? He, he didn't like he didn't like that. He didn't like that. Sorry, those questions for Steve. Carry on. <laughs> I mean, I think he should be back in 450 class. JT, do you do you agree? Um, yeah, I would say either Paul's answer or back. Yeah, but Superstar's not running a 450 team, so cancel it. He's on a 250 or Kyle he's Cunningham's team manager. on a 450. Oh, on the opposite coast, dude. Come on. They're still at all the races. I mean, they're going to all the races. Put the guy on a 450. That's not what they were That's not that's what they were contracted that's not to what do. From though. Suzuki. Yes. yes. From Suzuki. Yes. They were contracted to be a 250 team. That was just a... Okay. That was done because they're riddled with injury and they wanted more bikes on the track. Why did Mark Worth get let go? I don't know. Okay. It's worthless. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Sinjin. Uh, Sinjin hung up. He was upset at your answer. Oh, wow. <laughs> he hung up. I might that get blocked. About Mark Ruth. Actually, Mark Ruth is actually really good as an amateur. He just that, that sucks to your first lap. You get hurt, and then they, you get fired. Yeah, like what I, happened I don't know there? The details. Yeah, I don't yeah well, he, we, he literally did half a we lap. Were, we were talking about this. Somebody was hitting me up on Twitter over and over about uh, Politelli leaving the Barn Pros team and Brady Kiesel coming in, and this guy needed to know what happened. And I'm like, who knows? That's what happens in these teams. They just quit. They get fired. I mean, there's somebody nothing. doesn't get paid. <laughs> yeah, like there's no, you know, there's no big deal here. Like somebody's struggling, and they go, I'm out of here. Yeah. F you guys. The team says F you. The riders says F, F you, you and then they leave. That's it. F so, you, dude. There's no real big conspiracy behind like these things that happen, you know? Uh, Speaking of those teams, did you see how many times Benny Boss crashed? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Rough day. Oh my gosh. Rough yeah, day. Went through hell. He was not. Hey, he was good in the main. To be, he was like what seventh for a little while. I was but, bummed I didn't pick him a fancy. Then he cartwheeled, and I was like, okay. Do you pick. feel like he's maybe too tall to no, ride? Fine. To ride ruts or something. I mean, maybe like he's got to have massive feet, right? And maybe his feet were getting caught in the ruts. He was the guy that had the bloody foot at Loretta's a few years ago, right? Yes, correct. yeah. He jumped off a cliff at Loretta's, yeah. ruined his foot, yeah. raced with a bloody foot each race. Yeah. Uh, is this Nate? Nate, you there? Uh, which Nate are you looking for? Uh, you, Nate. Oh, okay. 
What's up, bro? Told me there's a couple couple nates that called in. Yeah, yeah. What's By the up? way, I'm the I'm the one time contest winner that uh, came in the studio like three years back. What'd you? Your drooper story. You won a con- you you came to suit in the I was a, okay. in the studio the real big tear tear drooper tear drooper story. Tear Lots to refer to it. Mm, and and be, because of that, we let you sit in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that seems odd. Story, that sure. seems odd that we would let someone sit in the studio just for a good story. But I guess that's what we did back then. You got a good heart. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, uh, I had a question about Roxton. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, JT kind of touched on a little bit about you know he's been struggling to find his bike set up to match the KTM, and it seems like he's found something that's been working for him. Do you think that will affect uh, him finding a ride next year? Like, is he gonna want to stay with? The, I mean, do you think he'll go chase money? Or take a big money contract, or now that he's kind of getting comfortable at Suzuki, we you think he maybe has learned from leaving. We uh, that maybe Nate, he needs to. We yeah, we sorry. think he's leaving the Honda. We we don't know for sure. That's the hot rumor in the pits. Uh, have you guys heard like officially like that you think it's done? I mean, I I heard from a really good source about. Four months ago, that he said the ink is all but dried. But hey, yeah, no, I've kind of heard the same thing. Know. But I don't know. I've heard it from people like I'm not exact. Like you know, like I'm like yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I think he'll be fine. So we 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 think that, and he's going to wear fox pants with an answer jersey. No. Okay. Um, Nate. So yeah, we think he's going to Honda. We're pretty sure. Oh, uh, so yeah. So finding the setting on Suzuki, that's not going to affect this decision. No, I don't think so. I don't think so, man. Right. So all right, all right, all right. Thanks, Nate. Steve, get this for the dogs. Do you see this thing? <laughs> we can't. Don't do that. Don't watch the oh, show. Sorry, sorry, yeah, because I get it, and I don't know what that is. It's but fucking awesome. It's um, crushing those dogs. <laughs> it's crushing those dogs. Um, all right. What uh, What else do we want to talk about? JT, what else you got? Um, I don't know. How was uh, MotoGP, JT? Oh, here we go. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I, MotoGP was the quiet. race was actually really boring. It, Marquez I, always wins that damn race. He's never lost in America before. Nobody yeah. cares. Okay. Uh, Rossi crashed the second lap, and then, yeah, I was not really Did you on that. meet any of those dudes? Yeah. I he to met them. Keanu I Reeves. Every time. Yeah, I saw I Yeah. Was he cool? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously he's getting hit up by every person on the planet for a picture, so I'm sure he would stick it up. But His photo he, with you, doesn't he doesn't look pleased. No, and I saw Burner took a picture with him later, and it's exactly the same face. Was he mad because you were asking him to, to, to quote a bunch of uh, point, oh, break, point you, break quotes? No, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't that guy, but what? there was a bunch of clubs there. You know uh, Jason Lee? You know who that is? Yeah, no. I know who Jason Lee is. Actor? Yeah, yeah. he was there. He was, he was really nice, too. If you, um, if you would have said, Utah, get me two. That would have been so good. Keanu actually yeah, didn't say yeah, you, I mean, you know, you That was Gary that Busey guy. that said that. Hey, Mallrats, you never saw Jason Lee? Mallrats? Yeah. Come on, dude. I, I don't think I have. Wow. Calvin and the Chipmunks? Yeah, right? Hold on. Jason yeah. Lee was from uh, that TV show. Um, he's really funny. He's Kevin Smith's guy. He's in Kevin Smith's movies. Yeah, yeah. Mallrats, yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Mallrats. He's yeah. in Mallrats. <laughs> I mean, I said it an hour ago. That's fine. <laughs> uh, where's that photo of Keanu? Where, where'd you set where, What group text was that, JT? Do you remember? Uh, probably the one with Moser and Swissfer. Okay, hold on. Let me look. I just want to hit a motocross. Was he? <laughs> oh, the ones that said dog. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was fucking awesome. That's our. Oh, here we go. 
uh, Travis, take a look at JT's photo of Keanu. So, like, you just said, hey, can I get a photo? And he's like, oh. Like, he grumped? Like, did he mumble it, or did he? No, no, he was super nice. Oh, okay. He was really, really nice. I think that's just his picture face, because he, hey, I can send you a picture of him with Burner, and it is the exact <laughs> same face. Yeah, yeah, because he gets hit up with photos 18 million times, so he just looks oh, in the camera. Was, right? I watched him do it with hundreds of people. literally saw him do it with hundreds of people during the day, because he was in a lot of the same spots I was, as far as viewing areas. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was just nonstop. Were you with Chad? Yes. So yes. when you're with Chad, all these dudes know him, right? Like not Keanu, but I mean the MotoGP dudes. They all... Oh yeah, they they huge fans. Huh? MotoGP guys are huge Moto. Did they ask him why Blake Baggett beat him at Indianapolis? <laughs> no, you know it's you know with Chad especially, he was when they were young because they're all those guys are endemically other than Rossi, they're young. Um, so. When Chad was at his best, like mid 2000s, that was kind of their age when they were big fans, like they were kids. So that's why they're such big Chad fans, is because he was kind of a lot of those guys' hero, you know, growing up. Because all those guys are 20, 21, 22, 23. And Chad being 10 years older, um, if you do the math, they're like, you know, that 12 year old fan age when he's kind of killing it. Mm-hmm. So. Why is Keanu wearing, um, why is Keanu wearing Arch Motorcycle Company? What is that? That's his. He owns a. He is he owns a racing team his, uh, or no? They make motorcycles though. He makes motorcycles. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I mean, he, when you when you have as many movies and as I, I can't even imagine how much money that guy's made. Is like you kind of do whatever you want. You want to make yeah. motorcycles? Yeah, okay, yeah. Make motorcycles. He's Canadian, by the way. Is he? Yeah. Really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Born in Toronto. That guy's been, have you ever Have you ever read like anything about that guy's life, man? He's had a rough go. Other than his success, obviously. Yeah, terrible life. God, I can imagine life. all the orgies no, and stuff man. he's had. No, seriously. Like, if you look, like, I'm not going to bring it up. Oh. It's a long story. Is, but is he's it... gone through some serious tragedies. Like, really? Bad, bad deals, yeah. Like, really bad. Like, the worst possible things that could ever probably happen to someone he's gone through. It's bad. Oh, wow. Who knew? Yeah. All right. Um, thanks, buddy. Thanks for coming on tonight. All right. See you guys. Appreciate Later, it. All right. Later, see you. JT. I was, yeah. uh, I was really hoping that uh, JT and Randy would get in a big shouting match. About gear, you were you were trying to get it to go. Yeah, but. it's not going to happen. I just wanted them to very competitive, you know, industry, and so it'd be great if they started yelling at each other like I had that guy. And let's see your offer sheet. Put it on the table. JT and I aren't battling <clears throat> over anybody right now. Um, negotiations are going though for next year. Like they're they've been rolling right for everybody. Sure. I mean. Right? It's now going. Yeah. It's, it's been, been going, going. It's been going right, for a while, right. yeah. I know. I feel like every year it gets sooner and sooner. Like, literally, A1, people are talking about the next year. So. Oh, I like JT. He's good. I got no problems with him. Uh, RoostMX.net, uh, Pulp Nation Co. saves 20%. They got a new Blame Pie t-shirt. Uh, whole Pulp MX section for these guys. They've been in business for 17 years. 48-hour turnaround. Custom graphics for your bike, your t-shirts, sticker kit, trailer kits, tra- trailer graphics, and more. Cycle Trader, Rock River. Runs Roost MX Graphics, uh, Colt Nichols and Luke Resland, who and Tommy Hunt. Resland did well this we- weekend for a first time back after a while. Uh, Roost MX bringing you our next guest on the show. He is Monster Energy Pro Circuit Rider, Adam Cincerillo. What's up, AC? What's up, Steve? How are you? I'm good. What are you doing? I'm actually just outside uh, my patio. I got a little pool out here, a little light. Oh. Huh. Silence, you know. Alan's here. Alan's in, uh, oh. in California now, so. Oh. I need my I need my private time back here. Is Chuck and Cali? Oh, he's here. You uh-huh. didn't see my Twitter today? No, oh, you saw it. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. No, yeah, I, you did. I saw no, an Insta- I saw an Instagram where your foot was pointed forward or toe was forward or something. My uh, 
yeah, my dad just came out here uh, on Friday, and he brings Chuck right on the plane. Like, and Chuck, no worries. He he sits uh, right at the right at the feet, even if it's in coach or anything. He he runs it like a champ. Okay, he's, so you have a therapy vest for Chuck. He's big yeah. though. Can he? Isn't he big? I don't. Yeah, he's big, but he doesn't mind. I he just, he just lays right down there. I'm no sorry problem. to say this, but I'm not happy with sorry? you. With, Are you you're sorry? I made fun of him for that earlier. Yeah, yeah, they already bagged on me for that. All right, all right. I I love dogs. I rescue them. I've had so many dogs in this house, it's not even funny. Adam, you know that. But I've heard. But Chuck is not a therapy dog. Your dad does not have problems in his life where he needs Chuck with him. Everybody needs a little Chuck in their life. <laughs> look at him. This therapy dog. Look at him. You look at him in the eyes and uh, you tell me that you don't need that. Everybody needs Chuck. That. Chuck is pretty cool, but this therapy dog on the airplane stuff has got to stop. It's got to stop. It's insane. I saw this Marmaduke this weekend with this lady. She had a massive Marmaduke. What if you're on a plane and you don't like dogs and you freak out? <laughs> but don't fly. <laughs> so, so now people can't fly because of dogs? Uh-huh. Well, no, or, or learn to like dogs. I mean, I, mean, I love dogs. I just... I don't know what's going on. Even. I don't know what's going on in this world. Hey, thanks for coming on the show. You finally, I'm sure you turned down, you've turned myself down two or three times, and uh, yeah, you get mad at me every time. And DMXS probably asked you, and 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 everything, everybody else, and you're finally doing some media. I like it. Thank you. You get upset. You get upset when I say no. I, I try to come up with a valid reason, and then you, then you want you want to argue it with me, and then it turns into a big fight. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I I take it personally. Well, at least you don't do other shows. Like you say no, and then you do other shows. So, um, yeah, well, I should. Thanks, thanks a lot. Uh, yeah. Listen, so you're you're back riding. You broke your wrist. You're back riding. Uh, Outdoors is the goal, right? You can. Will you be at Hangtown? Yeah, outdoors is the goal. Okay, we should be good for that. We should Uh, be. Yep. Yeah. So if people, I mean. I don't know because I kind of went off social media, yeah, you and did. internet, really completely for a few weeks there after after I, uh, I broke my wrist. But basically, I was just getting ready for Supercross and I crashed at Milestone mm-hmm. and uh, just broke uh, the divicular in my wrist, which is you know scary bone to talk about. But yeah, uh, I guess the, the, the main the main complication with that normally is like the ligaments and uh, all that stuff, and I never really got too much into it mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't really know specifics but <clears throat> all i know is mine is is pretty relatively straightforward and uh, it was just an eight week eight week recovery time so mm-hmm. and, and it feels i'm riding with a wrist brace on it right now uh, i've only been back on the bike three days but uh it feels it feels really you know it feels really good so um i mean what, what else am i going to tell you right i'm not de- going to tell you it feels bad but no de- it feels good depression level on a scale of one to fifteen for Tim Ferry, when you first broke the wrist. For oh, okay, I get it. Uh, well, I think every time, I mean, every time I've gotten hurt in this little this little stretch run I've been going on here, it's like the first the first couple of days is like I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know, you're quitting. I'm not, I'm not doing. I'm not <laughs> right. doing this anymore. Like, right. there's no way. Like, what's right. wrong with me? Right. You know, like this is just this is just too much. Then you start thinking about. I mean, if I'm being honest, it's like, man, this is kind of embarrassing. You know, like, what am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, I, everybody else is racing. I'm not racing. And, you know, I, that just sucks. Like, I don't I don't want to, I don't, I want to disappoint people anymore, you know? But mm-hmm. the more, the more you think about it and the, the longer time goes by, I think to myself, you know, because I do, 
I have a lot of self-belief you mm-hmm. know, in my ability. And and then you think to yourself, okay, I'm done. And then I'm going to leave that on the table, you know, and not leave. If I don't turn every stone, you know, po- if I don't do everything possible to be, you know, to win races and, and, and reach my potential, if I don't do everything I can, mm-hmm. then I'm never, I'm never going to be able to live with it. You know, yeah. I, if I, if I do everything I possibly can and it doesn't work out, you know, that's different, but uh, that's the way I look at it. You know, you just, I, I just know I would never be able to, uh, you know, I'd never be able to live with it if I didn't give it everything I had. Well, like, I know it's depressing, and I've, I I know I get angry at you when you don't do interviews that I want, but I, I meant what I was texting you, like, this is just a blip. You're, how old are you? 20? 19. Okay. 19. You're 19, like, this is still just a blip in your career. Um, and, and, you know, two, three years from now, you win in a bunch of races, you're back, your shoulders are good, your wrist is in the rearview mirror. Nobody thinks about it. You know what I mean? But I know what it's got to be. It's got to be crushing, yeah. like you said. I mean, I, I agree. But, I agree completely. And, and guess what? Halfway through the summer, I win a race, and then, like, you know, what injuries? Like, yeah, no, nobody we're, cares. We're all people, gargling people your – yeah. no, we're gargling your nuts, all of us. Very, short memory. People have a very short-term memory, uh-huh. even, you know, even when it, when it comes to wins, too. It's the same way. You know, success and, uh, you know, failure. People have a short-term memory, but – you know, for me, and it's not, it's not even, it's not other people. It's for me. I want to be out there more than anything. You know, I, this is what I've done my whole life is race. And, you know, growing up, I was, if I wasn't racing Loretta's or, you know, something like that, I was, I was racing locally on the weekend. You mm-hmm. know, that's what I did. Yeah, you Medaglia know, I Brothers. Weekend. Right, Medaglia yeah. Brothers. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, uh, he kicked my ass before, before I went pro. Right. Yeah, I know. Future, I, but, I know. Uh, yeah. But, you know, that's, that's what I do. I race and I, I like that more than anything. So, uh, you know, it, it's disappointing, but, uh, you know, I, I'm going to write a, uh, a good book one day. Hopefully. I mean, Red Dog, I hate to bring it around Timmy, but usually I do. You know how I do it. Oh, no, no, no. You don't hate it. No, I don't hate it. Red Dog went through a stretch of uh, seven, eight races in two years, couldn't figure out his wrist injury, lost his ca- Yamaha ride, um, you know, struggled with uh, with the, with the wrist, got, got the right doctor, got it fixed. And got a, back to a factory carry ride, and no one even remembers. I was his mechanic. We were barely racing. You know, these things. Uh, Muskan was hurt for a while to start his career um, a couple years ago. We broke his arm, right, yep. at Freestone. Then he – thumb? Okay, thumb, yeah. Um, anyways, these things happen. Yeah, it, it's got to be uh, depressing and frustrating if you're Adam yeah. Cicerillo. But, yeah, you know. No, and in, in the way I try to look at it is is to even – even with the injuries and, and all that stuff and – you know, it's really easy to say, you know, I, I've been fortunate, you know, through my career to have a lot of success and uh, have a lot of fun along the way. And, mm-hmm. sure, you know, the last couple of years, they haven't been, it hasn't been super fun. You know, I want to be out there and I want to be successful. Even even last year during outdoors, I I, I loved it. You know, I, I left Glen Helen and I got, I mean, I was, I was terrible. I think I got like ninth or tenth, but I just rode bad. And mm-hmm. still, like when I lay my head down at night, you know, I'm still more, more more satisfied, more fulfilled, even going there and getting my ass kicked, you know, because it's just, you know, you just have that sense of, like, that's what you're, you know, that's what you're born to do. Like, you know, it just means everything to you. So even in, you know, even in these dark, I guess these dark times, you want to mm-hmm. call it, I may still have a great life. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to blow it out of the water. Yep. But, you know, I'm still, I'm still grateful. I've gained perspective, you know, being on the sidelines and, uh, you know, learning what I'm, you know, what I'm really, what I'm really thankful for, you know, I mean, that's very cliche, but, uh, 
you know, that's just kind of been my mindset is kind of finding the stuff that, you know, hey, I'm, I'm a pro motocross racer. I, I'm still uh, signed to a, you know, factory team. I have all these people behind me. People still believe in me. I still have my, my family, my friends, they're all there. So, uh, you know, there's there's not too much to complain about. No, you still got Chuck. Chuck's there for you. And Chuck, yep. Yeah. And I have a PlayStation 4. Yeah, sitting, there we go, uh, bro. Big screen TV <laughs> in my in my in my room in uh, California. Right. Um. So. Uh. Actually, looking at the uh, reading your Instagram, you had a nice little post. You you said it to the uh, the people that have been bagging on you, and I guess some jerk off today on Twitter said, "Adam, don't get hurt before the show or something." That kind of stuff yeah, that's, gets that's a little a old. One, actually, what's that? That's a good one, actually. Yeah. Um. You. Uh, and I saw your Instagram thing. I guess that's the shit you got to put up with. But that's the flip side to you were great. You've been great on social media. You share your life. You talk about what you're doing. You you, you have Insta banger corner videos and things like that. And you're going to get the downside, I guess, right? You have to put up with it. But it doesn't mean oh, you have totally. to like it. But, yeah. Totally. But the way I look at it is, I mean, I know, you know, you can be smart enough to know what people are going to say when you post it. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it's just like people don't you know i just got back on the bike last week but i posted a picture of me going through a corner today it's well you're you're posting all these videos why aren't you racing like why weren't you in indianapolis <laughs> yeah, right. you know this weekend and you know people there's nobody's ever gonna understand that completely but that doesn't deter me from uh you know from posting stuff like that and mm-hmm. you know with that instagram thing i put out last week i just i just want to give people kind of a perspective and you know of kind of what i'm you know, how I see, how I see things, you know, I mm-hmm. obviously I have a, 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 a decent following on social media and, uh, you know, it's been, it's been hard cause you know, you don't have a lot of stuff to post about, you know, when you're, when you're going through injuries and stuff like that, it's like a photo shoot here, a photo shoot there and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of what you're doing on a daily basis. But I just want to show people, you know, cause they don't see me a lot and they're wondering, you know, what's going through his head. He's had, you know, all these injuries and, uh, you know, what, what do you think about the people bagging on them and stuff? And I just want to, you know, I just like, you know, I just, I put myself in my shoes looking at another athlete like that. And, you know, I'd want to see you mm-hmm. know, what his mindset is about it. So yeah. I just like to give people, you know, a little insight. Yeah, no, I liked it. I thought it was good. So. 702-586-PULP. You got a question for Monster Energy Pro Circuits, Adam Cincerillo, brought to you by RoostMX.net. Official gear, the Cycle Trader teams, Colt Nichols, Luke Reslin, Tommy Hunt. Uh, RoostMX.net, save, Pulp Nation code saves you uh, 20% with those guys. Um, hey, you uh, you made a real – we haven't talked to you publicly. Um, you, you separated from Alden Baker. That was big news. I did. Um, yep. And I talked to Alden about it a little bit, and uh, he was cool. Um, he explained to me kind of what he thought of that situation. I wrote about it a while back. Um, it was a while ago, but I didn't, just, I didn't see it. Oh, you didn't? I don't read your stuff. <laughs> no, I don't read your stuff. <laughs> Who does? Yeah, well, I got, I got, I don't have a lot of comeback for that. Um, um, but anyways, what sort of went behind your thoughts of making that decision? Because that is big. You've been with Alden since you were amateur, even. So uh, talk about that. Yeah, a little bit. yeah. I mean. You know, I, Eldon and I, uh, you know, we parted on good terms, I mm-hmm. think. Uh, you know, it, we were we were together for a long time. Uh, I think I started with him when I was 14. And to be honest with you, I think I might have started with him a little bit too young. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, you go into that program and, you know, the program works for people and the program doesn't work for people. You've seen it. You've seen it in the past. And uh, the thing about it is it's it is kind of one program. You know, there's there's little you know, there's little adjustments made for different people. And mm-hmm. maybe if you're not feeling so good this day, maybe you, you know, you take this loop, you take the 45 minute loop on the road bike ride and not the hour, 
you know, but other than that, I mean, it, it's pretty, it's not, you know, rocket science. It, it, it's pretty, you know, it's one program. And for me, that program, it just didn't seem, it didn't seem like it was, you know, it was working for me. It seemed like I was kind of going backwards a little bit. And, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, you can't, you can't really take away from it because you see how much success other people have with it. But, uh, you know, for me, I just felt like it wasn't, uh, wasn't right for me. wasn't right for my body. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe it's my age, maybe it was how much I was growing, but, uh, regardless, I just didn't feel like I was making the progress, uh, you know, I needed to justify having such a, you know, mm-hmm. a big program like that. Right. Hey, Adam so. Paul here. Uh, I, I agree with you and, and, you know, I don't think anyone can doubt Alden's program, but I think it's very, um, big of you to do, I think what you thought is best for yourself. Cause I am a firm believer in not everything is works for the same person. Um, and, right. and you have to do yeah. whatever is best for yourself. So I think I, I commend you for, for th- putting yourself first and doing what you think is going to make you the best. Cause I think that's hard to leave, you know, what is arguably the best trainer in the sport. But again, not everything, not something that works for dungeon might not work for you. Exactly. And you know, it, it was difficult because then, you know, and then you think about, well, man, I'm leaving Eldon's program and, and, and from the outside looking in, cause I mean, it's super easy to take myself outside my shoes. You know, I do that all the time before I make any decision. I, you know, I, I like to see what, you know, what people will perceive it as, what people will think. And what I would say is it looks like I don't want to put in the work, you know, because everybody, people associate Elvis program, hard work, mm-hmm. it's gnarly, you know, RC and, you know, all that stuff. And it, it really wasn't about that. It wasn't about uh, work ethic or, you know, laziness on my part. Uh, uh, you know, it wasn't about that. It was just, like you said, Paul, just, doing what I thought was yeah. best for me. And, Screw people. Do what's uh, you know, best I think for you. It, I, th- yeah. I, think it, I think it worked out you know, good for everybody. I have another serious question. Do you th- did your lap times drop when you switched into Fox gear? Did my lap times drop? Yeah, like did you go faster uh, in that gear? <laughs> oh, the, first time, the first time I rode in Fox gear, I was in, uh, I was in California for our team shoot, and I do believe I was the fastest one in the, in the section we were hitting. Just, just uh, you know, based off my own perception. <laughs> gotta, no, no lap times, no, no stopwatch. Hey, gotta be the gear. Mine gotta is, be the yeah, gear. Uh, it was meant to be more yeah, funny. Valade here is very excited with that. With that <laughs> I poked at Valade more with that. <laughs> very. I just like, I just like matching so much. Like you, I, I get the, I get the goggles laid out every morning. Get the Scott goggles. If there's a little X, red in the gear, X you brand. know, some red gloves. And, right. You know, it's all cliche. Everybody, everybody knows the red glove thing and all that stuff, but. I just like matching, man. I got all the different color boots and stuff. I'm about it. Do you think that one day we'll see riders with a fox jersey and a fly pant, like a collab? Absolutely not. Okay. Holy all right. Holy. Fantastic. I'm glad there's yeah, another person that to one. back that, that up. One deep. Well, that was Randy's idea earlier. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. Not good. Terrible. Terrible. Um, so you okay? So you're back riding three days on the bike. Uh, how's the shoulders? Are we all good there? Like, oh, um, the shoulders are solid. Like, um, you had the great. same surgery on the other one that you had on the, the one that went out on you first. Uh, you, the way you explained it to me was kind of a little bit of a hereditary thing, and it was great. And then the other one went, and you got the same procedure done, and they're solid, right? Yeah, they're they're really good. And basically, what I've kind of been told by my by my guy is, I, I was growing. I mean, I was growing so much. I was. I think when I went pro, I was five five, and mm-hmm. now I'm like six six and a half, six one. And just over that time, I guess your sockets, like where the, mm-hmm. I guess where the ball, the the shoulder sits, your sockets are the last thing to grow. You know, so it's basically like the golf ball is getting bigger, but the you know the tee's not getting bigger. Mm. 
So that's what that's what even that's what surprised me during Supercross a few years ago. Uh, you know that one time I raced Supercross, uh, <laughs> it, it might, might n- nothing happened before yeah. people see there was a you know there's like a little crash I, I had in the whoops, but I just it. I just kind of fell over. It wasn't that big of a deal, but I just, I pulled it out and I, I couldn't even believe it because it had been so long. It wasn't like a, uh, you know, it wasn't like a thing that was reoccurring. Like I just put my shoulder right. back in and it was good. You know, it was never like that. So it was, uh, it was a bit of a shock when that happened. But uh, yeah, I mean, according to my doctor, it's kind of, it's kind of something, you know, like I couldn't really, I mean, I guess I could have rode the bike a little better, stayed mm-hmm. a little bit more, more forward on the bike, but uh, you know, Stuff just kind of happens sometimes, but uh, it also when you're owing that much, it's it's really really. And my body type is not, you know, the Western Pike body type anyway, where you can just put on muscle so easy. So uh, I had a couple things working against me, but we got it all sorted now. Everything's you're, really good. Yeah, you look like a monster now on your on your bike on your 250F. Like you might be ha- you Man. might just get out of that class. You might be like Benny Bloss here, bro. Shortly, I think I I think I have the Guinness world record for most handlebar changes in a season last year because <laughs> I, I got on the bike like six weeks before Hangtown and mm-hmm. I mean I swear every weekend I was like man this thing's too low like can we, right. can we make it higher gotta move it up and, uh, and yeah the same thing when I got back on it this time is like the first, I took it off the stand at Milestone and, and I sat on it and I was like dude like man like this is this is small yeah this is small and I, I just remember I mean it was just two and a half years ago three years ago where I was barely just barely touching the ground you know on, on one yeah. side but yeah it's crazy yeah things change i guess puberty right right um randy do you realize that adam's career supercross record is three for five it's, five career races three wins it's, it's solid honestly it's solid. just walk away right now and that, <laughs> that would be your winning percentage good percentage yeah it's a very good percentage. yeah three yeah, for I'll five that one to the bank right yeah. Hey, Adam, it's Randy. So we, we were having this conversation earlier. This is kind of a bizarre question for you, and you might not want to answer it, but you might want no, to. No, 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 I do. We uh, <laughs> we had this conversation earlier about uh, when JT was on, if, if Gannon Odette stays on for the outdoors. Is if, this something that you think is this something that is this something that you would think Mitch would be willing to do or or, or not? And, and Paul and I were thinking, like, if he continues to ride well, and by the way, that's first podium for PC on the East – Mitch is gonna keep him on. Don't if remind me, please. Don't uh, remind me. <laughs> if there's if there's injuries or whatever, Mitch will keep him on. Paul and I both thought so. Randy says we're crazy. I, I did not I mean, say it, you were crazy. I'm just I'm trying right. to get another perspective of it now. Okay. All right, that's all I want to ask Adam. It's kind of, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, bizarre I question for you. I Mitch get it. Mitch only lives a couple miles from me. I can run over and ask him if you want. But <laughs> yeah, go, go take <laughs> the phone the, to him. The, I mean, yeah. the best way. The best way. I mean, if he continues to do good and. Uh, I, you know, I don't really know what his ceiling is. You know, I haven't I haven't watched him a ton since amateurs, so yeah. I don't know how much you know how much better he can get. And I don't know if he's one of those riders that gets a little confidence like he got this weekend and just completely takes off. And uh, you know, if he gets like a you know he throws a win in there and a couple more podiums, uh, who knows? You know, I think it's definitely a lot more likely than uh, just this one podium and you know maybe a couple top five, top ten or so. But uh, from what I saw on Twitter, because I do not watch the races. When I'm not racing, uh, he he rode really good. So I'm stoked for the the whole team. They seemed uh, pretty stoked. Yeah, fair enough. Adam, when where when and where is Ty and Tanner's first major amateur national? Uh, I don't know if it's happening, man. They've been doing <laughs> so good. They've been playing. So they played basketball, much to my approval, mm-hmm. uh, during basketball season. 
Uh, they're pretty good. They, they scored a couple times, uh, but they, they like to take they like to take threes, and they don't make it to the basket. So <laughs> we got to work on our layups. But that's fine. Uh, Steph Curry they're fans. They're playing. Uh, yeah. I, for you guys who don't know, Ty and Tanner is uh, you know Mitch's kids, Mitch's twin boys, and uh, they actually they have a little track at their property they ride on sometimes. But they've been they've been killing it in flag football lately. Like they've been scoring like two touchdowns apiece for oh. going on four weeks now. So I think we might have two little Randy Mosses on our hands. I like that. That's good. Um, I like Steve. Athletic, athletic, and, and fast, and like Steve. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> I just hope you come back racing because I want to, like, you know, have interviews and have intelligent conversations with, with, with you about the track intelligent or intelligent conversations, the race, or something else. Here you go, Adam. Um, had, had, you, had you not had that crash at Hangtown um, when you're in the lead, how much different do you think your outdoor season would have been? How much different would have been? Yeah, um, I forgot about that. Because I'm a believer in like in confidence and 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 getting the ball rolling. And you were on fire in the beginning of that moto, um, and you passed your way into the lead. And I feel like if you would have kept going and you know possibly won the moto, I think your summer would have been a lot different. But you know, obviously, shit happened. Yeah, I, to be honest with you, I I had very very little expectation coming into that race. It's basically the boss's orders. Like, man, don't do anything stupid. Just go out there and ride. <laughs> right. And I, and I wasn't fit and I really wasn't fit the whole summer. And I was trying to get fit, trying to get fit and just kind of wasn't happening for me. But, uh, I mean, to be honest with you, my confidence level is right now. And whether it's true or not, if you, if you give me, if I show up to the race and I'm fit, which I, I believe I can be, mm-hmm. if I show up to the race and I'm fit, I, I, I have no doubt in my mind I will be, like, you can go the pace. Five, like, no matter what, no matter what. Because I just remember, I, I, of course, everybody gets better. You know, I, I've been sitting on the couch. Everybody continues to get better. And year after year, everybody steps up the pace. But uh, judging off last year, you know, like, even even Hangtown, the first race, and, you know, everybody's still trying to find their setup and all that stuff, but. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for those guys to pass me, you know, because I, I wasn't – I went out there for practice, and I was fast. and You were fastest like was, in both both yeah. practices that day. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't feel, I didn't feel like I was riding over my head at all. So just after practice, just that alone, and mm-hmm. because that's not even normally my – like really my deal, you know. I don't – I'm not a big practice guy, but, I mean, my confidence kind of stayed up kind of the whole season. Of course, it, you know, it's got its little ups and downs depending on how you do it, but – I just believe so much that if I can just show up, my biggest stress was just showing up to the race and, and getting tired, you know, cause it just seemed like I couldn't get out of that hole. And, um, but I, I just believe in my speed and, you know, the talent I have and, you know, the bike that I have, I believe in all that stuff so much. I, I mean, if I didn't, if I didn't, I think I would be done by now. Cause you know, you, you doubt yourself so much when you first get hurt, but if you don't have that, that true belief that deep down, like knowing mm-hmm. that you can do it. like you can't just think you just gotta know. Yeah. If I didn't have that, I think I'd, I'd be done by now. But uh, sorry, I got a little off track on your question. Going into about confidence. And um, stuff, but. Hey, I'm looking to transition out of the media a little bit. Do you looking? Are you looking for a rider, coach, slash trainer, somebody like? Uh, uh, no, I'm I, I'm not going to hire you. Have you been mountain biking? Uh, yeah, I, I was I was mountain biking. I yes, was back on the yes, schedule. I, I, I went yesterday. Um, I no look. Check my Strava. I was I was on it, and then I got sick, check and I got to get back Strava. on. It. Hashtag hashtag check my Strava. That's just say. Well, I'm trying to prove it to you. I, I, That's you know. a new T-shirt. Coin it. Coin it. Check my hashtag. Check my. Strava. Are you looking for a trainer? Are you looking to find a guy? 
I mean, or yeah, just, man, you, you. I want you. I'm honestly, I mean, I feel like I could work wonders with you. Some of your technique on the bike, I don't like. I don't like some of the things training wise, but I could straighten everything out. You and everybody else on Instagram. Give yeah, me I know. On how to ride. <laughs> uh, maybe you can tell uh, Al Hombre to unblock me on Instagram so we can we can watch his Instagram videos and stuff. So. Yeah, just, I don't that, know. I that one really unfollow. cut you deep, huh? I might have got, got an unfollow from El Ombre since I left the program. I don't know. Oh, you don't know how that goes? Are you allowed to talk to the people in the program? They bicycle, I don't know. Do they bicycle by I your house so. still? Do they bicycle by your house What's still? That? Do they ride by your house still in Florida? I don't know. I haven't been back since. Mm. I mean, since I left the program, I haven't been back home since, like, Christmas oh. time. Man, I'm missing it. I got a new truck sitting back there. It's if, kind of it's depressing, are, you know? All, the, all this depression has me. If you want some to be non-depressed, you should do what Williamson and I have been doing lately and texting RV. Because that, oh, that is some, that? Oh, that gets you laughing. That gets you uh, excited. That gets you. What's he, he been saying? <laughs> nothing I can repeat on the air <laughs> about the, oh, about some of the guy. some of the riders in the series and some things that he thinks about them um, and how lucky everyone and how lucky everyone is that he's not back. <laughs> I, you I know like what that. I, I when I think when I think retirement, some people think, you know, nice house, nice mm-hmm. car, blah blah blah. I think of you texting me something about some rider that's coming up, and me being able to give my opinion <laughs> uncensored, Freely. And it's not like it. I I'm allowed to. I like I right. I, I val- my career validated my comments. Like right, right. That that's my goal in life. Like that's just kind of like kind of like JT. JT JT's been there. He can say really anything he wants. He's respected. You know, I want that. Right. I want right. Well, uncensored. But but then there comes a point honesty. where, like with RV, where I you really can't talk about that stuff because there's swear words and there's things. No, know. RV doesn't cuss. No, no, not at all. Right. Let me just say that uh, he, he. Let me just say that he strongly feels like he could win right now. Let me just put that out there. He strongly feels that he would still be winning. <laughs> I mean, you oh. really, you really can't say no, he couldn't. No, right? I can't doubt him. No, no and that's can't. what I. That's. I mean, that's it's, what you got to love about his character. That's I, like, that's awesome. I used to. I used to when in 2013 when I went pro, I stayed with RV. Obviously, I didn't. I wasn't old enough to, to have a house in Claremont. Yeah, and I stayed right. with him. And we'd be on the way to you know to meet meet the boys for a road bike ride, and he'd be like, "Man, f this! Like, you know, I'm over this. Like, <laughs> tired today. My legs feel bad." And then right. You know, they get to talking, and it'd be no big deal for him. And then, like, halfway through the ride, he just, you know, he just drops the hammer, and he's <laughs> this machine all of a sudden. I'm like, dude, what happened to F that? Right. What happened to your uh, leg? That was, like, the story. That was, like, the story The story of him. He'd show up to the track one day. I remember uh, one day in the off season, I'm, man, I, I swear I caught him in, in like, a 15-lap moto. And, uh-huh. you know, it was after that little hand injury he had. Uh, he hurt himself at Monster Cup off that, that mm-hmm. triple or that step-on-step-off or whatever. So he's coming back a little under the eight ball, but I was like, man, like I'm ready for Supercross. Like, let's go now. Mm-hmm. And then he shows up the next day, and he's like five seconds faster than me. And I'm like, <laughs> like, what am I going to do with this guy? Uh, yeah. You know, he's what the hell happened? Yeah, he uh, exactly rubbing his hands together, rubbing his hands together, and going clapping, Whoa! clapping, and yep. yelling the hit. Yep. <laughs> and then talking about then talking mad trash on everybody he races against. Oh, he good did times. not care, man. He was the, <laughs> he was the. Yeah, Weimer, Weimer just said it perfectly. He's just like a hillbilly with too much money. Like, <laughs> like that's what he was—just a hillbilly who had too much money.
So, um, all right, Adam. Um, thank you for coming on. Appreciate it, man. Um, oh, no problem, Steve. Anything for you. Oh, thank you, buddy. I uh, actually only I only came on because Paul was on. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's, that's what uh, that's what uh, Dean Wilson said earlier too. So, well, it's a trend. <laughs> um, thank you for your time. Thanks for coming on. Good luck with everything, man. Like I said, keep your head up. You'll be back at the Nationals soon, and uh, we'll all be talking about you. You have too much talent and too much going, I think, work ethic-wise for you to, to, to fail. You know what I mean? I just think this thing will, this thing will work out eventually. Um, I really believe that. So, Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, man. All right. No problem. Thanks, Adam. All right. Later, Steve. All right. See you. Monster Energy Pro Circuits, Adam Cincerillo. What would you guys think? Cool. I like that he's in California. I like that he's doing things for himself, it sounds like, and not mm-hmm. what, um, I don't know, the the trend of what the greatest in the sport is doing, I guess. I right, don't know. Right. So I don't. I, I think it's cool. The, the Alden Baker thing, and I like Alden. I think he's great. JT's a huge believer in his program. We, we battle it's hard over, not to be a believer. We battle that, over text. Right? Well, yeah, I mean, you can't his, not his, believe it. I mean, his guys second, are good though, every but weekend. But hold on a second. What Stop do you, interrupting. What do you do with Weimer, speaking of, Rattray, Townley? It didn't work out. It, you know, he, he, he doesn't – I don't think he takes you into being a champion. I just think he, his program works. You still got to be, you know, have the work ethic and everything else. So JT's more of a, uh, hey, he's going to turn you into this. And, and I get that. But I'm on the side of, like, it's, it's, in, it's in your uh, – I think it's different for everybody. I mean, I think, yeah, could, yeah. I think a, lot, own, a, yeah. a lot of guys could get burned out on that program. I mean, it dude, Adam like started it's basically pretty, like super young. Well, that's the thing. Like, he was on super minis already. Yeah. And, and was, and no, like, and that's you can gnarly. make a case that that was probably too young. Yeah. I right? mean, I don't know. I just think it's cool that he's doing what he thinks is best. And I mean, you can't argue with Alden's program. And that's what makes it so hard for, for him probably to make that decision. But, but I don't think, know, I don't think joining Alden's program is going to make you into something you're not already. Weimer, no, I think Town, that's Weimer, I, Townley, Rattray. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. A, it's more about your character, I think, to be a champion, and that's something so that can't be taught. I think taught. so too. I think you're, if you're going to win, you're going to win, and, yeah. and that's the bottom line. Uh, Alden helps that process along, but uh, yeah. but other guys can also help that process along. So, yeah. uh, with that, let's take our second commercial break. Uh, Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing, and uh, Randy Valade from uh, Answer Racing, ANSR, and. Uh, <laughs> You hate that, don't you? Are you bringing it back? No, I don't hate it at all, but like, I don't know why you got to bring it up every time. Because the answer racing is for a legendary brand, and you should let the Wii in there. Going back, dude. Okay. Also, Pro Taper, Paul Parabinos, Loretta Lynn's champion. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. 
Follow us on social media at Fly Racing USA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And, uh... I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Race Tech? Omaha Zone. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. They offer a full line of high performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world famous gold valves as well. Race Tech suspension. Check it out, bro. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Full-time one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber-mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other 
other than those pesky KTMs, which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike's handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with eight pinch bolts instead of four and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Vent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack, so... There's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it. Most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium is a good choice, and especially if you got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, when talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved the weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their, average, their previous tires, which uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too. you got to think about it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which you know the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking. And uh, that's not to mention their, their casing technology, but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have Michelin Starcross 5, hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the 
power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's, unleash the power within. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and FASCO products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty and go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com 
Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at Roost MX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Roost MX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machine from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machine silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Rocket. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the PULPMX show.
Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. We were back. We were off for a little bit. Internet issues here at the Pulp Mech Studios. Uh, but, uh, Oh, yeah, wait, oops, there we go. Uh, thanks to uh, Paul Parabinos from ProTaper and Randy Valade from uh, Answer for coming on in. Uh, we've got a lot more to talk about tonight. Uh, our guests are done, but, um, yeah, we thank you guys for uh, hanging out. So uh, let's do the Gear Alloy cold call. It's late. RJV, chances that Nick Way picks up? 50%. He's got three kids. He's got... You want me to give you his number? It's the only one of the ones I know by heart. I know, right? He's literally never changed his phone number. Never. Gear Alloy cold call, everybody. Here we go. Gear Alloy. He still has AOL account, by the way. <laughs> I know. NYK586. At AOL.com. Oops. I don't know if we need to do that. That's probably a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's okay. Whoops. Nobody knows. Gear Alloy wheels. Hi. Yes, it's Jagger. Home, please. <laughs> Here we go. Let's see Nick Way. Design engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend. Hi, this is Nick. I can't get to my phone right now. If you leave me a message, I'll get back with you. That's a red button. Thanks. Told you. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Nick Way, Steve Mathis, calling you for the Pulp Mech Show. Randy Valade is here. Perhaps you remember him. 2003, 125 Canadian Eastern Champion. And Paul Parabinos, 2015 Loretta Lynn's champion, calling you to uh, say hi and get you on the show. But you're not listening, you're not picking up. Thanks, buddy. We'll see you. Good luck this weekend in uh, St. Louis and uh, go 27. Nick away, everybody. Gear Alloy, Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan. There's a Gear Alloy wheel for you to choose from a 20 different wheel styles. Available design engineered in SoCal. GearAlloy.com, uh, proud sponsor of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC team. And, of course, they sponsored Jessica Patterson, like, forever. And, uh, yeah, GearAlloy.com. Get your gear. Get your truck in gear. Please, check them out. You guys need some wheels? We'll get you some wheels. Are we going to try them again? We're going to try them again? Yeah. All right, hold on. What's his number? Oh, there we go. Um, yeah, he's never changed his phone number. Neither have I, but I'm not Nick Way, you know? Think how many people must have Nick Way's phone number over the years. Calling up Team Tedders 27, Nick Way. Hello. Nick Way. Welcome to the Gear LA Cold Call. What? LA Gears? <laughs> Are you in the garage working on your bike? Nah. It's too late for that? Are you in bed sleeping? Uh, I'm up to get a snack. <laughs> it's 9.48. Hey, well, um, so far... Um, We've gotten we've gotten Randy very upset about um, some different topics, and one of them was uh, whether or not Gannon Audet would be helped out by Pro Circuit down the road. If Gannon Audet keeps killing it like he is, can you see him getting a ride with Mitch? What did Randy say? Randy Randy said no. No, I never said no. I don't know where you guys are getting Paul? this from. I, uh, I there's a good possibility that he could, but I'm just saying, like, I don't. I I, Gan, I mean, I don't know Gannon Odette, so I can't say anything bad about him. The guy's probably a great guy, but I'm just saying is he hasn't really proved himself outdoors ever, right? Can we not all agree on that, uh, uh, Nick? The question is if Gannon keeps doing. I remember. What? I remember 100% for sure that last year at St. Louis he got caned out in the last chance and didn't make the main. I remember okay. that. Okay. Other than that, other than that, there's not a lot of memorable Gannon Audet stories that I 
really have except for like he's pitted out of the legends and heroes truck so like i i like i respect his like sticking to it for sure yeah i got a third the question yeah. was I mean, is if he legit. keeps doing well if he keeps doing well will mitch keep him on for outdoors doing well meaning because on the coming, podium tonus ain't coming back what about bowers dude yeah well, bowers will be there it'll have a number two two one four on his bike you think Bowers is out for others? Bow- they're gonna they're gonna clip Bowers and give it to somebody else. I don't. That's a that's a strong possibility. It's a zero percent chance happening. You you think Bowers is racing outdoors? Well, I mean, I don't think they're gonna hire another dude when Bowers thinks he is. Oh, they got Forkner coming in. They got Adam coming back. They got Savachi. Savachi. Yeah. I mean, their team's um, not bad. I mean, let's be real. Like the the only reason that they have him on the team now is because Monster made him have a dude. Yeah, he probably used I, I just, pipe before. Let's be real. There's I was under the impression that Bowers was Supercross only. I thought that was always the deal, but maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I've always thought it was too, but Bowers is like, no, I'm good, bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, like, then Bowers will be there. <laughs> I'm like, you're not going to have a lot of fun outdoors. Bowers hasn't been the outdoors what in forever? Has he? Yeah, ever? I don't know if I don't know if it is an outdoor thing. I think I think Bowers thinks it is for sure. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, Nick, the Indianapolis Supercross, uh, more like Redbud than ever before? <laughs> Pretty gnarly, right? Redbud? Well, just the national ruts and everything, just a gnarly track. Does Redbud run up? Have you been to a race ever? Uh, really? <laughs> well, whatever. You walk the track. It's a, It was an out, ruts and outdoor-ish and, and, and more muddy, outdoor ruddy track. That's all. What? What? <sighs> Hey, Greg, you, like, you, you have thinking, derailed. You thinking, like, yeah, Randy, were you like, yeah, dude, they must have brought some dirt from Redbud down. <laughs> <laughs> Shape it up. That's exactly what I thought. Said nobody ever, Mathis. He's mad. Hey, great cold call, dude. Yeah, real great. Real great <laughs> to have mad. a fucking cold call. Guy, guess just makes fun of me. All right, I guess How it was just... I get a set of L.A. gears? It's gear alloy. <laughs> Gear alloy, cold call. You need some out. Al- do they still make LA gear? Is it still LA gears? The shoes? Yeah, the clothing and everything. Yeah, they still make alloy gear. You know who endorsed LA gear was Gretzky, big LA gear guy. <laughs> really? Yeah. You're the only one who knew that. Yeah, I know. Um, how was Indy for you? Was it all right? Did you? Did you? Almost- I, needed, I needed to go four four on the whoops. More consistent. Let's be real. <laughs> yep. 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 I yelled at Nick about that during practice. I was like, "Hey, bro." Four and then well, four. I maybe I should have passed on my riding te- te- techniques that I told Jake. Maybe I should have told Nick this. You're right. What was it, it again? Nice. It would have been nice to see you. Man. Well, it I'm, was valuable advice, Nick. Listen to it. Go ahead. I said, "Hey, Weimer." I said, "You want some riding tips?" He's like, "Yeah." I said, "Stay out of the ruts." Oh, you t- you tweeted me, and I was like, "Real smart, buddy." Oh, did I tweet that to you? Oh, yeah. Damn, I was passing it yeah. on to everybody. I guess I shouldn't have. After after you tweeted it to somebody else, I don't remember who. Oh, you were second fiddle then. I should uh, I should really be careful with my riding advice. You know, I should pick a guy. Uh, did you what's see Pookie? What's Pookie wearing? Uh, probably something from Brittany. Right Maybe now. one more time come outfit. Come up here. Uh, did you see my Instagram with Damon Bradshaw pants? Yeah, you showed me them this morning when we Facetime. Oh, that's yeah. right, we Facetime this morning. I forgot. Yeah. Y- you would appreciate those. Those are cool, right? Yeah, those are sweet. He just liked my photo on Instagram right now. Damon Bradshaw. I did. No, Damon Bradshaw. Oh. Really? No, no comment, Bradshaw? Nothing? Just a like? I don't get a comment? I'm surprised he has Can Instagram. Can he send you some Mission Control ones? I mean, geez. Oh, dude, right? Would it kill you to get some orange front ones? 
I know the purple fronts are not my favorite, but what am I going to do, bro? I can't, I can't, you know, I can't be picky. I love that you look at all your likes on Instagram photos. Yeah, I mean, I just have my Instagram. That's how my like, who does that? Who looks at their likes? Oh, really? You guys, this is how mine's set up. Like my first thing that comes up, like just how many people. Like that's how I really. Now, you click on that to sh- see who liked your photo. No, he's got a not- He's got notifications. If only like six people like it. Oh, you have the notifications no, on. Did Bradshaw like it? Did Bradshaw like this? Does Rollerball have an Instagram account? It- what is Ferry doing right now? I all, like, <laughs> no, my notifications are turned off because it would be nuts. My phone would be going off every. Yeah, you don't no, need those. I can't do that. But I mean, don't be mad. RJV, I'm not mad one bit. That Damon Bradshaw likes my Axel pants. Hey, Damon Bradshaw's a bad dude. I mean, just because they're not answer. I mean, sorry. They're Axel. Hey, it, I mean, we don't need to go back to that. But it's Axel's fine. still around, bro. Clayton Kaysen. Yep. Uh, Antonio Caroli, I think, is better Caroli? Kaysen? Clayson? This this kid from Michigan, who is that guy? This Williamson kid, cat. Uh, he's Jacob, pretty good, Jacob Williamson. Yeah, he's good. He, he, he was strong in the heat race. Is he Axel? Yeah, that? he's Axo. Yeah. Oh, he's Axo. He did yeah. ride good in the heat race. He did. We were watching him. He, he was made, really aggressive. Yeah. He made passes. I was like, Dude, yeah, I someone's fucking going for it. I like yeah. it. He made moves. This guy's now, he, he yeah. picked up Audette's ride. He's a legend and a hero. I didn't I didn't know I Audette had a ride. He out of the legend and hero thing, <laughs> yeah. so like, oh. that's a thing. Yeah, Legends and Heroes has guys, and they had they had Audette, and they let him go to PC. Thank God they didn't block that. They let him go. <laughs> and, uh, and then Williamson, this kid from Michigan who's never ridden a Supercross track until Toronto. I think I read your I think I've read your read your interview with him or something because I was like, who is this guy from Sports Creek? I never did the interview, but it was on RacerX Online. Some somebody, yeah, yeah. I don't really like read that. I don't really read that riffraff stuff. You write very often. Uh, like you, BS. Seen Cirillo just mentioned that right before we got to you that he also does not read anything I write. Yeah, but I uh, but I did read this Williamson interview because I was like, who is this guy? Where is Schwartz Creek? <laughs> In Michigan, not far from. It's not far from where we're from. Yeah. Thanks, I knew it was from Michigan. Of, hey, it's close to Flint. Of, close to Flint. Kids. A lot of flat track dudes from around from yeah. there. Yeah. The guy with the sweatshirt, Terry Poovy. I don't know if he's from Michigan or not. We Sounds saw like we Texas saw him win that two hundred. Me and you, Nick, in 02. We went there and he won the he won the race. What two hundred? Well, whatever the Daytona flat track race is called. The guy was in a sweatshirt. That's not the two hundred. That's not that two hundred. And he was he was he was in a he was in a sweatshirt. Yeah. It did tell two hundred as a as a uh, street bike race, dude. Yeah, whatever. In Florida, whatever. Yeah, yeah at, they do at Daytona. <laughs> they do street bikes at Daytona for that. Yeah. You should read Cycle News growing up, Mathis. Uh, we got Cycle News in Canada. Like we would go three weeks without one, and then we get three in a row in the same day in the mail. So kind of kind of the road the was the road closed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It, it, this, ours, would come, ours would come in Michigan like the Monday after this race, the week yeah, after. The I week know. before, Trust yes, Trust me, exactly. in, Can- in Canada, yeah. not so much. I couldn't wait for that. I had to dial 1-900 pro race. Got to know. Yeah. Oh. yeah, Nick was dialing. Nick's race so long, he was in the result of 1-900 pro race, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. God. Hey, uh, so you're not able to use pro taper, uh, Paul was saying earlier. I didn't realize that. You should pay more attention. Team Tedder is a rental uh, team. How do you no how's the, how does the adjustment to the uh, to the uh, pro taper bars with the rental crossbar pad? Oh come on, we all know that's probably what he does. That goes on. Eighty percent of the pits have that. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey Paul, what are you they? down with the are you down with the adjustable crossbar? What do you mean? Like you know how you the crossbar yeah. you guys have that right? Yeah. yeah. Is that really used by uh, guys or yeah? Is Nick it, Way uses it. Do they really use to. it or they don't use it? Nick Way used to use it. Okay. 
I, I use it on my bike, but I leave it unlocked the whole time. Yeah, which setting do you guys like? They like that. I leave it unlocked, but I think a guy, like a sand guy rides in sand all the time would probably leave it locked, but it's personal preference. Okay. Gives you the option. Or yeah. it's like it's like also, Matthews, there's a lot of people out there, namely Josh Woods, that are the only one I really know of, would cut the crossbar in half and then like duct tape it so it couldn't stab you. Right, <laughs> thinking right. It was, thinking that it improved, improved the flex. So yeah. essentially, Pro Taper has that. Well, ability in a much safer way. We we got these air forks now, where guys are feeling different things through the bars, and you know, what do you think of the air forks, Big Nasty? Huh? Yeah, he thinks they suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is Nasty there? No, I'm kidding. Oh, uh, I, I've never experienced air forks. I have an 06 Honda 450. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt, what do you think? What do you think? Hey, let's Matthew? go. I don't know. All these idiots switching away from Air Forks. I don't know. Maybe they suck. I have no idea. Well, what does Roxon change with his bike this weekend? He says, He's got like, stock clamps now. Those are factory. Yeah, factory. factory clamps. Right, right from hey, the factory. Nick, I think I almost got Randy convinced to either do the Big Six race in Prim or possibly Hangtown Amateur Day. Possibly. Would you please stop begging him on? He's never going to ride again. No, I, I can't let it die. He said, I was like, well, can we work on your bike you know, a couple no, weeks like, just like, ahead like, of time. Like, like let's get ready. Go like ride one sometime. Like, like you're gonna, you're gonna get him on the race. And well, he's just, like not into it. Like I can't get him like, to go practice. A race is more. Well, yeah, he's, he's not gonna, go, he's not gonna, gonna come go right out to a race, would he? Yeah, no, never gonna no. ride again. No, no, he goes I'm right out to the ride. race. I go right to the race. He doesn't practice. There's no practicing involved. We haven't ridden. No, okay. No, he just shows up at the race. Shows up the race. Wow. All he knows is racing. Now he talks about himself in a third person. All we know. That's all we know. That's all we know. Uh, all we know. Uh, so I think uh, I think it's going to go down. Can, I could use your support. I'm thinking Hangtown Amateur Day. Have you ever ridden Hangtown, Randy? Uh, no. Actually, you know, I don't think you have. You haven't? I never have. No, never. I don't once. think he has. No. I well, wrote, that's a he, lot he, I, he wrote every national beside. He he wrote Glenn Helen, but he has never ridden. I don't think that might be the only one he that was on the current schedule when right. he raced. Right. Yeah, it was too. I, that, was, that was too far. I wrote Hangtown on Monday on in 1997, <laughs> and it was national. it was horrible. It was so beat down. Oh my God! It was a concrete and so rough. It was not. Fun. That was the first national I, I qualified for, and I remember. It being in pain the entire drive to High Point after Hangtown, I was like, my body hurts. Then we got to, we got to ride Red Bud Sunday Sunday night, one time one year. Sunday Tri- night, yeah, Moto Triple X days after the national. After the national, oh, that sounds like like great we're time. like somehow like they, they let us like they lit it up for you. Moto Triple X days, like, yeah, like an O like an O two O two, yeah, Nick. We where was the, I? Where I don't know. I we rode the too? track. It was sucked. Oh, I'm, I think you're right. Yeah, like, you, ha- you said you said it sucked. It was terrible. I think we had a. I think we had a magazine test lined up, and they all let us ride. Like somebody rode our bikes. I don't remember that. But. And, and and then I got to ride, and I'm like, this is not fun. This is not fun. Like this is, like pick a rut and braking bumps and on the side of the thing, up on the side of the RJV, nice. right right next to the photo. I, I see it. Hey Nick, is is uh, is Big Nasty gonna do Loretta's again? I don't know. I haven't talked to him much. I'm He's waiting. Very focused, right? He's which very which focused one's right his now. guy? Gavin Faith. Gavin Faith. Oh, he's only like a few points out of the lead. He's did, chasing did, Enduro. Did, and, okay, and wait. Fucking Enduro did they cross race in the, mud, cross titles. in the mud in the fairgrounds? Yeah, Salinas. Yeah, Salinas. It was the first outdoor arena look, cross. It didn't, it didn't even look muddy. And it rained. No, it was fine. Um, Isn't the arena cross series indoors in arenas? Yeah, it was in an outdoor arena. Oh. You know, can, can we and do it was that? on Sunday. Yeah. 
And Ben LeMay won, which actually just suits everything perfectly, right? Open to change in the Arena Cross series. Yeah. I, I like it. Um, who's winning the series? Uh, Faith. Oh, Bloth. Bloth is winning. Why can't I say Bloth? Bloth by a few points, I think. Yeah, and then Faith is close, right? Ben LeMay. I'm really uh, paying attention. Yeah. I'm really paying attention. Faith is really close. Ben LeMay, X-Brand Goggles, by the way. Choice of champions everywhere, like Ben LeMay and Jace Owen. You might, you might have a, a, a choice of a champion. I know. Um... The okay, yeah. So the uh, what was I going to talk about? I don't know. The arena cross series, being an outdoor, being an outdoors, and what? then oh, that was going to lead me to big nasty. So I sent nasty a photo of me dropping the wiener dog gate in a mandingo shirt, <laughs> and I said, "What exactly do I expect for payment for this advertising?" And he wrote me back, "You can't put a price on that, so I won't." Oh wow! I thought he was going to say like five to seven no. jars of normal that was and uh, hot three pickles. jars of hot. I yeah. thought that was pretty unique for Big Nasty. He won't even try to put a price on that. Wow, that's what I'm saying. Can't be mad at him. No, you can't. I like that. I like yeah. that move. Great Maybe response. if you would have put pickles at the finish line, they would all run straight. That it's not really a race. That's what's a big myth about that. Those dogs just go everywhere. Yeah, there's no rhyme or reason to them. They're not greyhounds. No, they're not. No. I like it though. Yeah, no, it's good. Uh, hey, Nick. Uh, Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. I'm going back to the short header. It's better starts. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get some better starts. So you for can sure. find an X model head for your Cowie. Ooh, I got one of those in my Honda. <laughs> I I tried making one of those. <laughs> St. Louis this weekend. Um, what time's practice? Track walks at seven a.m. Oh, you, know, you know who's going to you know who's going to St. Louis this weekend? No. Vincent, just me and him. Oh, nice. oh I'm nice. gonna be on the I'm gonna be on the track and I'll be like Vince, dude, seriously, just sit in the seat. Just stay here. Oh do my move. god, do that's not, crazy. Do not move. Who's gonna watch him? I don't know. Somebody, I'm sure. Will. Bring him up to the press somebody. box. I'll let him experience the moto life, moto media life. Yeah, I'm, he he'd be like more. He'd be better off like having Menanga watch him. And yeah, I'm <laughs> like on Menang's lap while he's like prepping the track. But have Tyler watch him. He, he's right in the game. Um. So what time's practice then? If track walks at seven a.m., nine is the first. Like I think my oh, first practice. Jeez, dude, that's gonna be rough. That's gonna be nice for us on the West Coast, Randy. Roll out of bed, turn on the TV, Supercross is on. I tried. Great. I tried to get out of it today, and the race director is like, "No, you have to go. We have nobody else. We have one other guy, and you. So you have to go, Mathis." Did you get a flight out? Good thing Saturday I came in the night? garage. My header pipe was falling off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got. Uh, I tried to get out Saturday night. Can't do it. So bumped. I guess I'll go to that strip club with the with the bull in it, with the, the bull with it. the riding bull across the river. I don't know. I don't think I've been to one in St. Louis. You got to go to Illinois. Oh, yeah, news to me. Oh, okay. Never that's, been where, that's where you know where it's at. <laughs> yeah, I mean I've been there a few times, a few, <laughs> half a dozen times probably. Yeah. So they open they open an hour they stay open an hour later on that side of the river I think. So something three. Like, yeah. Huh. Something like that. Huh. Or or there's a time change across the river, so you get an extra hour. One of the two. I don't know. Gotcha. All right. Anyways, thanks, NYK. Thanks for picking up. Yeah, Stokes, you guys kept calling. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? I don't know, bro. The gear Alloy, cold call. Thanks, buddy. Send me some L.A. gears. All yeah. right. See yeah. you. All right. Gear yeah. Alloy, everybody. Nick Way. I'm glad he picked up. Yeah. Always, he seemed a little bit sleepy. He's entertaining. Always. We have him on too often on our show, honestly. Um, you listen, so you've heard him. He's a piece of work. Um, you trying to say I don't listen? No, yeah, I know you don't listen. Uh, he's like the one time I think my favorite was uh, Donk was on the line, and then Nick was on the line, and Nick's like, "I need some help with my rear brake, Donk." 
And then Donk's like, okay, I'll be right there. And then two minutes later on the phone, Nick's like, hey, Donk. Donk's like, what's up, bro? And then they start working on a rear brake on the air. Oh. And we're like, huh, can we, can we concentrate on the show here a little bit? And they're like, shut <laughs> up, man. We gotta, we're pumping the rear brake. <laughs> so, all right, X-Brown goggles, tear-off segment. Let's do it. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand Goggles is a choice of champions ever. Brock Tickle wears X-Brand. Matt Bichelio wears X-Brand. Lots of top riders Two wear answer, guys. Two answer, guys. Oh, yeah. Bichelio, yeah. People Maybe, are going to yeah. think you guys are in bed together. X-Brand uh, and answer. Use the code PulpMX16 to save yourself 30% at X-Brand Goggles. EKSBrand.com. They got roll-offs. They got t- Terminator lenses. Gox goggles, kids goggles, brand new straps and and uh, four layer foam. Goggles of choice, champions everywhere. Everywhere. Terminator uses. lenses. Ben LeMay uses them. Terminator. Freddie Noren. Terminator. Yeah, yeah. Terminator. Like the, the. I thought it was called the Alessi Intimidator. No, we called it the Terminator. Oh. Hey, you remember the old lenses that had the eyeballs in them? Yeah, those yeah, were. Those I scots. had to have those. <laughs> those I had scots. to have those. What were they thinking? I don't know. I had I, to I have feel, them. I feel like they sold a lot of them. I'm just saying. I remember wanting those as a kid. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I was old enough where I'm like, those are dumb. When I was young. But you guys are younger than I am. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser for uh, Paul Parabinos, Randy Vallade, and myself. You have uh, 30 seconds on the uh, on the clock. Let's go. Wait, oops, my bad. There. Steve. Yep. What is your favorite gear of all time? Oh, my God. Seriously? Yeah. Fuck. That's what it says. 88, McDi- 88 Mickey Diamond gear. Oh, Answer. that's up there. That is up there. Clock's ticking. 30 seconds. <sighs> Honestly, the rules are 15 seconds. The, the Bradshaw Fox Zebra gear, when that dropped... Yeah. Mind, mind, fucking blown. Yeah, like pretty, so- pretty solid. I had a like, pair of it. Like unbelievable, right? I mean, I had a pair too. It just, what can you do? Uh, yeah, just zebra pink, aqua blue. No, solid. like fuck my life. There's nothing better. Made me put my shoulders back a little bit more yeah. as I walked to the pits in yeah. that gear. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the diamond stuff is up there though, for reals. I love that diamond stuff that he had. That was so rad for back in the day. And also JT stuff. Um, I didn't like the flow orange as much as a lot of people did. The Bailey flow orange, you know. But um, oh, in the dogger, the dogger area, dogger bad bones was pretty good. Pretty good. I had dogger bad yes. bones. I had the Dalmatians like that oh, as well. Dude, that so, was good. Yeah. All right, Randy. Why is your Instagram account private? Well, that's a good question. I. Uh... I mean, I got a wife and kids, and I don't need crazy people following me, so I just I keep it private. If it's somebody that I know, I'll accept them. If not, eh, it is what it is. Mm. I like it. Strong. You're not bowing <laughs> to public pressure. It's not a marketing tool. No, I mean, if you want to, I mean. So for some yeah. people, it is. You yeah. have an answer Instagram account. I got an answer Instagram, yeah. yeah. So there you go. I'm there. Yeah. Right. yeah. Did you post photos of Mickey? Did Mickey make the? Of course I posted photos of Mickey. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's what I do. He was more stoked than that gear than the bike. It really pissed me off. I love off. it. I love it. Oh, fuck. How much work you, you put in that? Like, Where were you, Matt? You, hey, yeah, you know. I put about 15 minutes into that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't even get his fingertips dirty. Dude, <laughs> fucking. You're scrubbing stuff. 40 and hours on that piece of shit. Time certain right. shit. Yeah. 
welding the fuck out of the frame. It was so busted. Welding. The, the, the cradles were so busted. Sourcing through. parts. Hey, I got to give it out to my crew, though. Dan, Chris, those guys, Josh at the office yeah, crushed it one for of the, me. One of the designers hit me up on one of my photos and said, glad he liked it. We spent some time. Like, Dan, Dan, probably, yeah. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was stoked. That, uh, that. My crew is solid. Yeah. All right. All right, Paul. What rider or team bends the most bars? Huh. Um. <sighs> what rider or team bends the most? It was Anthony Rodriguez. At Star for a while. <laughs> um, I feel like A-Rod's calmed down this year. Yeah, he bit. has. He yeah. has. I think he realized he wants to live. Yeah. I'll say, yeah, I'll go with that guy okay. at the time. That'll work. Steve, who finishes better at Hangtown, Forkner or AC? Uh, AC. But I always said that. I'm not an amateur motocross expert. Like, I've seen Forkner at Monster Cup, and I'm like, fuck, look pretty good. So I'm not I'm not one of those guys that goes to these freestone. I don't know. Like I don't know the you know these guys how fast they are. Like when Tomac won Hangtown, I'm like, yeah, wow. Who is that guy? Yeah, I'm like, fuck, it's pretty good. <laughs> you know, like I, I don't know. So I'm not a great judge. All right, uh, Randy, what was the best race bike you've ever had? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, not the Planet Honda. You can tell us the worst one too. Oh, quickly, Planet Honda. Yeah. What we no, the Planet Honda was not the worst one by any means. Uh, best bike ever. Quiet down. I had a uh, a cheater bike that I rode at one point. I'm not scared to say it now. It was pretty solid. Oh, Kiefer did too. Kiefer rode a 167. Yeah, so did I. And the problem was, you just could never get it down to the bottom because it would. It took a long time to get to the to top. Get going. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but honestly, like my Blackfoot bike was pretty good in Canada. I can't. Nothing wrong with that thing. It was good. Um, it was solid. And it, I was racing two strokes or four strokes at that point, and it was good. So the Blackfoot Honda bike, TR125 model. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Paul. Yeah. Uh, what is the best way to install? Wait, grips? the Blackfoot bike was a cheater bike? No, 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 no. No, I was shocked that. I, the no, I uh, when I was a privateer, I yeah. uh, we made okay. a cheater bike. Yeah, yeah. Mike Craig had one for a while too. Mike Craig had a Cowie 125 that was not a 125. Yeah, and strangely enough, he would never finish his second motos. Yeah, because he just there was know. a there was a one point in, in this not to get off topic, but there mm. was a, a time when I knew someone that was trying to run nitrous in their bike. Oh yeah, yeah. It worked, but not really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything, but yeah, right. it was it was it was entertaining to watch for sure. All right, Paul, what is the best way to install grips? Um, glue in the grip, slide the grip on, and then poke a hole in the end of the grip after it's on the bar. I guess if you are re- reinstalling grips a bunch, I use straight spray paint. If your guy is not gnarly and twist it off, but if your guy is nice on the grips, then use spray paint. Or use glue probably the safe if i'm being pro taper guy right now yeah i would think pro taper grip glue is the best way to install a grip there you go yeah <laughs> I, I hate grip glue i hate it, it just yeah gets everywhere. i never it's liked like, it either fuck i hated it stick i like to stick your fingers together and shit yeah. oh my god I, I always would use spray paint on dean's throttle side because I, at least i wouldn't have to clean it but he would turn the grip on the left side so i had to use glue on i the used left side. uh i used i used a contact cleaner Really? I did too. I, yeah, I'm, the same, I'm the same. I'm the same way too. Spray them on, lift them up so the air gets yep. out, yeah. and then uh, and wire them up. Yep. I I worked with a mechanic one time that would wrap the handlebar with electrical tape, throw gas in the grip, and slide it on. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Gas? Gas in the grip, yeah. and then slide the grip onto the electrical tape. And the gas wouldn't eat the grip. I guess not. And he swore by it, and I was like, "Yeah, but you're like increasing the 
diameter of the ball yeah. bar with your electrical yeah. tape. Yeah, well, I mean, this is not what to do. <laughs> but I'm like a pro circuit mechanic? No, no, okay, no, okay. no, no. Way, way before my time there. I'm like, what? Hold on, Nick White wants to call wants us to call him back about this cheater bike. Uh. <laughs> Did you ever beat him at some point? And you're like, what? When, when were you on no, that bike? Oh no, he always fucking beat a dick. Hold on, he wants to know about this. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Just want to hear the motocross stuff. Hello. So RJV won't tell us what bike it was, Nick, but he might have beat you on a cheater bike. Hmm. I didn't beat you on a cheater bike. I just I I had a cheater bike at one point. It was a 167. Yeah. Is that was that the time on the Suzuki you got a sick hole shot at Millville? No, that was actually yeah, that's a good story. <laughs> I actually what rode. What bike was the cheater bike? Hey, but no, but the, I, can we go back to the Millville story? Okay. So was, was Mil- that O2? Was that O2, Randy? Mil- Millville was O2. Yeah. So my bike blew yeah, up in practice or somewhere on Saturday. This when they had Saturday and Sunday qualifying. Mm-hmm. Saturday, we rode my practice bike. In the qualifier, nobody caught us, so that was cool. Yeah, shocking the AMA's not Yeah, on. that was yeah. weird, I did right? it one time at Bud's Creek. And too. then my brother that night stayed up super late, Ryan, and, and put the motor from the practice bike into my race frame so that if anything happened yeah. on Sunday. And, yeah, I started on the outside gate at Millville, last gate. and I, Last gate. Last gate on the outside. Yeah. Did and you they get did, out they of did, the till or something? Hey, out of the till, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started second. That's I, I got a second place hole shot, yes. No, no, My no, man no, no, was no. like, okay, hold on, hold on. Big minutes. pet peeve of mine. Yeah, it's not a whole You didn't get a second place hole shot. <laughs> I'm sorry, I apologize. Uh, yeah, yeah. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. Brock Sellers beat me around the first corner, right? No, 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 no. There is no second place hole shot. It's I whole came shot? around the first corner in second. Okay, you, you got a second place start. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Yes, thank you. That bothers but the fuck out of me. What was the cheater? Well, you, bike? Know, you know what thing like you know uh, what thing bothers me like that is when people talk about on track. Like, no motherfucker, it's on the track. The cheater I, bike I hate, was. I hate hoops. I'm gonna hoops. have to get. You don't like that? No. bike was a cheater bike. Yes, you're right, Nick. It was a cheater bike. Yeah. Yes. But you were riding for Yamaha? No, 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 no. It did no. not do him any favors. No, no, no. They gave me a couple bikes to use, and we made a cheater bike out of it. Yes. One sixty-seven, and it was nothing was on the side of the cylinder. Like it, it wasn't. No. Because sometimes uh, whoever no, there's a there's a, a, a base. It's yeah. a there's a the thicker base gasket that on the cylinder. Yes. They don't yeah. notice that. No, they're not going to ever no. notice that. For the longer run. Not a guy that's getting like well, 22nd and shit. So we've exposed Chris Kiefer on this show. Brian Deegan had a 167 on wow. the Motor Triple X days. Did we get confirmation or was I just calling him out? Who? Like we're not because I always I was for bring that up to Watson. No, no, yeah, yeah no, confirmed cheater, confirmed cheater bike, and then because well, I brought it up to Watson, right? Yeah, remember I brought it up and he got all super weird. Yeah, no, he did, but he admitted it later on, and then he even said at one point he had the overbore cylinder in his solvent tank, and Jimmy Perry was gonna grab it or something because <laughs> they were doing PC motors. You know, that's what the PC thought, and Jimmy yeah. was gonna grab the cylinder, and Kenny started like tug of warring with him, like saying, "I gotta, <laughs> I gotta look at the cylinder," and Jimmy Jimmy Perry let go. But they were freaking out. So Hey, when you're a guy rolling to the track in your van, dude, you do whatever you can do. All right. It's amazing that the AMA just doesn't you know, they just the stringent crackdown AMA is good. We had a joke one year at PC that we wanted to take a four fifty through tech at, in the two fifty class. You know what I mean? Just, oh, n- when, and see if they'd catch it. Mike Williamson and I played a game every week at KTM. What could we leave off the bike? And still pass tech. Yeah, we left the axle nuts off. We left the foot peg springs. <laughs> we left the foot springs, foot peg springs off. We've left no rear brake pedal, and we no made way. it through tech. Every no time. rear brake pedal, really? They, they no. never caught us. 
They would always check just, my spokes, my foot pegs. We just gave that. up eventually because we're like, I guess it could be anything. Yeah. Like, I had one guy think, tell I me, think, hey, you I need to check these spokes. Time. You need to check these spokes. I, I think they're loose. And I was like, uh, bro, I got a torque wrench that says they're pretty good. Yeah. I was mad. Um, no way. Yeah, he said, "Hey, you need to check these spokes." And I was, he's like, just a, he's I, like my a bike had a red guy. plate on it. <laughs> it had a red plate on it, and I'm like, I got a torque wrench that says they're pretty good. Phil Nicoletti said that they let them tech their bikes with no motors or anything, no numbers. You oh, know, really? Yeah. So, solid program. Yeah. All right, Nick. Thanks, buddy. Just want to let you know on your buddy Randy cheating I, cheater bike. I knew I, knew I, could get, I knew I could get the bottom of that. Can I tell you a uh, not so awesome, not so awesome story from Randy? Uh, upon that uh, sure Yamaha Troy one two five. Oh boy! <laughs> sure. Well, he he was a, I don't know what happened in the qualifier, but he was in the last chance at Unadilla to make it into the. Oh, uh, we're really gonna bring this up, dude? Yeah, and I was out there watching them, and it was when the finish line was like riddle, literally right there, just past like the first corner. I don't know if it still is. I don't know. I been on the while. straightaway. It's still yeah, there. No, it's on the. It's, 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 it's in, in the gravity cavity. Gravity cavity, gravity, yeah. cavity, right? And that's where Jeff yeah. landed on somebody when they were rolling it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So Randy, Randy, like he always he's always was super clutch in the qualifiers. Clutch. <laughs> yeah. Randy, would you admit like you? Uh, yeah, pretty, it was like, pretty solid. Together, yeah. No matter what. Yeah. He yeah. he sent a lot of he sent a lot of good dudes packing. <laughs> he was clutch in the qualifiers. So it was like they took like four or whatever in the last chance, and he was in he he was in second, and he tips over in that off that off camber turns the bottom. Oh, before the starting like line. Four, yeah. Oh yeah, and there's like yeah. four dudes right behind him. Like it, he, it was like three lap race, and he tips over like last literally lap? had to last lap last corner oh, last boy. lap last corner, and yeah. like I knew he drove twelve hours there. I was like a twelve hour ride home. Yeah, I didn't fly there. That's for sure. I drove the whole night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I was standing like right there. And I'm like, oh shit! I'm hey, like, I almost hit. Hey, I fell hid. over, and by the time I got my bike up, the other dudes already passed me. I look up, and Nick's dumb ass is standing right there, and I'm just like, well, I don't know, dude. Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good time. Yeah. Oh bummer. And I drove 12 hours home. It was great. Yeah. Good time. Really a lot, lot of money that weekend. Yep. Yep. Way That's to great. blow it. Well, yeah. look, you only lost out about $200 in purse money. Like, you didn't lose out. Like, yeah, I mean, at least it was 200 I mean, bucks, right? Yeah, it's better than that. Yeah. It was a lot back then. It was a lot back then. It's like eight tanks of gas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good, good point. Um, all right. Thanks, NYK. Thank you, bud. See you. Okay, guys. All right. See you. Bye. Later, dude. All right. All right. Back to the X Brand Goggle Terrace. Um,. Steve, do rutted tracks make for better racing? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I like to see what we talked about earlier. These guys look human; they make mistakes. That's what, that's what racing is all about. Two-stroke days—you don't hit a, a corner right, you can't triple, and then you slow down, or you can't. Tri- you watch these bar to bars, and then their guys are making mistakes, and that's how passes happen. We don't have that anymore. All right, Randy, um, who was your biggest rival when you were racing? Nick. I mean, it's, I mean, honestly, we grew up Michigan together. Uh, Oh, Matt Maximoff. Matt Maximoff's a little bit older than me, though. He was good. Oh, he was? Yeah. He he came to Canada one year, and we all thought we were the hot shit. We were racing the the Loretta Lens of Canada. Smoked everybody, didn't he? He did. Yeah, Yeah, we were like, we were like, oh. Hey, <laughs> Matt Maximoff is really good. I don't know what. Did he run into like drugs and stuff? No, I don't think he ever ran into drugs. He, I don't, I don't really know. Okay, because um, he seemed like balls out fast. Oh, he was gnarly. Yeah, he 
He was in that group between, yeah, like it was like. Nick was a little bit for him. Both Nick and I, yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Max Moss was like two years older than us, something. He's kind of like my brother grew up. And uh, yeah, he, I mean, he won everything. He was good. And then he kind of got to the pros and never really got a deal. I don't really know, man. Yeah. He, he was, he was dude, he was so is fast. Woods, is Woods younger than you? Yeah, Woods is younger than me. A yeah. bunch? Yeah. He is? But no, honestly, but back to the question, Nick Way, yeah. me and him grew up. We're six months apart in age, and we raced week in and week out. And, and more than the fucker beat me every weekend. <laughs> That's why he's a millionaire now, Randy, and uh, you're working at Answer. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if we need to go there, right? I mean, that was a little bit of a jab, right? I mean, being a dick. Nick Way is a dick. Nick Way is one guy that won't have to work, won't have to get a job. We talked earlier. Hey, the, hey, the guy's done. Yeah, he he's Dude, done he's very fun, good in his career. Fantastic. He he doesn't blow his money like a lot of these guys do anymore. Yeah, the guy's been very successful. I mean, yeah, he's got a good program. Yeah, he's I got give a good it up program. To him, no, we all got to yeah. work. He doesn't. Yeah. All right, Paul. Was that a dick move? What I said? <laughs> We're in the trust tree, I guess. A lot of your moves are dicks. <laughs> I like dicks. What can I say? Uh, I bet. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's going to be a sound drop for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. All right. Uh, Paul, how much would you pay for a Fuck pair of... you. <laughs> you want that app or... Yeah. Oh, okay. Ooh. How much would you pay for a pair of Bradshaw's Axo pants? Um, those, those ones hanging right over there. Would you pay $300? With an autograph. 400 Two hundred. Two hundred. Yes, that's exactly what you would pay. That's exactly what you would pay, Paravinos. I'd pay three hundred. <clears throat> He's a little bit after your time, though. Like you didn't grow up looking at Bradshaw. Not really. You're more like McGrath, McGrath. dude. Right? Yeah. Like, see, I'm like forty-one, so Bomber, even Barnett, and you know, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, but you're kind of Bradshaw. I mean, no, I mean, I I watched him for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But he's a bad dude when he hit the scene. Yeah. Bad dude. I remember him for some reason at some race in Florida, South Florida. It's like all white and sandy that he was gnarly. Miami. Miami 89. Number 45. Yeah, opener. And That's he was just passing everybody. Yeah, he crashed like four times and still won. Yeah. yeah. That sticks out in my right. head for some reason. I was at that race. Really? Yep. Doing what? First ever Supergrass. Watching. Oh, cool. I was 14 or 13 in the stands. How'd you get all the way down there? My dad took me down. We stayed at Kroom. From Canada. Oh, yep. I love Kroom. Yeah, myself. Hell of a my, trip. Me and my buddy Kyle and, and Tom, my dad. Drove down. Here's a question for you. Okay. What was your last Supercross that you saw as a fan? Okay. So you weren't uh, there in any working capacity because I can mini, remember mine. Minneapolis 95 for me. Minneapolis 95. What, what about you? As a fan? As a fan. Uh, well, you know, no, not there to work at all. Or race. Or race. You would have been like. So it has to be before your racing yeah. career, yeah, obviously. Yeah, no, no, no. It was probably Silverdome. 93? Okay. All right. MC days? Mine was um, the Tampa Supercross the year uh, Wyndham and Fonseca won. Oh, that was the first year Fonseca rode, so that was yeah. uh, 99. I remember Wyndham's oh, orange 99. no fear gear. Red Dog almost won the heat past McGrath. No, 98. Oh. 98. Oh, I remember Larry, I went to Larry the race. Ward won. Larry Ward won. No. No. Wyndham and no, Fonseca won. won. On a Suzuki. No, no, no. The race Tampa. I'm talking about, Wyndham and Fonseca won the race. It was nine, I think it was 99. If it was 99, then Ferry was on a Mathis tune machine. We passed McGrath in a heat race. McGrath couldn't triple out of a turn. Talk about not being able to triple. Something happened. McGrath couldn't triple. Tim Ferry on the Mathis tune machine jumps over his head <laughs> and looks down at McGrath, and I'm like, suck it, bitches. <laughs> 
And then McGrath passes back. But Wyndham won the race. Okay. Well, if t- n- Tampa 98 was muddy, outdoors. No. Larry Ward won. No, okay, okay. No, no. It was 99 then. Okay, 99. It was 99 because I raced. Was it, was I, it at no. the old Tampa Stadium or the, where the Bucks played? No, now? The, it was the nice one. It was 99. Yes, yeah, first that's the year I'm talking it about. It was 99 because I raced one second, 98 at Loretta Lynn's. It was 99. Yeah. 98. I remember. I remember Wyndham's orange year, and I remember I went to the race with my buddy Ronnie, and we filled up at the Flying J in Dade City for 87 cents a gallon. Yeah, 99 Tampa. Crazy. Great story. All right, next. So, wow. That took a lot longer than 30 seconds. <laughs> X-Brand goggles is a choice of champions everywhere. If you want to win, you wear X-Brand. It's that simple. If you want to win, you wear X-Brand. If you want to lose, wear another brand. Racetech suspension. Racetech providing quality engine services now, uh-huh. along with their suspension services. Did you ever use Racetech? Never. I'm surprised you would probably would have used it somewhere down the line. Um, Michael Alessi, Vince Freeze using Racetech out there on the track right now, killing it. Alessi with a 10th. He's had like two or three good races in a row. Yeah, Freeze wasn't good uh, in the ruts. He was 11th. He was? Yeah, yeah. he was good. He, was he got 11th. Yeah. yeah, he was fine. I'll be quiet. Uh, Racetech gold valves are out there. Privateer proven. Uh, factory tuners uh, everywhere depend on Racetech. Uh, a lot of uh, suspension guys in the pits right now uh, grew up and cut their teeth using Racetech suspension. If you don't like your air forks, Racetech is killing it right now with the show attack forks, turning those air forks into spring forks. They're really doing well for that. Pulpamex 16 is the code. Please. Look, if you don't want to get revalved, fine. I get it. You, you, you don't want to spend the money. Wow, whatever. Get your goddamn oil changed. Get the spring rate right. You know, people ignore their suspension so much. Yeah. No, here, I have a, uh, my bike is actually at the office right now, and it I, has leaked all of its oil out of the forks <laughs> onto the ground in our conference room. Hence the reason why I want to start working on this thing with plenty of time. Yeah. Racetech will dial you in for free. For cool. free. Here's the best emails of the week. <clears throat> Paul. Yeah. It's from Corey. Oh, like directed towards me? Yep. Oh, whoa. What is the procedure for making sure that the bar clamps are at the proper angle when you attach to the top clamp so that your bars are straight? Maybe a stupid question, but it seems like there is to be a better way than what I'm doing. Uh, Corey, put your bars on the mounts. I'm confused. What do you mean? The, the bar clamps that go to the... I think he says, I think he means the bar mounts. Yeah. Are at the proper angle, you know? Oh, so, oh, oh! Like they're loose on the bottom, yeah. And they they pivot around, yeah. And I think Corey's having trouble making sure they're straight. Well, Corey, put the bars into the mounts and put the bars on, and you will be straight. Yeah, you nailed it. I hope that's what Corey's talking about. I I hope so. But yeah, you nailed that. Great uh, job. Great job you, answering my my question. You'll find out I do that a lot on the show. I ask a question. And, Fuck uh, you and your show, man. <laughs> I wish Watson was on right now. He fucking rules. <laughs> He'll be in next week. It's it's uh it's quite an experience with Kenny Watson. Um, Pookie said I got to stop saying goddamn, and I guess I probably do. I'm just trying to make a point. Uh, James said, hey, Steve, I want to thanks for providing me with the BTO Sports discount code. I bought some street bike boots, and you saved me around 20 bucks. If you need any shit kicked, let me know because I now own a pair of shit kickers. Quick question. Whatever happened to DV working with a rider or a team as a trainer? Is he still with them? What's the word? Um, yeah, DV was going to do that for a little while. He was working with uh, Bud Racing, and then every Bud rider got hurt. So he's not with them anymore. Um, but he was working on the West Coast with... Um, Darren Sinai. Sinai and French Dude. Who was uh, it? What was his name? Uh... Uh, he was good. 
Yeah, yeah, he was good. Um, yeah. Why can't we think he got he's hurt? Uh, yeah, he, he broke got, his leg at San Diego, right? And him too. No, whoops. I feel like it starts with an F. He was good. Yeah. Like, I know. I feel really bad that we can't remember because he too. was uh, beating Sanai yeah. in those European races I was at. Anyways, yeah. So DV, he was making him skip rope with electrical, electrical uh, cords. Do you think um, the previous email asked me that question because of my position at Pro Taper or because I'm a national? Uh, championship winning mechanic, and you were simply just a summer cross winning. Mechanic. Wow! <laughs> How many national wins do you have your to-, to your total? Um, let's see. I mean, Baggett won some. Yeah, I'm. I, I can't remember. Fuck! Uh, one. Suck. I feel like more than you. I got one. Yeah. Well, you lost. I got. Oh one. yeah. Yeah, no. you, yeah. 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 KTM's I, first. I got ever. at least five. K- I think. KTM's yeah, first Kelly ever. Smith. Kelly Smith. Thank you. Two thousand. Yes. All right. Next question uh, from uh, Tracy. Please talk about Dungey coming over on rocks and in the whoops during the main at Indy. He enters middle right, comes over far left. I believe this is simply part of racing. Everyone was so upset with Craig when he did it. It's just the sh- same thing, just shorter whoops. I'd like to hear your commentary on your thoughts on this subject. He came over on him? This uh, was a tweet, too, so we'll cover that. I didn't oh. I didn't see the big Maxim dis- Maxim Dispray. Somebody oh, chat room. Okay, I didn't. Yeah. I don't know why I said starts with an F. Um, what did you think of Dungey's move? I didn't really see. I it. didn't see anything. But if they're talking about going sideways in the whoops, I mean, there's ruts everywhere. I mean, Craig was getting some heat for that move he pulled on Savachi, which I was okay. I mean, like I said, and I wrote, like it's a little greasy. Like you know what you're doing, but you also are in the lead, so yeah. you can can kind of control the track. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I mean, the whoops at Indy were a, a completely different sort. Style yeah. of whoops than what yeah. was when Craig and those guys. But I mean, either way, it's it's racing. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, Dubers sent this in. I just finished watching an episode of Blake Baggett's crib on Transworld website. The dude needs to keep that shit private. It's embarrassing. He makes the sport look like it's very much backwards redneck. He's a factory rider and he lives in a trailer, and his race shop is a storage container. Come on, man. I don't know. I saw it. Like whatever. He's putting he's, all uh, the money into that equipment and that track in, and that land. He's in transition. Yeah, I mean, you I think know. he's building a proper deal, but yeah, um, he's he's spending some serious money out there. Sure is. Oh my god, sure is. Got fifth this weekend. Yeah, beating Chad. That was his. I mean, that's why he was on Paul's fantasy team. He crushed it. <laughs> um, Landon sent this in about the NASCAR. Hey, chase that's a big thing. email. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't like the chase. Uh, blah blah blah. I like the chase. Bring on the chase. Yeah, Brandon, bring the chase on. We're bring on, bring, bring chase on the chase. We, need, we need change. Emails. I agree. The we chase is happening. It. You guys didn't know. Yeah, you're your yeah, chase. Travis is Mark's chase. It's, a, it's a big deal. Dungey's winning. Big um, big news. No, you know, same guys winning. How, how do the fans look at the chase though? When it comes, they're to not that? happy. They're not happy. They're how not do you know happy? that? Because I get the tweets and the emails. I they don't. I think it's split. Yeah, but you're getting that from the fans that are following your show. Okay. Hey, here's how. Did you want me? to? I'm talking about just average normal fans. I think it's fine. I. I don't, if I don't you know. listen to this show, Travis, you've listened. How many times do I talk about changing things up? Good God. Every show? Every fucking show. It's yeah. my 20th year of going to these stupid races. And I've been seeing the stupid opening ceremonies and the stupid heat races. And you you, you, you have hot laps where riders don't do a thing on them. Yep. You have lasers. You have the same announcers. You have Irv Braun fucking every third word up. I've been going to all these. Change things up. Change yeah, I, hey, I'm with you on changing things up. But like, if, if you look at it on a, on a perspective of Dungey, like the guy's been crushing it all year. He's got a huge points lead. And then they're like, all right, hey, we're going to go back to this. 
It's kind of fucked up for Dungey, right? Well, no, no, it sucks. It sucks. But I mean, like, like, he's like, gonna like, adapt. I dude, think he's gonna adapt. The, he's gonna win. You put all these guys on a circle track, the best guy's still gonna win. I don't fucking have one. We are in a, we are in the entertainment segment. That's what we are. Uh, yeah, sorry, it, it we're, is. We're not. Sorry. We're a sport and we're gnarly, but we also enter, entertain fans. Yeah. Um, when Ryan Dungey rides for eighteen minutes, you spend eighty five dollars. Your family of four. You're the biggest Ryan Dungey fans ever, and you see your guy for eighteen minutes at Santa Clara. It's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. We need bracket racing. We need some points for heat races. We need points for hole shots. We need chases. I agree. We need three or four races that have two ten lappers or two twelve lappers. We need multiple east. West two fifty shootouts. I mean, we just we need to entertain people. And this this managers meeting they had on Friday, um, they talked about the chase. They didn't say it's done though. It's not done at all. Uh, some of the manufacturers have concerns with bonuses and things like that. Um, but they're open for ideas. They're open to look out for ideas. No, I'm all about and, new ideas for I mean, sure. Like again, like the opening ceremonies, you bring out Dungey and James and Chad, and then they go away. Yeah, and you see some two fifty dudes. Yeah, you they should. We for... should roll into four fifty heat races. Absolutely. These are the stars of the sport. Yeah. There should be bracket racing. Like there should be like, hey, we're I didn't get that before in the job I had before, but mm-hmm. I, I'm seeing that more now. Or maybe I've just gotten older and I understand it more. I don't know. Dude, but. it's a it, and it's partly due to four strokes, but it's a tired show right now. It is. It's it's, like it's twenty five points, twenty two, twenty, twenty laps, uh fifteen heat race. Like it's a tired program, man. Bring it around and we gotta entertain people, we gotta change things up and fuck the, what the teams say and everything else. Just do it. Make the change. Maybe two tunnel jumps on one track. Whoa! Whoa! Mind blowing. <laughs> they need to change up the track. Builders, designers. I'm for that. These guys have been doing the same shit forever. Uh, there's with these private facilities out there and this land. There's so many great track designers out there. Now, granted, they don't have. They have way more time to work with than Dirtworks. They have more dirt to work with than Dirtworks, so they have some advantages that Dirtworks does not have. So I get that. But let's try it. Let's open up their eyes and and try some new things, man. So. I'm up for it. Damn it. What else? Voicemails. JGR check-in. BTO Sports. Tweet at Travis. Let's do it. Those two. Yeah. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets at Travis. BTOsports.com, a nation's leading retailer for anything you need for your bike or body. They got the BTO Sports KTM team with Millsaps, Brayton, and Short. Short should be back for Hangtown. Millsap should be back any week. Brayton's been doing pretty well uh, out there. And um, Pulpamex20 is the code, but it's not working online, I guess. So I guess you have to call. Call BTO, tell them Pulpamex, and they'll give you the discount. Some issues with using it online right now. I don't really know. I'm not too pumped on it. Lame. We've had some issues. It's not good. It happens. BTOsports.com. And uh, they've got it. Uh, OEM parts, tires, uh, gear. You want some answer gear? They got it. Got some pro taper. They got it. They got uh, fly racing gear. Uh, they've got works connection. They've got Atlas neck brace. They've got FMF. Guts racing. X-Brand goggles. That's right. What else you got in them sticky notes? Don't worry about what I got in my sticky notes. <laughs> hey, we're giving away a Weston Pike helmet, by the way. Fly Racing Weston Pike uh, F2 carbon helmet. Aren't we giving Pike away replica. a Dean Wilson jersey, too? Yeah, we uh, are. Email contest at pulpamexshow.com, and uh, we will pick a random number. What did we decide about the Dino thing? Um, we, we, we skipped Travis's uh, idea, and we went with what? Uh, all right. Name Dean's mom, 
mom's name, dad's name, sister's name, and his girlfriend's name. Okay. Solid question. Yeah. My question was a lot less creepy. It was. Oh. It was. <laughs> I just was trying to think of a question that okay. is, couldn't be found Name in stats. Name Dean Wilson's four family members and his girlfriend. And, and if you put hot piece of ass for his girlfriend's name, it's not acceptable. Is, it, is mom, dad, sister, girlfriend? Mom, dad, sister, girlfriend. Yep. You cool with that? Yeah. Pop okay. Contest at popamechshow.com. We will pick the first winner or the 15th winner. 15th winner. If there's that many. 15th person who gets it right. Gets a jersey signed by Dean. Is this something you guys can really deliver, though? Do you have them in the office? Yeah, we got plenty of them. It's fine. <laughs> so, so bitter. So bitter. I get I'm it. I'm not bitter no, at all, I know. dude. I, I love get Dean. It. No, no. You're just, I get it as a yeah, gear guy. You're like, we got stuff to do. Right. Yeah, it's fine. No, we, you, we got gear. Yeah, you got gear. <laughs> hey, how about we even we even up the ante and we make it a pant and jersey combo? Yeah, I'm down with whatever, as long as you guys handle the shipping and it won't go to Zimbabwe. No, don't give it to a winner that hey, lives in South hey, Africa. It is. It is. The 48? It's, yeah. Uh, we can go, yeah. No, we can go 50. Right. Yeah. What about Canada? Fuck Canada? No, I love Canada. I won okay. there. Yeah, you did. Yeah. That's your country. <laughs> go Canada, too. Todd Cooley tuned. What do you think Todd Cooley's doing these days? Uh, I saw Todd Cooley. Did you? He's in Toronto. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, he's, he's working in Windsor. Oh, good doing whatever. What's Joe, job. what's Joe Skid doing? I don't know, but fuck he's Joe Skid. He's still motherfucking me about some suspension that I let some German guy look at that I had no <laughs> idea about. I think the guy's a goofball, uh, Joe Skid. He doesn't like me. I don't really like him. He takes his job way too fucking seriously. He needs to relax. What about Jason Mitchell? I got nothing. I, I got nothing. I got nothing good to say about either one of those guys. Oh, uh, I'm okay with Jason Mitchell. No, oh. hey, no, no resign after winning a championship. Eh. <laughs> How many guys did Blackfoot sign? Try and just say see you later. Like yeah, they lied to me too. They were not scared to do that. How too. many guys go there win a championship and they say, "Oh, we'll give you the same deal." Well, the same deal before was shit. Yeah, but but that just sounds like negotiations broke down. Whatever. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm just saying. It is what it is. All right. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> no chance. All right. These are submitted to at Pulp Mech Show on Twitter, and Travis goes through them, picks the best ones, and uh, let's go. Do you have some specific for these two jerkies? Yeah. Okay. Um, do you think that, Do you think other writers make fun of Dungey behind the scenes for being a perfect person? Mm, yeah, I think so. I think people wish he was more like party guy dunge you know he's not i think he's really nice he's a nice normal dude from minnesota and some people would be jealous so uh but whatever uh, yeah i mean i look at dungey as he's doing what he's doing he's winning he's making money but and you know in our pits it's a high school mentality well i understand so, yeah, that yeah. but like i mean i can't be mad at the guy he's, if, doing, he's doing what he does he wins he's making a lot of money and he's gonna if, go away and if you're fox if else. you're fox racing or ktm isn't he just perfect He's just perfect. Don't you think? Um, I, I mean, mean, he's not Bradshaw or McGrath. But right. I'm saying he's not McGrath. He's not going to get caught with a bunch of cocaine and hookers. No, of course. So I mean, he's no. always going to do the right thing. He's going to say the right things. And he's going to win, which is what, you know, his brand yeah, is going to be. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, he's, he's doing it right. You're you, right. You could want more edge and want more. But, That's the only thing but, I would ask for. I mean, yeah. that would but, be. But no, I mean, how do you. He doesn't do anything wrong. Ricky was the same way. I don't think Ricky was great. He just won all right. the time. Yeah. Villapoto? Similar to Ricky. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? We have a little bit of well, when you really think about it, we got we've had some issues with some guys, right? Like like as far as being like I guess when you hold him to the standard of McGrath, it's pretty tough. Yeah, he had a good time, I feel like. I feel like he sold a I lot of product. I just feel like he really grew the sport. Yeah. Like, I feel like he sold some product and yeah. he was like, I want to be that guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, like yeah. 
I think he he really grew the sport a lot because I mean, of how chariz- I, charismatic he I was. I had I may or may not have bleach blonde hair and blonde and barbell earrings because of McGrath. because of Jeremy. Yeah, McGrath. but I feel like he was like a lot better than a lot of the other guys. Oh, absolutely. Where, where nowadays yeah. it's it's a completely different level. Yeah, people are training harder. Is and, what it is. and then the James and Chad thing, they were like you had to be one or the other. You know that you, was cool too because there was cool a rivalry. A yeah. yeah, like. James was probably winning a bit more than Chad, but Chad would, you know, win every now and then. And when they got together, and they it was... hated each other, and they probably still do. James was just on the show a couple weeks ago saying like he doesn't really talk to Chad. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was cool yeah. and a cool era. And then Dungey and Villapoto have kind of been like, eh, yeah, you know, we need J Law back. That was an exciting time. I'm <laughs> sure Dungey don't want him back, but. Remember when Don, uh, when J Law had the number one plane in Vegas and he rode about two laps in the shootout and then pulled off? Yeah, and then didn't show up to the banquet. Right. Like he had a good time. Oh, he did. JT, yeah. JT went to his <laughs> JT went to his uh, his parties, at the Palms. party. Yeah, at yeah. Palm. Yeah, he had a good time. Oh yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Nash wants to know who, why, when did the splitting of MSR answers start? The splitting. S- splitting. Splintering. Sorry. Um, What's up, Gibbs? Thanks. Well, they've always <laughs> obviously been different brands, but uh, there was a few years there that they ran together, I would guess you could say. Um, I worked at MSR for uh, seven years, and uh, the problem was is there is there was the off-road market wasn't really there for them, so they went into the motocross and supercross side of things. Um, I feel like they had some pretty good riders. They had Way, who started it back in '04. Who continued on for a long time. Don't they forget. Win, win them. Don't forget before your time, MSR, Mickey Diamond, Guy Cooper. Yeah, uh, um, it was. Like I, it was a motocross brand well, winning championships. Yeah. I, I understand that, yes. And then uh, <laughs> the problem was is they were both owned by Tucker Rocky, and it was trying to sell the same apparel basically to two, you know, the two same brands to, to dealers, and it was a problem. So 2014 is when basically the split happened. MS, MSR went back completely almost off-road. and then Unbiasedly, I think it was a good move. Yeah. I really do. I mean, you had two brands that... It was hard for a rep to place Absolutely. both. Absolutely. That is the biggest thing. Absolutely. Biggest it was just it, yes. they, yeah. were, they were considered um, the same, essentially. Yeah, no, so. I, and so, to me, on the, yeah, from the outside looking in, I think you ha- it was a good move. Like, yeah. A rep would oftentimes hey, say, hey, here's a new MSR line, here's a new answer line, and the dealer would pick one. Where now... They're like, hey, here's the answer, motocross, supercross, you know, we got Dean Wilson. What kind of shop are you? What yeah. kind of shop are or, you? Or, or yeah. do you have both of these customers? Do you have guys that ride in the woods? Well, here, right. I could sell you MSR yeah. as well. But the only bad thing is I imagine that the MSR rider budget have to, like the overall budget for riders had to go up, right? Because you want to sign MSR dudes too or no? Is this back in the... Now, nowadays. The budget went up for riders because you now need MSR guys. Do you, I don't even know. Do you have MSR off-road Yeah, dudes? MSR has a lot of good. They, they need Johnny like, Walker, who's oh, okay. like pretty much one of the gnarliest off-road yeah, yeah, guys yeah. Yeah. in okay. the world. I Ryan mean, Sipes. And... Ryan Sipes. They have a lot of good guys. Okay, yes. so yeah. And they have, you know, Colt Noodall, Mark Samuels, Baja right. guys. So there's but, some money being put out by MSR uh, 100%, for percent yeah. so off-road, off-road guys are a lot cheaper than that's motocross true. supercross yeah. guys. A lot cheaper. Uh, Vieira wants to know, with uh, Suzuki, Yoshizuki not having the best showing, do you think it's time they admit and that they need a backup rider to fulfill sponsor obligations? I don't think so. Why? They don't have a sponsor telling them to hire anybody. Like, Yosh doesn't care. If they don't. If they park the truck, they just save money. Yeah, but it's not like Blake Baggett's doing bad. 
Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's fine. He's just this person's just referring to the few races when there was nobody there, and I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah, true. I mean, these teams like they don't want to put guys on bikes. They have to to get keep getting checks. So if you're Yosh, you're, you know, like whatever, you just go home. Yeah. It's in I my. Remember, it's in some of my contracts, dude. I remember like back in the day when I was a mechanic, like there were months where the factory teams wouldn't show up. Maybe not months, but a month. You'd see no Cowie, just yeah. not even at the race. Yeah, that's Yamaha, not. not even at the race. Like just whatever, they are all injured. And so. then it's like, why are we paying you if you're not even at the races? Yeah. Do you have a? Oh, never mind, that's too personal. No, say it. Nah, you'll, say get, it. you'll get mad. No, say it. Do you do you have? A, are you paying Dino or no? I mean, there's injury clauses in the contract. That's what I yes. mean. So do you enforce yes. them? Yes. Okay. Because yeah. some team, some gear guys do not enforce. I no, never understood it. I never understood it because you agree to it. You sign it. You agree. Yeah. No, there's so. injury clauses. I mean, he still gets paid, but it's not. Yeah. It's not what, what it was. What, what right. he was. If okay. He was yeah. yeah. Uh, Corey wants to know: Do any of the smaller pros cut down their bars for comfort, or are there too many gadgets on there to mess with them? Um, a lot of pros do cut them down, but the cool part about our bar, our bar is compared to other inch and eighth bars, is there is enough room to put all those gadgets. So everyone has a kill switch, a start map, uh you know, guard a different mat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All these, all these different yeah. switches to put on there, but you can fit them all on there with our handlebar, the way it's designed, but people are still cutting them down. Yeah. Like um, people still have narrower. I remember Yamaha, we ran pro tapers and let me think there. Uh, Chad was eight Oh five. Timmy was eight Oh seven. And Villeman was like eight eleven. with wits. Yeah. And you had to cut every single, like every, yeah. and every bar stock bar was what eight. Well, depending on the band. Cause the, the length of the tube was the it same. And the bend was so, but anyways, all right, Timmy, let me take that four mil off so you can be ideal here and we can just win races. <laughs> let me just grind this four mil off. Let me chamfer it. Let me, you know, shine it up. <laughs> let me just do that because yeah, you'll really notice the difference between Chad's eight Oh five and your eight Oh seven. That's how all mechanics God. feel about that seat humps. Fucking um, dicks. Yeah. Like really? And then you go to their house for the practice bikes. I remember like Red Dog would be like, "Hey, my our GYTR levers are just garbage, right? So they wear out really quick." Hey, can you shim my lever? Because when I'm revving it, the lever's moving. And you're like, "You're like really?" So you get a little fork shim, shim it up. Then you go to their house, and they have bent levers, uh, no kill switch, uh, the grips ripped and torn and, and slid. And you're like, "Okay, yeah, sure." <laughs> Let me just shim that lever right up for you, bro. Because over here, you have such perfection going on here for five days. I understand where you'd be a little... Oh, fucking guys. One time, Kyle Lewis lost his seat bolts, put drywall screws through the fender into the base of the seat. I like it. Yeah. I like it. You know, you know, motocross, supercross is the only like professional motorsport where you practice. Pretty much, right? I mean, like, I mean you, you, have, you have test days. IndyCar, yeah. Formula One, MotoGP... Yeah, like, NASCAR. You don't practice. Well, you have test days. Test days. But, yeah. test days, but you're not yeah. practicing. No. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, you're right. For, Formula uh, One, you're uh, not even allowed to. There you go. Yeah, you specific, yeah no, NASCAR, too. You're only you allowed so many days. specific testing days, yeah. and, and that's all yeah. you get. Right. It's the only form of professional motorsports. Yeah, well, those assholes. Unless I'm missing something. Right. No. Todd Miller is curious. Uh, do you know how much Alden Baker charges per rider for a year? A lot. We've talked about this 800 times on the show. No, I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying we've we've heard uh, 200k a year. I've heard 85k for like a side program for 200k. I don't know. 
I mean, you guys know anything more that I don't? Like, I, I don't know prices of Alden Baker, no. No? You're not on the program? No. <laughs> I know uh, there's the, the Elite 450 guy price, I think, and then yeah. there's the Secondary 450 guy prices, yeah, and then I there's the it, 250 guy price. I think price. it changes, right? Like, yeah. I've heard a couple hundred at the highest level, like RV level. Have, is that my, my, do you think I'm ballparking? I think you're yeah. close. Right. All right, Moto Racer wants to know, if Webb and Plessinger are one and two in Vegas and Plessinger has to win to get the title, does Webb let him buy? No way. Yeah. No. You think he does? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think Yamaha says let him buy. I think Cooper does it just because they're really good buddies. Right. Cooper's got it locked up. Yeah, Cooper's going to have it done by oh, that then, time, yeah, let's yeah. say. That's fair enough, yeah. Yeah, Cooper is up by what? 11? No, isn't it more that than that? No, I don't think it's much more than that. No, because he was ten before the race, and then he uh, who got so second? Seventeen. He's sixteen or seventeen up, I believe. Well, if he's eleven, he's, he's he gained five. He's he gained, he gained five, five on Savashi. Six, yeah. He's sixteen. Then. So sixteen up, dude. He's got it. Like really, Savachi has to win, and he has to finish like fifteenth. Not I am happen. I am very excited finally for this Vegas yeah, format to I happen. These, I can't wait. These dicks have been treating the East West thing like a sideshow, and it's I, been awful yeah. since like. 2010 guys, was the last year. It was guys, even good. racing. Guys don't care. Like whatever. Yeah. What happened to like the pride of like Carmichael Wyndham? I know Carmichael crying because he couldn't beat Wyndham in the yeah, East West. Yeah. Like God, it's, the, it's, the format was bad. Like it just became a death duel for ten laps on a blue goof track that had no incentive. You weren't getting a truck anymore. Yeah, a lot of riders didn't know if they were going to get a bonus. So why are you going to go out there for ten laps on a shit yeah. blue groove track when outdoors is two weeks away? Yeah. So I like that they've. Now it pays points. Now it's all mixed. So if like yeah. a West Coast guy gets first and the next West Coast guy gets ninth, he's getting ninth place points. Yeah, I love it. Like, I love That's it. That's great. I agree. I agree. That's it. BTOsports.com. PulpMX20 is the code, but you got to call and just say something about PulpMX. And I don't know what's going on, but I don't think the code works. And so stop emailing me. But it's very frustrating. Okay. So just, just Fuck listen it. to me. And listen to me, like Tony says. And don't bro me. Just. Call them, okay? PulpMX20 is the code, btosports.com. Uh, proud sponsors of the um, BTO Sports KTM team with uh, Millsaps, Short, and Brayton. Brayton's contract's up, right? Next year? Yeah. So Cowie's got a spot. Does Wilbur keep that spot? No way, right? There's no chance. We love Wilbur, but I, that I, spot's going to be open. I don't think so, yeah. Honda will go with three, maybe, I've been hearing. Have you heard that? I haven't heard that. Okay. No. Uh, I haven't heard that either. Will Nick Way be racing in 2017? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I thought he, we gave him a Lifetime Achievement Award. Well, he left it in your studio, so I'm assuming it's not that great. That's and a quad guy. Yeah, he's got it a quad. Was cheap, it's quad. The quad was cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> the quad was $10 hey, cheaper. No, I would have bought the quad if it was more expensive just because no, it's thought, hilarious. He thought the quad was awesome. He yeah. liked the quad, yeah. But then like, we have the total 386 career starts. Well, that's all fucked well, up. Well, that's no? all wrong now. Yeah, that's right. wrong. Let's put some... Uh, Tape over Honestly, that masking tape. We're going we'll to change it. We're going to try to give it away to just somebody who comes to the studio. <laughs> just nice. lifetime achievement award. Um, NFAB, NFAB JGR check in. You can uh, go to NFAB and Jeep Truck or SUV parts. They've got them for your uh, Jeep Truck or SUV. It's a great company built in Houston, Texas, USA. We go every week and we profile a, a JGR uh, team member because they're a big part of that team. Of course, who can forget Barsha on the um, NFAB uh, Yamaha bike at the Motocross the Nations? 
Um, so this week I checked in with uh, other than Dean Baker, Dean Forder guy, Florida guy, he's Ohio, but uh, Dean Baker is a motor guy down there. So I interviewed him after the race about not so much about the race because it didn't go great with Pike and uh, Barsha, but uh, more about his job in general. So uh, take a listen to the NFAB JGR check-in, Dean Baker. All right, All right is, Dean Baker, NFAB, JGR, check-in. First up, uh, NFAB, quality products for Jeep, truck, and SUVs. I hear you. Do you have any NFAB products? I don't. I have uh, I have cars, like a you know, oh. 5.0 Mustang. Oh. I'm that guy. I have NFAB steps for my Ridgeline. They're fantastic. They, I, I've seen them before, and I've used them hopping okay. in other people's oh, trucks. Oh, true, yeah. yeah. They're, they're awesome. I'd like to have some myself. I don't have a truck to bolt them to. Okay. Yeah. Uh, first up, uh, you're the motor guy, a motor technician for JGR. Uh, how's it without the COO uh, lately? He, he seems to be more dedicated to the NASCAR side. We're definitely missing him. How so? Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, um, yeah no, he, he adds a lot, even though he doesn't look like he does a lot. He's the he's the captain, so. Right. Uh, not a great night for you here uh, at the Indianapolis. So maybe we'll just skip over the race for you guys. Yeah, so, let's do that. Uh, let's just talk about in general. Um, over last year, uh, did you find some horsepower gains coming into this year? Have you is it co- a thing where you're constantly testing and trying to uh, improve? There, uh, there are some things that as we. We continue to test throughout the year that we came up with towards the end of the year. So we, uh, I guess maybe you could view it as we learned things at the end of last year that we started off first thing this year. So in a way, yeah, we're always improving. Uh, I wouldn't say that we gained something during the off season specifically, but uh, always fine tuning and making small tweaks. Back when you were jetting Mike Craig CR125 to perfection, <laughs> isn't it crazy to think about those days to how we are so much into EFI and electronics nowadays? I mean, I imagine your job is hugely uh, now data logging and tuning and ignition, everything else. Yeah, I traded in my uh, 17 mil <laughs> yeah. for the float ball right. and my 6 millimeter driver for the, right. for the main jet for a uh, keyboard. Yeah. And it's crazy though, right? Yeah, totally. Totally just um, now really my race day, assuming that everything goes well mechanically yeah. with the engine, is totally filled with downloading data from the logger, looking at it quickly, talking to the rider quickly, and deciding what to do next um, based on the technology. And how, how radical of a mapping do you go from week to week? Uh, it, are there settings like, you know, some, some massive horsepower setting, watch out behind you, or some, some tame, rideable setting that you switch to week to week? Um, we've changed some, uh, like with, with Justin, he likes it pretty mellow because he's pretty aggressive with the throttle, so that tends to be a little bit mellower. Uh, but lately we've, uh, we've actually probably... To, there's, there are multiple things that yeah. go into it. So we changed some mechanical pro, uh, oh, okay. parts inside the engine. Yeah. So the tuning part of it with the Changes ECU, yeah. we went a little bit more aggressive there. So it's, you know, as you can imagine, a million different combinations to come up with what yeah. the guy likes. And so uh, we changed a little bit here and then flip-flopped on the uh, on the tuning side and added some of the the aggressive stuff back, yeah. Could a team leave the same piston cam head set up all year and just fool with the ECU to make a noticeable difference from the bike week to week? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. So does it, there comes a point where you don't even need to go mechanical anymore. Yeah, there's there's um, my feeling on, on um, the tuning is I personally like to think, like, 
you need to go to the starting gate with as much horsepower as as the guy can handle. Yeah. Um, and of course, there's a limit there, and the delivery. Um, sure. There's so much to that. Um, but it is a race, so my ideas of going to a race is, you know, having as much power as the guys can handle, mm-hmm. um, but then tune the, the delivery of it. Yep. Um, you know, whether it's uh, making it a little bit mellower initially and then let it, let it come on eventually, the yep. bike's got to be fast. Yep. There's no one out there that's, you know, riding to the line with right. a stock bike, so we got to, you know, be able to compete with that, but deliver it in a manageable way that they can either last 20 laps with it or 30 yep. minutes or. I mean, to confuse things even more, there's a start map, and the, you want to sort of pick the right one for that too. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's you know we've uh, we've been been trying to figure out what we're going to do for our starts, and um, yeah. haven't quite got a handle on that yet. Mm-hmm. Obviously, or not starting at the front, and that's uh, something that makes the race go a lot better for the rider if we can do that. Who's but. the best tester out of the three? Um, they each have their. Uh, positive attributes that um you know justin's really good with certain things weston's good with his things um maybe phil is good as a uh, kind of a direction type guy like he said like this is a good direction and then once you get going in that direction they're each gonna tweak it to their own liking and maybe i think the two um Riders, as far as Barsha and Pike, maybe they're not guys that would pick like an overall good setting, mm-hmm. but they're gonna like really like tweak it One their way. way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Phil seems to understand like a, a good general setting, and then from there we yeah. can we can uh, make changes there. Cool. Thanks, Dean Baker, NFAB, JGR check-in. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Mr. Pole. NFAB, great guys down there, Thomas and everybody. NFAB, that's Dean Baker, a uh, real interesting guy, real smart guy. I don't know, uh, Paul, have you ever, you probably never worked with Dean, or did you ever have a chance to? Or no? I never worked with him, he no, was, uh, but Yamaha I just Troy, know him for a long time. forever, Honda Troy, forever. He went to Cowie for a little bit, went to KTM for a little bit, and uh, now he's at JGR, and a uh, real smart guy, and uh, real, like, one of those dudes, there's a lot of people in the industry that don't really know what they're talking about, but they act like they do and they have big egos. A lot of people. Because I think they're a little insecure on what they know, so they kind of put up like a front, like I'm a, I'm, I'm Johnny Specialist here. Yeah, I agree. And the guys that do know stuff, Dean, Mitch, don't, uh, Roger. Don't broadcast it. Dude, yeah. Uh, Ross Maeda. They're just like cool dudes. Yeah. And they're just like, eh. I, and if they don't know stuff, they go, I don't know. Exactly. You know, and you go, okay, all right. They don't try to know? No, and they're just like, I don't know. They're confident. And the other guys, Dean's one of those guys that is smart, and but yet goes, eh, I don't know. So, uh, Ride Engineering, everybody. We had uh, Adrian from Ride Engineering on on here a little while ago. Please uh, check him out. Pulp Mex 20 is the discount there. Uh, triple clamp sets retail for about 635 with rubber-mounted bar mounts and polycones. And uh, they're a little bit cheaper than the Pro Circuit and the X-Trigs. And uh, 2024 aluminum, uh, they're made to flex like stock to not compromise the suspension. So please, rideengineering.com. Breaking products also, too. Um, Paul probably doesn't like me talking about ride engineering, but, you know, he's all right. Guts Racing, official seat foam of Pro Circuit. Phantom lightweight seat foam, RCH as well, uses Guts Racing. Pulpamex 15, just the, the code there uh, at Guts Racing. Pulpamex 16, sorry, and the code racing, the, the, the code for Guts Racing. Uh, carbon fiber seat bases, if you got the cash and you really want to spend the money uh they got some cool uh cool things going on at gutsracing.com and atlas brace atlasbrace.com if you've tried another brace you're not happy with it please try the new atlas brace it's been redesigned as of last year lightweight that can't even feel it on there's a couple of pro riders that are trying them out right now we could see down the line that could switch to an atlas brace 
atlasbrace.com. Uh, please try them out if you want to try neck, the best neck protection, the best neck protection out there. Then you do that. You, then you use Atlas. So, uh, having fun tonight, Parabinos? Yes, sir. Belay. What do you think? What do you think of the show, Randy? It's pretty good. I like it here. <laughs> How's those beers doing? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, but those are all right, too. <laughs> uh, great to have you guys in the studio, by the way. So, uh, St. Louis this weekend. Uh, are you going to Foxborough or um, New York? Either one of you? No, not I planning am, on it. I yeah. might be uh, one of them, yes. Yeah, um, yeah, Boston should be exciting, a new yeah. one, so why not go? And, and New York's good. Although, you know, I don't know, the rain or whatever, like open-air stadiums, who knows, right? Um, I, I could go for a mutter. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, because you're up in the press box or whatever, right? Well, I mean, even yeah, yeah. Though, I mean, wouldn't it be exciting to see a mud race? Yeah, sure. Why not? Right. Um, Just one. I'm going to every year for New York. Uh, I go with Pookie, and we go stay in the city and spend all this money. And, and this year, she's not going. I'm literally going into Newark, staying by the Newark airport, going to the stadium, and flying out of Newark. I will not be going to New York City this year. So, like into the city. Yeah, we've done it a whole bunch. I'm sure you guys have done it all. As well, and we're just like, eh, I'm just. I haven't, done, I haven't done it. No, you've never gone to New York City. Well, I've been in New York City a long time ago before I actually started in the industry. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm just glad to be saving some money. It's going to save me some money, so I'm pumped yeah. about that. The chicks like to go to that one. Did you bring yours? No, I've no. never done it with mine. Oh, oh, well, yeah, it's expensive. So, uh so yeah, uh, 702-586-7857. Give us a call anytime. Leave a voicemail. Um, I still want to talk to you about Vulcan Squad. Okay. We never even got to that. Yeah, I was. Uh, I went to. What do you think? T- talk about that a little bit. Um, I thought it was cool, man. Uh, I thought they do a pretty good job with a lot of things. I thought the program was cool. It's definitely a different vibe there. Everyone's more laid back. It's kind of like. Did you go but, both days? Yeah, you there? yeah, I was there for yeah. qualifying, and I, I like what they do with the uh, support class, the EMX class, or yeah. whatever. And Dude, they, so many injuries, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, it was awesome, and I, I was told Vulcansward is kind of like Anaheim One for the GP scene. Yeah. Like that's like the one everyone goes to, and, right? No, it was cool. I mean, they got a cool. I mean, it's 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 cool. The, the fan turnout was remarkable. That yeah. was unbelievable. It's, it's, that's really the heart of motocross, right God. there. Like you're just right in the heart of all the GPS. And that's what made me really realize. I was like, man, I really got to concentrate on growing. You know, the Pro Taper brand in European markets because there's such a huge customer base here. And um, yeah, fan turnout was re- was ridiculous. There were so many vendors that had lines of people buying stuff, jackets and fan memorabilia and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just I don't think you see that as much at our races. And uh, the racing was good too. And those guys, like Roman Fevre, was was gnarly. He put that last lap pass on Caroli and mm-hmm. in the sand, and the track was was gnarly. Yeah, it was uh, it was cool. And then I, know, I was always amazed at those guys. Whenever I go to those GPS, I'm amazed at the like the the Fabres and, and, and Carolis. Like, they have to do a ton of media stuff, and they have to do it. They do, Like, yeah. can you imagine getting JS7 or Dunge to go up on that stage and after their moto and talk for 10 minutes about they're, they're still in their gear, and they've done the TV interview, then they go to the live stage, then they go to the press room, then sometimes they do drug testing? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm impressed with those guys that they yeah. do all that. No, they, like, I'll give that to them. Their riders over there seem very professional and, and thankful. Like, you know, I was visiting with the Husky team that I support over yeah. there, and and um, I was speaking with the team manager that I always talk to. His name's Anti, and and Max Nagel walked over. He doesn't know me, but he mm-hmm. he took a he he you know made it a point to come over, shake my hand, was very thankful, and just it was cool. Right. It was it was it was. I I felt was Kimmy there or no? Uh, no, I didn't oh. see Kimmy. But um, no, it was cool. And and the other rider, Christoph Charlier, he was also very thankful and, and shook my hand, and it was cool. It was everyone there is yeah. very professional and and um, and 
Also, too, when I've gone over there, you see them. Uh, Tommy Sura will be under the KTM truck, or if when he rode for KTM, he'll be Cowie. He'll be under KTM truck, or like they're hanging out. Like they're they're ba- they battle, but they're way more bros than they are in America. It is, yeah, it's different. And, every, and yeah. the whole paddock kind of shuts down for lunch. Like, yeah, uh, you know, eating is smoothie much. machines. Martin Hunter's got smoothie machines. Dude, dude, the Husky Ice One team, their hospitality lounge, their seats are F one chairs. Oh really? Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. And there's this cool little. They have this cool cart that they roll out in the espresso. The seats are yeah, coffee, uh, food, and then uh, these screens roll out of it, so you can see, watch the race, watch live timing from from that race. You walk around the other side. There's food. Um, I don't know. It was just it was super professional. Yeah, yeah. The riders are all cool. From yep. my experience, they're all really nice guys. Like, try to talk to James or or Dungey at the race. Like Villapoto is different because I was hanging out with the Cowie truck a lot. But if I wanted to go talk to, to Ryan or James during the day, you just can't do it. Yeah, just, they, they got their fem, their t- half an hour autograph session, and then they're in their motorhomes. Yeah, and I I I know Nagel had like a just one autograph session, and then he had a Pirelli autograph session. Yeah, like he, a lot of the sponsors had autograph sessions for all their guys yeah. there, and like you know they have a schedule. They're, it's it's much more like NASCAR racing. Well, they're also there for two days, so they're four kind of. Well, UK, yeah, longer. Yeah, they're. Two long days when you include the race day, and uh, in 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 America they show up at eight. Uh, riders yeah. meetings at eight. They show up at seven thirty. Riders meetings at eight. Two fifteen minute practices. You know, an hour and a half break. Uh, motos and yeah. they're out. I mean, so it's it's different. different I'm not deal. saying I'm yeah. not saying right. you know if I was a rider, if I was anyone, whatever, I I wouldn't want yeah. probably that program. Our program's nice. You're in and out one day. You have have time to be at home with your family. Like the GP guys, they live on the road. Like yeah. mechanics live in the semis. Like yeah. they're gone for months at a time. So that's tough. But everything's and different. Everything's but, a mud race too. Like in, the in, sand race. Yeah. yeah. But in my position as yeah. you know doing what i'm doing now that right. it was impressive what they do and you know yeah I've, i mean you know the old battle about america versus gps and everything else coy gibbs and i got into it like a month ago and you know he went to the motocross the nations and i'm like coy that's like going to a go-kart race and then you go to an f1 race and you're like oh the f1 race was so much better everything's better than motocross the nations just compare a gp which is what a national is and i love the pit lane thing i love the structure of the pit lane i love the the wash base i think the wash base are like can you imagine bringing some sponsor i've said this over and over you bring some sponsor to the nationals and they're walking around and some team is spraying them because they're washing their bike or their mud trenches going through the pits and you're like hey come give us some money oh sorry about those shoes that you got and those those pants (laughs) you have like you know what I mean? Like we're kind of a joke show that yeah. way. But on the other hand, our guys make money. Yeah, yeah. purse money. But and yeah. I know as when I was a mechanic, I hated wash base. I was like, what do you mean? I got yeah, to push no, my bike no. over there. Like, no, let's I know. watch it right here by the truck. No, it's better though. It yeah. really is. I so. mean, I was the same way. I was. I used to as a mechanic. I'd be like, these guys got a little close. You know, I'd just be like, oh, sorry. Yeah, get back up, spray yeah. him. Sorry. You gotta admit though, the fans in at the GPS are a lot narrower than the U.S. fans. Well, I think you, I think in, yeah, you, I admit that, and I don't think, it's apples to oranges, just a European motorsports. They love motorsports. They love it. They love yeah. it. And, and that's the, anything, the road racing guys are gnarly, yeah. the F1 guys are gnarly, yeah. compared to a cart. It's just you different. Just, it's like, a different culture. It's different. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. they can jump on a plane and fly an hour and be in a different country that's speaking a different language. When we jump yeah. on a plane and fly to a different state, it's the same for the most part. Dude, so I, it's like, you have all that people fighting for their country like you, yeah. the flags and stuff you yeah. don't get that here and it's yeah. just because of the landscape right. of europe and um i've said it time and time again you go to motocross the nations in butts creek or or, or thunder lakewood and if you're like hey this is awesome yeah go to one in europe 
go to one in Europe. That, the one this year uh, uh, yeah. in France was not right. Right. I mean, yeah. no, I, I the videos on my phone. I was showing somebody the other day about the wall of fans because I was yeah. on the on the other yeah. side, and I'm just like filming. It's you can't beat it. But then no. again, it's unfair to even judge because of the culture of racing, exactly. you know? Yeah. Like, I, And that's perfect. Now, I remember I went with Dean to Colorado in 2010, and I was like, wow, this is gnarly. And Mitch is like, just wait till you go to a real one. And then yeah. the next year we went in France, and I was like, whoa. And France, I think, is one of the gnarlier ones. Yeah. You went to France this year, Randy, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and, yeah. Dude, I've been to the one, in, uh, the one in England. Donington or? Uh, the one in 2000. Madeley Basin. Yeah. Madeley, yeah. 2009, yeah. 2008? Yeah, that was uh, 08, I think. 08, yes. Yeah. Everett's last race, I think, wasn't sure. it? Sure. Um, I don't know actually, but anyways, yeah. No, it's a it's a different deal. Yeah. It's pretty amazing when you really think about it. For sure. Um, but you enjoyed it, so it's good. Yeah. Yep. No, it was a good. Trip. Hurling's is pretty unbelievable on that track. He's unreal in the sand. He just rides it so much better than everybody. He's it's like a little like, rabbit. He just hops through the sand dude, and just right? rides like, it good, man. You're just like, why? You know, you you watch him and you're like. How come anyone else can yeah, figure like, that out? Yeah. <laughs> you just can't, though. No. Yeah, it's no. phenomenal for sure. It's it's amazing. This year, MXDN is in Italy, Majoria, Italy. So, should be that those fans fans will be passionate too. Yeah, especially I'm just glad it's, it's not France. We've been to France so many freaking times now. You yeah. know, like who goes to destinations for US this year? I mean, let's does just du- does Dungey go? Just, does, I, I, obviously, it's very early. Yeah. But I mean, does Dungey go? Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like he has to go. Like Ryan, like you can't. You, you can't be the national champion. I, I get last year bowing out. He's had shitty times with the Nations. He was caught up with everything. I get it. You're allowed to take a year off, but you got to go back, man. Yeah. You can't keep ducking this race. No American champion in history has ever ducked the race. That's tough. I mean, I, I get, I what get he's why doing. he don't want to. Oh, yeah, I mean, me that's too. so hard. They got, you know, they're saying, oh, hey, you know, by the way, you got to race the Glen Helen GP. You got to race Charlotte. Now you got to race Monster Dude, Cup. Now you no got to race Red Bull Straight there's Rhythm. There's no way he does those, those GPs. There's no way. <laughs> I mean, he will be injured. Well, quote unquote. I, yeah, who knows? I'm just saying it's getting harder for these guys. There is no off season anymore. No, I so. agree. Monster Cup, Red Bull, straight rhythm. Yeah, um, it's tough. Two GPs, whatever. Twelve nationals. Uh, I get nations, it. Yeah. But dude, you can't be the national number one rider. No, in America. unfortunately, it's like I'll, I'll give him last year. Like, okay, all right. You got one. You yeah. One of the downfalls home. of being the best guy in the sport. You got to line it do up. That stuff. RJ did it. McGrath did it. Yeah. Carmichael did it. Tim Ferry did it. It's only going to be a few more years that you're going to be the best guy in the sport. I'm not saying because he's going to yeah. get beat, but eventually he's going to retire. Yeah. Um, Tim Ferry. So. You guys hear, hear, hear me drop the Tim Ferry? No, I heard it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm just great. saying. So he's got to go. So, you know, I mean, the American guys rolled their asses off last year, but they weren't good enough. That's the bottom line. And, um, that was a tall order for anybody oh, trying to beat oh, the yeah. French team in France. And yeah. they were all Marvin had a gnarly year. Oh, Febra yeah. had a gnarly year. No, Paulin's always good. So yeah, I mean, that no, was a tall it, order. It, it was a tall order. They did good. And they almost pulled it off. Yeah. Yeah. No, they did with Webb on a 450, you know, yeah. like Cooper Webb riding a 450. So oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. It, 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 I just, I, you got to go if you're, if you're, um, if you're done, I, I, yeah. I, I get the year off, but you got to go. Um, Everything going so the micro bar right now is what do you want to what do you want to talk about you want what do you want what do you want to push micro bar it's going well yeah sure um, just okay. uh, Grips, continuing bars, to yeah. innovate make new things so I think we've solidified ourselves as being the leading innovator in our space and I don't think anyone could dispute that as far as being the innovator um, so we're going to continue to do that and uh, yeah make good quality stuff. Uh, what's what's new and exciting for you coming out? Anything you can talk about? Nothing I can talk about yet. You can't talk about the thing we talked about downstairs? No. Okay. No, not yet. All right. That's going to be good. 
Yes, it will. Okay. Uh, and Randy, Valade from Answer, um, what's new? What's coming out? What's happening? Uh, we just launched our new spring collection, which is uh, some Synchron, Synchron Air, which is completely new for us. It is our entry-level vented line, which really there is no one really playing that ballpark right now, so that's new for and us. Fly Racing, let me just hold on. Fly Racing is playing in the... Uh... Are they playing that ball game? Uh, they're playing in the level. They're, not, they're not playing fabric. that ball game, dude. Fly. They're not. This says right here, minimalist race where they eliminates non-essential features. Fly racing, 24 ounces. 30 right. Yeah. Anyways, okay. so no, we uh, we just launched that. Uh, it's been it's yep. been good for us. Uh, we're working on some new a new glove line. Uh, we got some new protection items in the works. Uh, I think it's going good. Um. The retro stuff that you came out with, yep. uh, how's the sales? Do people like it? Like, It's good, you know? I mean, it's... I find, uh, I find retro gear can be so... Like, the rocks it, and stuff this weekend, like, I loved it because I'm 41 years old, but right. would people buy that? That's the thing, you know? It's kind of a niche market. Um, it's been pretty good since we launched it back in January. Uh, there's no complaints on it by any means. Uh, it's it's based on our mid or our high end Alpha Line. Okay, so that, is, that alone is, is going to right, which is a, yeah. a is a high end price point, which is always a difficult sell. Yeah. But um, it's it's been pretty good. Um, so. I like it. It's got the Wii back in it, so I like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan I, of it. I know you. Um, do. I know you do. Um, it's funny though, like you talk about the high end stuff. It's the Alpha stuff, the high end stuff, and it's the same with the Fly uh, Evo stuff. Like, people would be shocked to realize that the stuff the guys wear isn't what sells. Yeah. I, I, it's on, on any level. I remember when I worked at Thor, the $99 boot yep. just killed it. A $99 boot. Um, that's what sells. That's what we, real we, world people uh, buy. We, you know, we put a lot of our guys in our entry-level gear, which is our Synchron line, and honestly, we don't change it for those guys to wear it. I mean, okay. it's they're wearing an $80 pant. Yeah. You know, and and it's holding up for those guys. So, for, do, they, do they complain at all or no? Uh, I mean, there's a few guys that that have complaints on it. it it's not bad. It's yeah, just yeah. you know they want yeah. right. they want leather in the knees. Yeah, they yeah, want. Yeah. But you're like, you know, hey, we're putting you in this. We, we pay you a lot of money. This, is what, you this, this. is what we're selling. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And it's it works out. So yeah, right. It's good. But obviously, at the end of the day, right. entry level gear sells uh, well over high end gear. How's the new gear guy working out? Oh, Chance. Yeah, Chance. Seeley. Chance is good, man. He's Chase's brother. It's Cole's brother. Cole's brother. Yeah. No, he's good. He's been on board for about a month and a half now. Yep. Um, all of our guys like him, so yep. it's been great. Yeah. He doesn't mind going to races. He's stoked like right now. He's just stoked to like, Oh, yeah. It. He's a 24-year-old kid right. that, that's a on, single his, on his own kid, now. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's having a great time. You know? Good God. When we hired him, he had only been on two two plane flights. Two planes in his entire oh, life. Oh, no way. Yeah. 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 Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, he's yeah. New, on, new on tour. But no, You're all, like, here you go, bro. Yeah. And Basically. all of our guys have kind of already known him, obviously, since it's Cole's brother. And, yeah. Oh, no, it's, been, it's been great. Yeah. yeah, he's a good hire. Oh, that's good. That's good to hear. Yeah, yeah, he seems like a nice guy. I don't really, you know, I just he's had some over, real but... world experience, like work experience. Yeah. He's worked right. in dealerships. Yeah. And, and God, um, can you imagine dealing with Will Hahn and Bogle, Jesse Divas? I'm joking. Yeah, I'm joking. You know, the guys are all cool. Like all the guys yeah. are, are are good guys to work with. And no, our, your athletes. So I feel like our athletes are yeah solid. Yeah, no is, one's a prima donna. Would he do pro taper stuff too at all or no? Like, he, would he bring he, product or no? He can do little things for me if I ask him yeah. to. Yeah, like he's hell. He's at the race, so if I need right. like some autographs collected for a dealer or something, yeah, he yeah. could do that. He, on the he weekend. can help yeah. out. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Well, the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. It's been another uh, exciting Monday. Um, Kenny Watson's back next week, so maybe Randy Vallette will be here. Maybe. <laughs> maybe we'll just call you. <laughs> you guys, yeah, maybe we can you, do a phone call. You and Watson, great. You and Watson yeah. can catch yeah. up. Yeah. Um, he is the B2B guy over there. True. Um, 
we were going to get Pookie to talk about Britney Spears. Watson got Pookie and her five friends Britney Spears tickets to the here in Vegas, and we, I want to thank Watson for that. Even though Pookie was hammered, I think it didn't remember a lot of the concert. But uh, Travis, uh, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. How's the app going? It's good. Those 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 screenshots you showed me that's promising. Yeah. Are you, I feel like you should talk to me though about what's going on it or no? Are we not even no, close yeah, to I that? Will. Yeah, oh, we're not that even... was no. Yeah, that was just like me fiddling around with stuff and okay, throwing something together, wireframing it, wireframing. Yeah, uh, okay. So um, give you th- a general. Thanks idea. to uh, Adamson Cerrillo. Thanks to uh, Dean Wilson. Thanks to Ryan Holiday uh, coming on. Nick Way, of course. Great to have Nick Way on once again. Jason Thomas, Swiss Core Moser back in headquarters, working hard for the show. And uh, we thank you guys. We thank all of our sponsors. Check out sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. The codes are there. Discounts are there. If you need something, uh, please check them out. And uh, like I said, we're giving away Dean Wilson signed uh, jersey and pants. Um, we're giving away a Weston Pike Fly Racing helmet. And, uh, yeah, good times. So uh, thanks again, everybody. We will see you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude and, it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. But I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. <laughs>